Fudgy! Fudgy Australia. Fudgy is Australia's number one gourmet chocolate dipped strawberries and fudge company. Who doesn't love chocolate dipped strawberries? Everybody does, Jason. That's why they are on our show. Fudgy specialises in gift box delivery, corporate solutions, events, weddings, and wholesale gourmet fudge and chocolate dipped strawberries. Very cool. It is very cool. It's also very dry. Huh? They use dry ice to uh, get that. How they get it from the manufacturing establishment to the customer's home. Exactly. Without the chocolate melting. Isn't that crazy? It's unbelievable. They have mastered that technique. They've, they've figured it out. They have. Yeah. And it all arrives in Fudgy's beautiful signature gift packaging. Beautiful. Perfect for gifts, right? Perfect for gifts. Yeah. Their Moe and T2 gift hampers are also among their best-selling range this year. Hang on, so they deliver alcohol and tea? Alcohol and tea. Can you imagine those nights when you're sitting around thinking, wow, I need some alcohol? Oh, every night. <laughs> every night. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Someone just sent me Fudgy's latest signature package and it has Moe in it. With some fudge. Some people call it Moe, do you know that? It's Moe for me. Is it? Moet? So you could actually use Fudgy Australia when you're really in trouble with your partner. You could do that. Yeah, this is brilliant. The most popular flavour Australia-wide is... Strawberry. Chocolate mints. No. Yes. That's my favourite. I know, it's my favourite. That, that's so weird. I would never have picked chocolate mint, but then both of us love that the most anyway. I know. So it completely makes sense. What, what did you think my favourite was? Banana. Ugh. <laughs> Chocolate mints, Australia's wow, most popular flavour. I've learned something. <laughs> something smells a little fudgy. Suss them out at www.fudgy.com.au. That's www.fudgey.com.au. And if you mention Off Topic, you will receive $10 off your next order. Oh, as in us? Us. Yeah. Mention this show, baby. Cool, cool, cool. And you're going to get $10 off. Make it rain. Exactly. Keep those $10. Send it to us. We need the money. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't forget, they ship nationwide. Yeah. All around Australia. Well, I think I'm going straight to www.fudgy.com.au. Like... Can you send my wife some as well? <laughs> so, hang on. This, this is awesome, man. This is like a breakthrough. You have chocolate-dipped strawberries, fudge, assortments all over the place and uh, Moe or tea, specialised tea, sent to your doorstep in beautiful packaging. You can. As like a hamper. That's right. I mean... And all it takes is a few clicks. And that is exactly why they are our sponsors because it's amazing. That's right. You mentioned off topic, it's even more amazing because you will get $10 Ten off. Ten bucks. Ten dollars. Ten bucks. Yeah. See our box office. <laughs> <laughs> Any wires or something? Yeah. No. My one word is fun but disappointing. That's, That's not one. <laughs> I want to get back to the more serious topic of have you seen my one? <laughs> have a look at my gorge hands. Look at my gorge hands. <laughs> no, shit. I've yeah, lost yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, stop there. No. Yeah, that's it. Damn it. <laughs> TV. Where I'm at, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. Look, you know what? I'm happy to do that. But well, which my, one? <laughs> sorry. What a stupid thing that was. Yeah. You yeah. will get your piece of chicken in a second. <laughs> Show me the money. Show me the money. Uh. 
episode of Off Topic with the Movie Guys. Yeah, we back on the horse. Yeah, I'm Sean Macy. I'm Jason McDonald, and I usually introduce you, but I decided, and I didn't tell you before <laughs> <laughs> that you're going to introduce yourself this oh, time. Oh, okay. Well, but like, you saw my eyes. It's a good thing that I know my name. <laughs> Sometimes, anyway. How you been, man? It's been like forever. It really has, hasn't it? Uh, but uh, there are reasons for that. The reasons for that, and I, I feel I should just go straight into it, just to get it out yeah. of the way. Yeah, let's let's rip the bandaid off and let's tell our listeners why we had a little break. Well, uh, well, and also the reason why I want to do it straight away is because we've had a couple of people, you know, straight off the bat, basically. Yeah. Uh, shout out, shout out to Mads and Liam who who care enough to say. Guys, I miss you. Where are you? Yeah. Uh, if anyone's following our social media, you know, give us back our podcast. <laughs> Ransom stuff. No, no, you got to do it in the in the voice. Give us back our podcast. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Ransom. Sort of. <laughs> this is not Ron short Howard. impressions yet. Anyway, <laughs> off topic. Um, no. Okay. So after our last last episode, two things happened. Episode fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, two things happened. One, the very next day, I was offered a uh, job casting on a TV show, which I can't go into because it's not out yet. Mm. Um, but uh, I needed to take that, even though I know I probably said on this podcast, that's it, I'm, I'm having some time <laughs> off, look after my... No, I couldn't help it. it was I've a good never job. heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> it was a I'm, good I'm job. having some time off until the next thing's offered. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't even get to finish that job yeah because the main reason why we've had time off is you're a quitter oh no sorry is, uh, yeah, well, uh technically i am thank you <laughs> thanks for pointing that yeah. out <laughs> um, uh no i uh my <laughs> you should have seen the look you just got. <laughs> uh, this is all jokes and then you started getting really upset uh, my my youngest son who is uh three years old um, he he came down Best with three a three year old I've ever met. By the way, no, I'm being serious. He's uh, unreal. You know that his mother bought him a skateboard today. Oh no! Out of all the people all in the, this world, yeah, of all the boys, you do not buy him a skateboard. No. And I went through the 101 reasons why he should not have a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife was wide eyed at the end of it. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> The reason, uh, yeah, he came out with a sudden illness. So, uh, of course, uh, it was great. The work, which I can say was with Warner Brothers, uh, they understood straight away and so they allowed me to um, break my contract. Um, and you were also good enough to say, you know, let's let's take a break and let you deal with that. Mm. So I did. Um, and, well, and it kind of worked out well, to be honest, because uh, I've had shit going on left, right and centre on my side as well, just with trying to work in with my you know, new role and, and that's been crazy busy and... There's been a lot of other things happening. So I kind of uh, – it was nice to have a break as well and just have a bit of a refresh and, and you know, kind <laughs> of, you know, realign for 2018. How does our new sponsor feel about it that they only got yeah. one, one sponsorship <laughs> plug in? <laughs> yeah, sorry, Fudgy Australia. You got one in just before Mother's Day. Uh, Mother's Day. Just before – was it – Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's yeah, Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. We have Easter coming up, by the way. <laughs> how, oh, wait, wait. How about this? How, can you say fudgy mm. 10 times fast? Oh, what am I about to say, though? You've thought about this. No, I haven't. I just oh, okay. thought of it then. Fudgy, 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 Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. We'll get away with that one. <laughs> um, but but anyway, why? I don't know. <laughs> they've been pretty good to us as well. So uh, here we are. Anyway, we're back with a new episode, episode 15. Uh, a lot has happened in the yeah, meantime. Yeah, we have and a lot to catch up yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, one of those things, and uh, you, you'll be able to see uh, in the next uh, 
few weeks, we will have a, an episode of the Academies. We're going to look back at the Academy Awards yeah. uh, and, and all of that sort of stuff because it, obviously that happens while right we're at the break. time, I know. I mean, you know, and, and you and I looking... didn't even see each other around that time. I, I mean, know. that's almost unheard of when know, we're right? in the same country. Yeah, I mean, we're really look, looking forward to laying down a episode pre-Oscars and then post, and uh, all this happened just at that in, within that week, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll, look, we'll still do a post-review, I think. We're going to touch base uh, on it very briefly on this episode. Yeah. I think we'll just you know, yeah. delve a little bit deeper. Well, so um, much around. happened uh, there that... You know, unless you're watching The Hollywood Reporter or something like that every day, you're not going to pick up on all the stories that came out of um, the Academy. Yeah, well, it was I'm, huge. I'm intrigued to go levels. through that. So, yeah. so that, that'll be on our little special. But uh, yeah, we will we'll touch on it here today. Um, but other than that, man, uh, what have you been up to? What have you seen? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, look, we're going to keep this to highlights, right? Yeah. Well, before we go yeah, there, yeah. I just want to – my covering your what you've seen, just to, sure. as a reminder, have you seen any of the following that we've talked about previously <laughs> in the right, um, yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Ex Machina yet? No. Okay. Have you seen Mr. Holland's Opus? <laughs> no. Have you seen Manhunt and yes. Unabomber? Oh, yes. Right. Yes, okay. well, yes. I guess that will come up in TV when we look no, at that. No, I definitely saw that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go into that now? Like, yeah, why not? Man, yeah. that was that was sensational. Yeah, you know, I loved it. So, so Manhunt Unabomber, not to be confused with Mind Hunter. No, which is that serial killer uh, one that's on Netflix. Dave Fincher. Yep. Yep. So this is also on Netflix. Yeah. It's a eight ten parter, I think. Ten. Yeah, it's ten. Yeah. yeah. Ten ups. Um, Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington and yeah. Paul Bettany. Yes. And yep. Sam is the best he's ever been, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and also with. I oh, know. I was going to say that's Mindhunter. Mindhunter's got the guy that uh, uh, Batman and Justice League captures in the first scene. Just saying. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Had to follow that. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> His partner. A little nerdy throwback there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, yeah, so you loved it, right? Mm. Yeah. It was. Sorry, we're drinking um, Sapporo to start off today. Yeah, nice little premium <laughs> Sapporo. <laughs> Very um, cool. I uh, yeah, no, I did. I, I loved. The um, you know, as, it was as good as Mindhunter was, mm. different, in a completely though. different yeah. way. Completely different. You could think, almost say that this was more commercial. Yeah, it's more accessible it's, to the yep. general public. Definitely. Yep. Um, it's not as much of a mind bender as Mindhunter. Definitely not. Um, but it, it, you know what? It was kind of like a Dan Brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah novel just, where you just yeah, get the page turner. Man. Yeah, page just, turner. Hundred. That's a yeah. good, good comparison. You know, what I mean, like because when I read the, all of the um, and Dan Brown did the Da Vinci Code and all those other bits yeah, and pieces. Yeah, Angels and, and Demons. And Tom Hanks made and the, Inferno. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Yep. Tom Hanks was the character in that. Yeah. Um, but uh, Directed by Ron Howard. That's the second time I've mentioned that name in this podcast. Oh, wow. Let's see how many I can get. <laughs> and um, anyway, so yeah, he uh, Dan Brown, Like I, I finished uh, The Da Vinci Code and just thought, wow, I've stumbled. I don't know where I got the book. I stumbled onto this thing. Wow, I've discovered something. This is amazing. Hang and on, we're talking about the book here the that book, you read? The book. Yeah, so you read the book. Before the movie. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Movie before it was out, a yeah. massive thing, yeah. Um, and yeah, I read this thing, thought oh, I've stumbled onto something. This is fantastic. This is a revelation. Got to tell the world about it. Yeah. <laughs> Little did I know that the world was all pointing at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going, ah! <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you read the book. that, you dickhead. It's you bought yeah. the book. <laughs> but so die. Um, you'd, you'd, at that time, the Da Vinci Code came out, honestly, uh, as a novel. Yeah. Um, you'd walk on a plane and every third person would have a Dan Brown Da Vinci Code in their hand. True? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, or completely. a train or whatever it yeah. might be. It was amazing. It was so big. It was, it was the first time since May. I think I read it after Harry Potter. Maybe before. I can't okay. remember the chronological order of this, but I definitely noticed the more Harry Potter books in people's hands after I read that. The funny thing is, for me, I really enjoyed reading The Da Vinci Code, like you were kind of talking about. I thought it was pretty good. Um, well, it's not like, you know, the highest brow thing you've ever seen, but it's a really enjoyable page turner, exactly what you said. Yeah. But the movie just wasn't quite engaging enough. However, it was really well done. It was a weird thing, you know? Yeah. I know we've kind of talked about this yeah, on the yeah, podcast yeah. before, but anyway, we digress. Hey, guess what? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so anyway, so 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 yeah. yeah. So Unabomber, yes, is kind of the Dan Brown <laughs> of Netflix TV shows. <laughs> it's a page turner. Yeah. Um, the acting is really good. It's finally Sam Worthington, I believe. I know that you have a slightly different opinion on this, but um, uh, he keeps his American accent for most of the film. <laughs> Always been a, a bit of a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Um, and of, I think of a lot of people where he falls away from his character just because like, he's still a great actor. Yeah. But just because his accent seems to fail a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's almost you can see he's done a lot of hard work. And uh, and he's probably sitting there. He's, he's listening to our podcast right now going, ha-ha, jokes on you. Didn't do any work for it. <laughs> <laughs> his personality lends itself to this character who's a little bit quirky, almost um, on the spectrum a little bit, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, if you like serial killer style stuff, yeah. uh, this is a no-brainer and it's really enjoyable, quick to watch. You'll fly through it. Yeah. Very binge-worthy. Uh, Netflix, do yourself a favour. Do it. So, um, the last week, I have uh, had. I went and saw um, Bruno Mars. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about the live stuff. Yeah, yeah Bruno Mars. he was amazing. Um, Can I say something about Bruno Mars quickly? Yeah. You know that? Not sorry, not new song, but they're playing a lot on the radio now, which is finesse. finesse. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, his first song. Right. Love it. By yep. the way, yep. love it. So what, what I'm about to say will seem like I don't love it, but. I'd love it. But it, it's a real throwback to the 90s. Wow. So much of a throwback that it's not a throwback. Yeah, well, it's it, funny you say that. I was talking to Kate, my wife, yeah. about this today. And you would get it just as much as me. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but here's the thing, right? And what, what we're talking about is basically like 90s R&B, so I think, or even late 80s R&B, like New Edition and, you know, Boys to Men, yeah. all that all that fad that was back then. It sounds Bobby like, Brown, man. Yeah, Bobby Brown. Yeah. It really sounds like it's a throwback to that era. Yeah. But he does that a lot. Yeah. A lot of, he, he respects, you know, cool. genres and, of the past, I guess. And that's why I end up at I Like It. Rather than oh, I, I did, he's stolen it. Uh, it's yeah. not that. It's it's a you can tell he's so talented that he's yeah. able to be able to do these things where he can create a song that could just fit in with yeah. a, a particular era. But it's relevant today. It's chart topping today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's my that's my thing. Is that look wow, anyway? I the, loved con it. the concert was uh, mad. Like he is a he is an entertainer. Yeah. He's a perfectionist, and he's you that know, was a Sydney concert you went to. Yeah, Sydney concert yeah. and. Um, and I became a fan of Dua Lipa as well, who were supporting uh, him, uh, who were an English band. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, yeah. singer. Singer, yeah. Um, and she's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. like, she's got about three or four songs in the charts. I know them, you know, but I don't really know that's her kind of thing. Yeah. But after seeing her live, I went back and listened to her catalogue and I'm a fan. I, uh, well, I'm, uh, I don't know anything about her, by the way, except one article I read. Um, which was about Richard Wilkins. Yes, you yes, read that? Yes. Yeah, and I love this. I love, love this. It, so did I. Because, so, so you know, I. Richard Wilkins, look, he's a staple. 
um, in in today's sort of interviewing and celebrity circles of yeah. So he's been an Australian go-to entertainment guy for thirty years easily. Yeah, definitely, and you see him around all the time because yeah. he's always around sort of Mossman Balmoral and whatever. Yeah, he's right? always at my events and stuff as well. You yeah, know, he's always there. Um, so look, uh, I have respect for him in in, in that um, area. Yeah, uh, but she called him out. Big time. Basically saying that uh, he needs to do his research before he, you know, has a go at her. Because this is what happened. Basically, she had to cancel some acts. And you can correct me if I'm wrong here, obviously. Uh, she had to cancel some acts uh, because she had to stay for uh, in England for a um, – or America, sorry, for a tooth thing. She had to get her um, wisdom teeth out. Well, and well, Yeah, that's correct. And I actually then, think she got it out here, though. Well, uh, what well, so she had to get her wisdom teeth out, yeah. right? That, that was her excuse. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, she had to get her wisdom teeth out because uh, because she had problems. Uh, she was here, but at the same time, Richard Brilkin saw her on an American chat show yeah, Jimmy performing. Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel performing, mm. and so he came out and basically said, "Well, you know, I, I can't remember, but how dare you, sort of thing." And well, but basically, she was there to back up Bruno Mars, and she had to cancel the first two. I right. realise I just told the worst. Okay, yeah, she had to cancel the first two. <laughs> and then Richard Wilkins the following day um, on his um, uh, morning show basically said, I saw her on television last night in Jim- Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. You know, she's not really that sick kind of thing. She said she had, had a wisdom teeth out. Yeah. She actually had an emergency surgery, right? Yeah. But then she comes back and she goes, you're a dickhead, basically. Yeah. I was, that's a pre-record that I did from at Jimmy February. Kimmel from Feb. You know, <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah. in hospital. In Sydney. In Sydney. <laughs> and guess what, idiot? I'm about to perform tonight. And she performed at my thir- – the, th- the one I went to was the third concert. Yeah. She performed that one for the first time. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, and she actually said, she commented on stage, she said, I'm sorry if I don't smile too much because I've just got out of surgery. Yeah. My, my mouth is pretty sore. But, you know, she still rocked it big time. Yeah, good on her, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then and then <laughs> Dickie Wilkins comes back and says, apologizes. Have you have you heard this? Bit? Uh, I only heard the assumed part. But go ahead. Right. Yeah. So he comes back and apologizes, and even his son, I believe, was giving him shit, or daughter maybe, was giving him shit about it. You oh, know? brilliant! Yeah, 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 yeah. actually apologized. Good, good. I'm glad he apologized. Uh, I I I heard something about him apologizing, but him saying, "Oh, I assumed that you did this." Yeah, I mean, but someone yeah. who's been in the entertainment industry knows that he should know that there's pre-records all the time, you know. But do you think in this world where, oh my god, and believe me, I'm not about to go into bloody Trump and whatever. But when <laughs> when you're the president of the United States tweets a lot, and even I follow him because it's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, do you think that people just realise today they can just say what they want and then just justify it any which way they want because in the end it's going to be forgotten and no one cares. Well, yeah, maybe, but there's also plenty of people who are being sued over what they say and stuff as well, right? So you've got to be yeah, but a only bit in print. Yeah, yeah, true. Rather than social, yeah, mm, that's interesting. Which is, you know, because social is you don't have to follow that person, whereas you bought the magazine mm. to real paper or whatever. So you, you know, you bought the truth. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> so look, Bruno Mars in a nutshell was amazing, and he it was like the atmosphere was very much like a party, very fun. Good. Yeah. Now, previous to that, uh, I went out and saw also in the same week with you and our families, Ed Sheeran. Yes. So we went and saw Ed, Ed Sheeran in a stadium tour. Uh, which was uh, that night was yep. uh, seventy eight thousand people. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Massive. Yeah. Oh my god, I should, I should have. Oh, you know what? I might upload a little bit 
um, that's going to play after this. You ready? And. That was just a little piece of uh, what we saw that night. It was little, actually, it was a video that we took when everyone was holding up um, the lights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that song? Yeah, a Perfect um, Movie? Or? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, I, the thing is with Ed Sheeran, it's funny. I recognise a lot of the songs. Like, I was excited to see him. I really needed to go see him. Name a song, can't, can't do it. Um, and, in fact, a lot of the rapping that I heard, I was like, what, what, what's happening here? Oh, really? Yeah. I knew that he rapped in a couple of songs. yeah. But it's then there was a load of, of stuff, yeah. especially when he came back for the encore. Yeah. He got up and was pretending to be basically black. Like <laughs> the other rapping was all guitar and whatnot and it made sense with the song. I kind of got it. But then he got up at the end and the music sort of changed a bit. And I just thought, are you trying to branch? Like Kid Rock, one of my favorite artists of all time, <laughs> was rap rock. And then he did a couple of songs that were slower country. And I, you yeah. know, at the time I was like, oh. It's a bit odd, but I, I kind of like it. Now he's gone complete country. Is Ed Sheeran about to come out with a gangster rap album? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I, he's I look, amazing, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, and that concert was uh, certainly a lot more atmospheric than Bruno Mars. It was a little bit more chilled, as you would imagine, because a lot of it's acoustic and all of it's acoustic, actually. And one thing that really surprised me, although I've seen him live before on TV, so to speak, is it's a one-man band. He has yeah. 80,000 people in the palm of his hand and yep. it's just him. And he does all the sequences and, you know, kind of pre-records a certain, you know, lines and that kind of thing and then creates a song from scratch. And, and, it's and freaking amazing. So this is what... Every song. Yeah. Uh, uh, so at, at the beginning, he introduces him, like obviously introduces himself, but then he comes out and says, hey, I've been mm. accused at Glastonbury, yeah. um, which is a really top English festival. Mm. It's bigger than like Australia's Big Day Out and all that stuff. It's one of the huge festivals yeah. over there. And um, um, he was accused of, yeah, backing tracks, all that sort of stuff. And so they had a quick close-up of his feet and then this little box there was basically a loot box. And he showed us in that moment where he would say throw a beat down on his guitar and then press with his foot and then that beat would just replay loop, into yeah. a thing, right, in yeah. the loop. Uh, so that's fine. And, and, you know, like out of anything, I, I, I tend to go, oh, okay, all right. Well, I, and for him, like, there's something with this. Maybe that's not true. Maybe he's just doing it for this song and he's going to back and track sort of the rest of it. But I didn't with him. I just believed him. And every song at the beginning, what I loved about him was that he spent 30 seconds. Yeah, to a minute. Just setting the song setting up. Setting the song up, yeah. And that was the most amazing thing oh, that I have incredible. seen any musician do on stage. It was incredible. And remember, this is 80,000 people in a stadium yeah. and he's doing all these loops and, and creating this song that is fat as, like oh. it is full and the, the music, the sound was amazing. Like you felt like you were listening to a, you know, potentially a 20-piece orchestra almost, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he spent 30 seconds to a minute setting the song up and what I enjoyed yeah. is I was, because it starts off with just a, and, and then there goes bing bing whatever right yeah. and he keeps adding to it so what I enjoyed is trying to guess the song because oh, it, right. it just yeah, took yeah. shape yeah you know, took and then yeah. about 40 seconds in you're like oh this is shape of you or whatever yeah yeah. oh man it was just amazing yeah. the way he did that and look it's still and this is the unfortunate thing even with all of that as a musician I rank him as number one of people that I've seen sorry uh, yeah. this year yeah but out of the three people I've already seen this year, he still comes in at number three. 
of my enjoyment uh, oh, Alanis Morissette. So Alanis Morissette yeah. is my number one. Yeah, who is the other one? Uh, James Blunt. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and even Pete Murray almost gets there just with so, the And you're saying value. the um, entertainment factor or the enjoyment from you personally? The enjoyment just from me personally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this, this is open to everybody and Oh, it and it's open um, for debate. Yeah, yeah and, and, and I, I, as I said, I really loved him. It's a very close three. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously Alanis hits, you know, a few sort of heart strings. Yeah, it <laughs> takes you back to a time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even though he was super like, and I would say that he's one of the best musicians I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, just as an entertainment value, because he's by himself on stage. Uh, it's different. It's hard for him. Yeah, and he's a little bit different. Yeah. And and the other funny thing about this is he's actually quite an insular, reserved kind of guy, right? And yeah. I know that he was struggling in interviews for years and the media and all that. So he's a guy who struggles in that <laughs> yeah. area who actually actually then has to hop on stage by himself and entertain 80,000 people. That's the yeah. irony that's... Yeah, Which, and here I am criticising a guy that's sold out a bloody, you know, ANZ stadium and yeah. is sold three out... Three times much, over. Yeah, three times over. Yeah. He's sold out every everywhere in Australia, yeah. who's worth a mint. So, you know, like if he ever listens to this... quarter of a million this, people I, went I and you. saw him in Sydney. <laughs> Sorry? quarter of a million people went and saw him in Sydney alone. Yeah, yeah. That's... And uh, James Blunt, uh, who... And look, one of the reasons I put James Blunt up there is because of the fact there's more of a history with him. And I yeah, saw you him, personally. I saw yeah, him, yeah, yeah. yeah, with me, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw him in Milan and, and I just, I, you know, and also we spent uh, at least three seconds in a little um, sound studio together as he was crossing into the studio and I was getting out of the studio. Really? And I was singing You're Beautiful because he had just performed on stage. Um, yeah, yeah. So we Is that of, true? I didn't, I haven't heard that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was at, I was at uh, X Factor when, he, remember in oh, 2009? Yeah, 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 of course, of course. And he was doing You're Beautiful yeah, and yeah, so yeah, he yeah. just did his sound check and he was That's wandering right. around. Remember, yeah. So, of course, everyone's running around going, You're beautiful. <laughs> like this, right? And I was just going head down to me. Yeah, straight <laughs> into this. Uh, so in any studio, they basically to keep the sound out. They're thick walls, obviously, but then you have doors, and you can't have doors open because sound will just travel through. So they have two doors with a little tiny room in between, and <clears throat> uh, for, those are for the doors that open uh, all the time. So even when a show's going on, those are the doors that people have to run in and out of. Because yeah. obviously, as because I know you went to one of the shows, and as yeah. one, yeah, you had you just entered through a normal door, yeah. but they lock those down and they're done. So I, I come out of the studio and I'm locked in this little room waiting for the other door to about to open. He comes in the outside door, and I'm just yeah, I can't help it. I'm just singing "You're Beautiful" to un, underneath my breath, and he just looked at me and went, "That's beautiful, man." Uh, <laughs> that's unreal. That's a great story. And I I don't often get. Red, like red yeah, faced, uh, starstruck, star yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like that. But because he caught me, and it was just a moment, and he was still walking. Yeah, I just like that was it. I was done. Like send me home. Yeah, happy days. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so no, anyways, look, I, I look. I really loved the concert. I loved, loved, loved. Um, Can you tell we haven't been together for uh, a month? <laughs> Why is that? We're doing our welcome and we're, we're now on this trail of uh, yeah. self-discovery. We're 23 on. minutes in and we <laughs> haven't even talked about one film really. <laughs> really. Um, yeah, so look, I, I loved all three concerts I've been to, which is Alanis Morissette, Ed Sheeran and Bruno Mars this year. Um, I thought they were yeah. all, you know, it's hard for me to, to differentiate between the three because they're different, different, different concerts. Like Bruno Mars, I was up dancing the whole time and oh, the crowd was going yeah. nuts, right? I can't imagine you would ever sit down for no, that. No, you Besides can't, you maybe don't. grenades, but you'd probably be hugging Kate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, Versace on the floor was pretty much the only one that we sat down with, you know. 
I'm like, Sachi on the floor. <laughs> but Ed Sheeran yeah. was really chill and just like, you know, take it all in. And I guess Alanis Morissette was a little bit the same, but it was a little bit more nostalgic, yeah. nostalgic right? Yeah. Anywho, uh, so that happened. Yeah. <laughs> also, while Sounds we're good. away, is uh, Black Panther passed a billion dollars at the box office? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back on the movies? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and, you know, obviously we'll go into this in depth in, um, in our uh, review, which we'll also yeah. release in the next few weeks. But What's your uh, overall? Oh, my overall, I loved it. Like, it was very good. And I, I can see, obviously, that um, it, uh, it appeals to a, a wider range of the public. Yeah. Which is why it, it creates a, a load of, of money and cash on, mm. on that side. Um, but I'm going to delve into that sort of little rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not right now uh, in our uh, review. review. Yeah, okay. Overall, personally, loved it. It's in my top 10 of Marvel films. <laughs> okay, that's a good way to put it. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, coming off the back of Thor Ragnarok, uh, the comic relief was few and far between, right? Sure. So it was actually quite an almost serious film for the most part, and it had a few comic reliefs here and there. So, look, I just thought it was a little bit, um, a little bit, uh, slow is not the right word, but just, you know, just kind of, you know, I don't know, I just, I liked it a lot, but I just thought it was, uh, oh, thank you, sorry, just passing over a beer there, distracting me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, look, I just thought it was, um, it was, look, it was good, it was good. Will yeah. I go back and watch it again in a hurry? Probably not. And that's a, that's a thing with Marvel films for me. Like most of them for me, I can go back two weeks later and watch it, no problem. You know? yeah. Anyway, uh, I'd probably put it in the top ten for sure. But it's on the second tier. I, I kind of tier my Marvel films. Yeah. And, you know, first tier for me is, is Avengers, it's Thor Ragnarok, it's Civil War, it's Iron Man. Yeah. You know, second – sorry. No, uh, Gu- sorry. And Guardians of the ahead, Galaxy, Yeah. yeah? Yeah. Second tier is, you know, the ones that were, were good, like uh, maybe Captain America, Iron Man 2, you know, sorry, not Iron Man sure. 2, Iron Man 3 maybe, you know, that kind of thing, you know, Spider-Man. But the beauty of this is that it, it, it builds a – it's built an audience and it's shown that it can make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so what I'm hoping – Well, look, it, North America has killed it and I think that's because, you know, the uh, African-Americans have finally got these – you know, ten pole film yeah. that is, is brilliant, yeah. and and it's literally made by African Americans. Like literally, yeah. You know, there's no, two no, fantastic yeah. two white guys in it who were you couldn't have found any whiter whiter people in the world. <laughs> were they? No, I can't remember. <laughs> well, Marty Freeman. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he had Andy Circus as well, but he was more. He was playing a South African. And uh, he not he That's had right. like a yeah, fake yeah. tan on anyway, right? <laughs> kind of. But Marty Freeman, yeah, he was like so white in this film. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, uh, it, it's great. And oh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much, but um, go out and see. I mean, it's just going. But what is going? What what is going to do for people funding Hollywood films, tentpole films, and and then it will filter down from there is a good thing. It's oh, going 100%. to open the market not only to uh, African American filmmakers, but also female directors, writers, and yeah. things like that. And we're seeing that movement in, in female leads yeah. you know, in films as well, which is which is a great thing. Can I just talk about the box office a little bit? Yeah. Um, so while we've been away, this uh, – so I, I told you it passed a billion dollars domestically in the US, right? Yeah. Um, sorry, it passed a billion dollars globally. Domestically in the US, it's already the number two comic book adaptation of all time. Yeah. Behind Avengers 1. First one, yeah. And ahead of – the Dark Knight, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, in domestic U.S. domestic, yeah, um, worldwide, it's at it's the number four Marvel film, 
right? Worldwide, it's the number four gro- uh, Intr- yeah. gross well, box office. But that office really shows you America's, film. like... Well, the, but that's sorry. the over-indexing of the African-American you know, population, I think. No, definitely, yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So they've realised that there's an audience there. So you watch oh, all 100%, the films. yeah. And look... Um, Obviously, I don't want to put boxes around all of this, and I'm not hoping for uh, gangster no. films <laughs> coming out all the time. Well, because you, out of Compton, you just, right? yeah, sure, sure. But what, what I'm saying is, I don't want this success for people to go and throw money at films that white people see black people in. Yeah, just because. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, films. Uh, who was it? That what's the? Uh, sorry, the Indian guy, the American Indian guy. Sorry, he's not American. Do you know what I mean? No, no, no. He's in that big sick. I haven't, I haven't seen it, so that's why I don't know. His oh name. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know his how to pronounce his name, but yeah. Right, but but <laughs> he, you know, I should look it up. But because uh, I, I need to watch that film, I heard it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But but one of the things I read that he had said was really good is that he grew up watching loads of white films. Yeah. And he identified with many of the characters there, like you know. Cowboy characters and, and yeah. what are villains and you know heroes, whatever. And he's like, it's it's not unlike us growing up with American films and just being very comfortable uh, with the American accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said, there's no reason why people can't identify with a good, a well-made film that is with a black lead, an Indian lead, or, or whatever. Sure, you, you, you identify with good characters. Yeah. Well, you identify with a good movie too, right? It's kind yeah. of me. Script. Script. Okay. Script. So, <laughs> look, this is one of the things, like, you know, uh, you, you know a lot. I grew up in an area which uh, uh, is not great. No. And <laughs> I identified a lot with watching things that, uh, films that were around South Central. And our, yeah, our area Boys in the Hood. Yeah. That our, wasn't, that wasn't a, that was like a true story to you. <laughs> well, yeah, our area wasn't, uh, I would say, as bad as, as South Central, right? Like, but it had a lot of people that wanted to live there. Yeah. You know, and people don't want to, to act that, that way. Yeah. And you, so you got you understood a lot of that film. Anyway. Hey, for people playing well at done. home, the um, yeah, Black Panther was uh, number four globally Marvel film behind, just for those who were, wanted to know. Yeah. Avengers is number one yeah. Marvel film. Avengers 2 is number two. Iron Man 3 is number three. Yeah. Black Panther is number four. All right. All what over a billion. It, where does it sit? I know all it's over a billion bucks. <laughs> where did, where did, it is further on than. Uh, yeah, well, I think that passed. Do I don't know if that passed a billion bucks. Oh. A billion dollars. I don't know if it did, but it did very, very well. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, and it's horror, and it's got nothing to do with superheroes. But other than that, <laughs> I'm sure it's not far away. It's got a, it's got a title <laughs> character that's kind of, you could say, is a bit of a superhero for some of the satanic <laughs> yeah. followers out there. So quickly. Um, well, n- nothing's ever quick on the show, but <laughs> <laughs> I did want to touch on Oscars quickly before we go into a more deeper dive. Yeah. Um, so Oscars happened. They yeah. Did. yeah. I-, I enjoyed the telecast. It was actually pretty low key, to be honest. Um, thought Jimmy Kimmel did a great job, as he always does. I think he's a perfect ho- host for it because he's not um, – he doesn't have to go into that lowbrow territory to, to get a laugh yeah. or mess with people, you know. Sure. Um, anyway, uh, so it was really ver- uh, it was really up against Three Billboards versus Shape of Water versus Dunkirk. And um, Three Billboards won two Oscars, Shape of Water won three Oscars, and Dunkirk won three Oscars. And as we probably all know, Shape of Water won the uh, best picture of the year. Still haven't seen it. Yeah, well, look, you know, I mean, I, I thought Three Billboards or Dunkirk were the best films of the year, uh, definitely. Shape of Water was good. 
and it won. Yeah. It looked great. So and it won production design. Well done. It deserved it. You know, did it deserve best director? Not sure about that. Did it yeah. deserve best picture? In my opinion, no. The movie is is really good. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah, really yeah. cool and it's very original. Yeah. But it's not as you know brainstorming as something like Pan's Labyrinth or or even Crimson Peak. But it's um it's like essentially it's Splash. Yeah. You've seen Splash with Tom Hanks? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, definitely. That's what you're watching, but in modern day and slightly more darker kind of feel to yeah, it. Yeah, Del Toro feel Yeah, Del Toro, <laughs> yeah, feel to uh, it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Sure. Yeah, of course. I mean, look, and because I've heard so many negative things about it, only because it won Best Picture and Best Director, um, so I've heard a lot of negative things about saying it's a good film, but it, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It, it shouldn't have won all those things. Um so I'm really looking forward to it now, and I think that I've settled into the right frame of mind to see it, to really enjoy it. And you'll probably walk out going, man, that was excellent. And and yeah. I felt the same. I did. But yeah. it's just not as good as Dunkirk or Three Billboards, sure. in my opinion. It's just not. Do you know the, the funniest report I re- read about this was about a, a guy who went on a whole rant about how how could you have a film about a woman sleeping with an alien and not show... The alien's basically a fish, right? Yeah. So not show. How could you not show the fish's penis? <laughs> and it was a well-written <laughs> argument about this should not be a film. This is the most terrible film in the world. And yeah. how could you watch it because they don't show the penis? And it's all about not showing the penis. Wow. <laughs> and it was so entertaining that read. I'm going to send it to you. It was kind of amphibian, right? Like, do they have penises? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I haven't seen it. I, <laughs> I don't know. But it was, That's great. Sounds the, like a great the, piece. Uh, no, what, it, it was a great penis. Um, the, a piece. <laughs> oh, right, sorry. It was really good. It was a really good read, and I, I need you to read it. It's fun. Um, You'll laugh out loud. Now, I'm very happy to see that Sam Rockwell won Best Supporting Actor mm. for Three Billboards. Unreal. Yeah. Love that guy. Just, and he, he was, was in our DiCaprio category of winning the Academy Award. Yeah. Of, of you know, please win, please win. That yeah. sort of. Yeah. 100%. Someone who we've, we really believe, we've followed him for a long time. We've really yeah. believed that we, he should win an award. Yeah. Anyway, so that was amazing. And obviously Dunkirk won all the, you know, the sound editing awards, which I would have, I would have flipped if it didn't. Um, yeah. So I won both sound editings and, and editing. In editing. Yeah, 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 which was great. Well. I mean, you've, yeah. you've seen Dunkirk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the editing was extremely good. Like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a baby driver that was kind of quick edits or stuff like that, but it was a, it was a complex edit. Agree? Yeah, I agree. Well, I think that's the Oscars. We'll just, you know, deep yeah. dive into that with our other episode, yeah? Yeah, look out in the next, uh, you know, once it's released, the next week or two. Now, I don't know about you. Well, I know, actually, that you don't watch this, I don't think. But um, I know what I've been doing for the last four weeks as well on TV, and that's watching hashtag maths, married at first sight. Oh, my God. This has taken Australia by storm. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, and, and it's really just down to the controversy between two characters in Dean and Davina who basically wanted to cheat on their, their husband and wives that they'd met two weeks earlier. It, it was such it, a strange it thing. It knocked my uh, show off. It's yeah. Sunday perch. So I wanted to ask you about this. <laughs> so if you remember, guys, everyone listening, that Sean worked hard on Spartan, right? <laughs> really Australian hard. Spartan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we heard about that. And you know, oh, sorry, was it Channel? Uh, Channel Seven. Ch- Channel Seven had yeah. big hopes, high hopes. Yeah. And so how'd it go? <laughs> uh, it 
It rated in at a it raked in about eight hundred thousand to nine hundred thousand uh, listeners per viewing. The maths it, was doing what one point six, one point seven. On those maybe? particular nights, uh, they were yeah pulling in about one point five. Wow, so, which yeah. is above average. You'd be happy with one point two. Yeah, that's where you want to be. If you yep. can get one point two, then you're getting the um, sustained TV show. Sustained TV show, but you're also getting you know well that all that goes with that. Yes, like the the best of the um, advertising, advertising and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we, we're sitting about eight to nine hundred thousand. So um, the so, good thing about it well, is I that I found that you hang on. I, I think didn't you guys? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> didn't you guys postpone the? Uh, the like the third episode or something until after maths was finished or no what are you talking about all mate? of a sudden it's, it's on the finals we needed oh. Australia to oh, calm yeah. down from the uh, from everything else that happened the hype the hype of the semi finals yeah yeah and now we're heading into the semis right yeah okay uh, so yeah just takes a while between the um, even though it's pre recorded okay uh, that's yeah exactly I mean they've got to edit these things together okay, to, yeah, to run off you know who people on social media are loving and. <laughs> Uh, uh, but maths, let's go back to that. Now, I did a few days on maths. Oh, did you? I did. And oh, yeah, sorry. I, I thought you meant watch. Yeah, I know you did a few days on maths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I worked and you a actually, few days on maths. you actually um, were with Davina, yeah? Yeah, so uh, uh, I was only with Davina for a day, so that's not a, uh, a name drop as such. No, no, no. You know, I wasn't like, meant to yeah, be yeah. Um, But I, I took Davina around to certain appointments, you know, yeah. that they have to do. Um uh, pre-show, you know, get interviews and that and things yeah. like that. Get to know the person, that sort of that sort of business. Um, I also had uh, Patrick. Yes, uh, the emotional Patrick, lovely guy. Yeah, yeah. and um, I also had Carly, the world's greatest guy. Oh, Carly, yeah, I like yeah, Carly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I so, follow Carly on Instagram. Yeah, right. Uh, so I had those three, and look, uh, I've got no complaints on those days. Like yeah. you know, put the show aside on those particular days. They were all lovely. Um, and, uh, you know, they held a really good conversation and whatnot. Like I, I had to spend, you know, eight, nine hours with them and we had lunch and hmm. spent, sat in the car a lot and that sort of stuff. Well, my, um, in my opinion, Davina, if you remember Kira from um, The Bachelor, she was like the, you know, the witch of the season or the, the villain, if you will, sorry. Mm. Well, Davina made um, Kira look like, you know, an angel, really. Really? Yeah. Maps is one of the only shows that I've really watched, like in this sort of realm. Oh, she was she yeah. was on. She was on. And now oh, whether yeah. that was, you know, produced a little bit more, I don't know. But at the end of the day, she said the things that she said, you know, however yeah. it was edited or produced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would agree with that comment, except that at the moment I saw Humanity which is on Netflix. It's a Ricky Gervais comedy. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, and there's a load of backlash on it, but there's also a load of support. Of course. And, and that's the world. I mean, we're, we're not all even, so it's all coming back and forth. And his joke is about context. Sorry, his point is about context with jokes. And yeah. you could make a rape <laughs> joke, Yeah. right? But it's about the context of how that joke is, is said. And, and what comes yeah, from I think, yeah, it's the intent. Sure, yeah. and a lot of what comes from editing with a load. So, for instance, you know, you could film ten hours a day and only get three to four minutes of footage out of that. Yes, 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so so they said that, the things they, they said, but it yeah. could have been one in the first hour and some other sentence in hour seven. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, it, it could be a sentence that was said directly after to qualify what they were saying, but it's been edited out. So yeah. it's, it, it's to demonise them and not yeah. to, what, you know. Now, the, the, this is not giving away any secrets. This is the way the world's worked all the oh, time. 100%. And this is not having a go against maths because I have a no. lot of good friends at maths uh, yeah. who did, by the way, a fantastic job because I stuck to the show. I don't stick to shows. Oh, man, for me, it was appointment viewing. Yeah. I watched it four nights a week. Yep. Every week. And I wanted to comment on this, actually, because maths came out of nowhere, right? Married at first sight. Mm. Um, I remember last season and uh, I watched I watched the first season, right? But I remember thinking this season is completely different to other seasons. So I went back and had a look at it. The history of maths is season one was yeah. six episodes. Yeah, right. Season two was seven episodes. Right. Season three was seven episodes. Season four, sorry, because this is season five. Yeah. Season four was 23 episodes. <laughs> so suddenly they had obviously uh, gained a bit of audi- an audience and I, I guess the um, the viewership was up, you know. Yeah, yeah. This, ep- this season was 33 episodes. 33 for reality. That's yeah. pretty huge, you know. That, that, that's massive. That's yeah, massive. Yeah. yeah, massive. yeah. Um, so they've really got something here and well, i think you'll the, see a lot the of ep it. behind it um who you can look up so you know is tarmac williams for everyone at home what does ep stand for uh sorry executive producer so basically the executive producer uh is the key creative on this show and there's many other producers below them and producers that run um uh everyone else who works in the show but the ep is really the the key person where um if anything if anyone's to blame much like in movies, a director is to blame if something fails. Yeah. An EP is to blame if something fails. And I know uh, I worked with Tara a long time ago when she was a senior producer and um, and maybe even producer on uh, uh, Biggest Loser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and, and she was great then and I haven't had a chance to work with her since I got back from the UK, but I, I've always been sort of, you know, I'm in the same circles because, yeah. you know, of where we are. She, and she's brilliant. And... Um, you can just see her touch on this show. Yeah. Well, she'll come off as a golden child because, you know, it's been a raging success. Oh, completely, completely. And, yeah. and also if, uh, you know, if anyone who is listening to the show knows her, um, you know, congratulations on her new little um, girl. Oh, right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I really hope it's a girl because we'll say it's a girl, it's a boy. <laughs> Actually, that brings me to a point that I wanted to do up the top, uh, top of the show and that was um, I yeah. forgot. Because I often do forget, and Sean hates it. But I just wanted to say, happy birthday, man! <laughs> for Tuesday, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming it's very coming, soon. Yeah. Happy Thanks, birthday, mate. bro! Cheers, man! Thank you. Yeah, I love yeah, you like yeah. a brother. Thank you. And a cousin twice removed. <laughs> Are we sleeping together? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> no, happy birthday! Oh, thanks, man. Too. So let's get over that one. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because you're like. How old is he? Everyone's wondering how old you are. I'll give you a preview into our um, uh, shite impressions segment. I'm 39. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, so what else, what else is happening, man? Uh, right. So you know what? I'm going to go in. I've picked the highlights of what I've seen over the last month. Oh, yeah. There are, I mean, there is so much. I'm not going to go into so let's do how sp- good CPD is when, in fact, actually it hasn't been the greatest season. Um, <laughs> let's do speed rounds. You go first. Right. And you got like a minute or something oh, just, to cover your movies and why TVs over the last month. I give limitations to things. Like, no, you, know, saying, Bruce, like, you know, I'm a Bruce Lee fan. 
<laughs> you know, simply simplify. Don't give limitations. Just go with. All right. Well, be water then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flow. <laughs> Killing of a sacred deer. <laughs> Just to throw us in a deep end. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, like there's three people who are listening who have heard of that film. That's what I said to you before. I could 97.3% guarantee that you have not seen this film. I haven't. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what? Go and see it, man. Yeah. Like, no, I've heard nothing but good things about it. But oh, no, no. For, oh, well, hang on. Hang away. What? Wait. What? What? They'll be careful. I mean, you, you could explain to these people that when you say you've no, heard no, no, I was good, about good to say. Oh, good, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things about it from a very art house point of view. So I know what I'm watching. Mm. I know what I'm in for, right? But yeah, so don't no one rush out and watch this film. Is is that what you're kind yeah, of suggesting? Look, but it's not for everyone. I, but I, it's it's not generally for me. I don't I don't love art house films a lot. You know, mm. like Aronofsky's Pie. I still everyone I hear all day like, oh Pie, it's one of the great things. Like, how do you refer to that film? Like, <laughs> I can't. can't. I need to go back and watch it. Obviously, maybe I've grown up. So this is uh, from the director of uh, Lobster, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of. I saw them on the Norton show. I don't want to say it's a sequel. It's something like that. Like, because they're together uh, again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Colin Farrell and... Yeah, and, and Nicole Kidman. Yeah, so Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman. I, I'm not going to run into this film a whole lot. But basically... Well, remember, it was a speed um, round. He's... Okay. He, he's a surgeon. <laughs> I thought and, we weren't talking uh, about... He sort of befriends this young kid who... It, it just... The whole relationship This from, sounds like detail to me. Stop it. Please, <laughs> let me get through this. Because otherwise I'll just get lost. I think this is important to him. Are you <laughs> no, guys feeling is. this as well? No, it the kind listeners? of is. I think that, it was, yeah, okay. it was right. really I'll interesting. I'll let you go. Go. Okay. Um, so basically, Colin Fowler, who's a surgeon, who, who who befriends this young guy who's probably like 15, 16 years old, um, who is it, it, the whole situation is dodgy. It's like, is he sleeping with this kid? Like, I don't know. He's got Nicole Kidman, who's a wife. He's got two young kids himself. And, uh, you know, he eventually uh, invites his kid over to his house. And there's a relationship that grows on with his young kids and this kid. And that's a bit weird. And... Uh, Basically, the whole film is about the fact that obviously he deal, he's a heart surgeon, so he deals with lots of people who have had problems. And and what it is not any spoilers, by the way, but the, this young kid's father um, passed away at the hands of Colin Farrell. So this this is how they know each other because Colin Farrell's taken him under the wing, and this sort of you know comes about, right? So these are not spoilers. But you don't the, really know that upfront. You is don't that know right? it upfront, but it doesn't matter. Like it, it honestly doesn't matter. Um, because you still don't know what's going on with them. Like I've told you, you don't know if they're you know sleeping together. You don't know if they're friends with the family. You don't know, and that's why I'm not going to spoil because you don't know, and that's the that's the weird thing. Um, but what I'm going to talk about mainly, and the reason why I loved it, oh, I love I can't use that word, loved it, but the reason why I appreciated the project <laughs> <laughs> is because the written word. And how it's delivered is fairly unique. And I could only describe the style as amateur. Right. And I'm not saying that they're amateur in the way that – I mean, obviously, these are professional actors. That was a director's crew. intention kind yeah. of. Is that what you're saying? It's yeah, kind of yeah, delivered yeah, yeah. in an amateur like way. Like really raw. It, it, rather than um, saying things how human beings would usually say them. Yeah. And and that is you know creating your own colloquialisms and 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 shortening things you know uh, McDonald becomes Macca and yeah. whatever right, 
No, no. They'll, they will stick to every word as a McDonald's. Like every word becomes that. It's not I'm, it's I am. You know, so imagine that in a whole, every, everything you deliver is like that. It is... To the word, to the script, Shakespearean almost. You do have a lovely watch. Is yeah. that a metal band? You know, like, I yeah. think that's a direct line. Um, <laughs> from the thing. Uh, is that a Geico? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insane. At first, it, it obviously threw me back, and that's what it's meant to do. And then once you settle into it, the, the, the film is so sinister. And I still have no idea how it, how it happens, like the, the, what happens in a film. I don't know how it happened. I, and I'm so intrigued. I like films like that, but you've got to be in the mood for it. Yeah. I haven't seen Lobster either, but I, yeah, I, I guess there's a timing thing. I would like to watch this film, definitely. So, so, so do, it, do it when you're ready. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, um, yeah. And, and you have to concentrate on it. Mm. But no fast forwarding conversations. But the so. acting is effing brilliant. Oh yeah, I mean Nicole Kidman these days, she's she's just outstanding. Um, what else you got? That were you? Oh, your minutes up. Oh, I didn't know it was for all my projects. A minute. God. I thought it was a minute per project. No. Yeah. No. I've only got a couple. Okay, I saw Flint Town, which is a documentary. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's on Netflix. Uh, everything's on Netflix now. Uh, by the way, um, uh, it's on Netflix. Sorry, is that a doco or a doco series? Doco series? Yeah, so you watched the whole um, thing? Flint, Michigan. No, no, I've only seen a couple of episodes now. Um, but it's really interesting. It's about a town, Flint, who um, only have 98 police officers for yeah. 100,000 people. Yeah, I'm they used keen to have to watch 300 this. police officers. Yeah, it's been knocked back. Um, so it's about how they deal with the public and, and also deal with the political um, uh, ramifications. Um, and it's also about the police officers and their lives. And this is what you need to see. Like, this is. This is where you see how problems can happen in these poor neighborhoods. Um, and uh, I'm not going to say much more than that. But, it, it, you know, if you are a person to sit there and say, oh, it's terrible how someone can shoot, like a police officer can shoot someone, or yeah. uh, another person can shoot another person over poverty or watch whatever this. it is, <laughs> just watch this. And well, it's survival, isn't it? Like a town like Flint is like a survival. It's all about survival. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's nobody's fault except no. the rich. Right, okay. That, that's that's what I and that's is that what you're this is from, from the it? first episode yeah. so far, and this is what I like about it. Do you think there'll be a redeeming quality to the Doco series? I, like, I really hope so. Yeah, you know, I've, you don't I've got wanna, a feeling that there will be. It only takes one more documentary that doesn't have a redeeming quality before I'm arrested for you know. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say what. Uh, <laughs> um, what else you got? What else, what else have you seen in the last hey. four weeks? <laughs> Um, so uh, another thing I saw, um, oh my god, this and I saw the whole series. Are you ready for this? It's called Wild Wild Country. Oh yeah, I saw that on Netflix. I, I don't even know what it is. So I had a really good friend. Oh, uh, so if you have checked out our interview, which is on our um, iTunes account, Tony Radevsky, yeah, uh, really great filmmaker. So he came over last weekend and spent a couple of days here, so we could just catch up on uh, our social lives, but also discuss a few upcoming projects. Him and me uh, together. We sat down late at night and thought, "What are we going to? What are we, what are we gonna watch?" You know, he, he doesn't want to see a big tempo film, and no. I don't want to sit there and watch the sacred killing of deer. Oh, hang on, um, <laughs> the killing of the sacred deer. <laughs> and um, so we settled on watching Wild Wild, Wild, Wild Country. Country. Right? Yeah, just watching a couple of trailers. So he had thought, heard something no, about that. No, no, no. We okay. just turned on Netflix and we watched a couple of trailers of some docos. Yeah, right. We both love docos, as many people yeah. do, but. Yeah. He and I, that's where we can really get together on that. So um, set on that, 
uh, we watched two episodes together that night. They're an hour episode, hour episode each. Um, the next day I... Was this uh, in bed or...? The next day I finished all four. <coughs> Excuse me. I finished all four of them. Wow. Uh, so let me read this to you. When the world's most controversial guru builds a utopian city, city deep, deep in, in the Oregon, Oregon desert, desert, conflict with, with the locals escalates. escalates into a national scandal. A true story. Um, and it's hilarious. So I'm not going to go too much hilarious. into it. But no, no, no. It's what? hilarious the fact that you, 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 learn, you teach yourself about these new things in life that you've never heard of before, right? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's Osho. That's the guru. I've see, I see him on, say, Facebook or whatever it is all the time. That's a face, a voice. I thought it was just a random Indian guy with a, a beard. <laughs> right. but, but here it is, you know, because you're used to seeing Gandhi and you're used to seeing uh, Buddha and things like that in, in that realm. Um, never have I ever seen this, this guy. Are we playing Never the, the Have Bhagwan. I Ever? Sorry? Are we playing Never Have I Ever? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. I'm sure his minutes up pre- pretty soon. Done. Seen that, that was good. I watched a James Franco film called Injubious Battle. Oh, yes, he directed it. He directed that? it, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Director video. Ed Harris. Yeah. Um, oh, I just named Vincent D'Onofrio. Sorry, was this on Netflix as well? No, no, sorry, this one I, I rented at the video store. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was great. Uh, the, you know, for a director, it's a big, great film. Like, there's mm, no going yeah. around it. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, it's just about the struggle for workers back in uh, the early sort of 1900s uh, where they were basically, again, <laughs> everything I watch, the rich uh, would say, you're going to earn $3 a day, come down and work for me. Then everyone will get there and say, oh, actually, it's really, it's a hard struggle. So we're going to pay you $1 a day. So uh, James Franco played a guy who was a revolutionary who um, would go into these types of camps or whatnot and try and drum up. Um, people to help strike and that's the film okay very you know if you believe in that sort of um aspect of life where there are classes that's all you need to believe in that there are classes today yeah then this is just another way of seeing how those classes formed okay so yep. watch that um humanity yeah we spoke about uh, yeah very quickly yeah I, I watched that it was very 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 good he's very great he's very funny but he's very Man, he walks a fine line. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, not Instagram, sorry, uh, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you know, I really like the way that he can condone what he says. Mm. Um, and, if you ha- and if you hear that and makes you angry, just go on to Twitter, follow him for a little while. And again, if he makes you angry after that, then fine. You yeah. are on the opposite side of the fence and that's the way it is. And that's okay. But that's okay. Yeah. Exactly. What else did you watch? <laughs> That's it. It's me done. Oh. That's, that's highlights done. Wow. Do you want me to go into what I really saw for the whole? <laughs> oh, there you are. Like top that's five. highlights. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's been a month. Wow. I watched okay. a load of stuff. Can I go through mine? Can you do it quickly? I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 54 minutes in for our intro. Yeah. yeah. The week that was. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it has been a month though, you know. It has so been a month. I know. Maybe this could be a um, a first of a part one and part two episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Given it's a, been a month off. Now, um, okay, so I watched uh, all of Altered Carbon, which is Netflix original sci-fi series, um, and it is excellent. I'm four episodes in, yep. Yep, and uh, it was about the fourth episode that I started to really get into it. Up until then, I was like, okay, you know, I can take or leave. 
But uh, by the end of it, I, I really loved it. And uh, it's, I've heard this is the most expensive TV show ever made. So do yourself a favor if you're a Blade Runner fan or maybe Total Recall, don't mind a bit of martial arts, futuristic, yeah. watch it and try and get through it. Um, if you don't like sci-fi, I wouldn't even bother. What's that movie with um, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt? Uh, Passengers. Passengers with uh, Michael Sheen as the... Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of that. This reminded me of that, that was that Yes, there's a bit of, bit of a throw, throwback to that. Yeah. Um, started watching Suits Season 7. Love that show, of course. Yeah. So my question to you, Sean, because I think you're up to date. Um, yeah, I was like halfway take. through or something. Yeah. How are they what are they going to do with Rachel? Now that Meghan Markle is going to go off and marry uh, Prince Harry, how are they going to make her leave off the show. Is it going to be a kill-off or is it going to be a see-ya-bye? I'm going to uh, LA to whatever. As you know, I fast-forward some shows and that is one of my fast-forwarding shows and it's not any time she's on screen because she can be in an interesting lore part of the show but whenever she is with, you know, lead douchebag... Mike. Mike. I fast-forward every scene that they're in. So I couldn't care less how... They get rid of her. <laughs> right. Well, for those her who are dad, listening who, who actually do care. to this show than she is. For those listening who do care, I'm asking you, what do you think they'll do? Do you think they'll kill her off? <laughs> or do you think that she'll just leave and go to the UK perhaps and study law or have a law firm um, over there or whatever? No, I, I think that, okay, if I'm going to answer it in terms of story, then I don't think they could just let her leave because she's already seen him through thick and thin. So yes. what else could he do besides cheating? And as why would he cheat on her at this point in this in the story? So they kill her off. They'd have to kill her off. Right. Okay. Has to be a. So that sudden... was a nice conversation, wasn't yeah. it? You have that to block me and go. Uh, cock blockers coming out this Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only we were sponsored by them, oh, that would no. have been a great little throw. I can't wait for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, John Cena is excellent. Oh, and the other one, which uh, when you get in the trailers later, tag. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, right. What else have I seen? I've seen Game Night, uh, which I really enjoyed with Jason Bateman well, yeah. and Rachel McAdams. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Okay, did Love you like it? it? I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, really good. Yeah, yeah, would recommend people to go see it. Yeah, same. So it is a high recommendation because yeah. you, you go in going, oh, you know, it's going to be a typical, uh, yeah. but it's actually really quite refreshing in a lot of ways and, yeah. and I like the style and of humour. And it's very hard for Jason Bateman to remain the same character that he always plays because he doesn't change in this either. No, no. Yet keep it fresh. Yeah, Which exactly. I think he does in this film, yeah. And Rachel McAdams is a lot of fun too. So definitely go out and watch that on Home Entertainment when it comes out in... May. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one I watched, uh, I watched another one called, uh, for the second time, called Final Girls, right? Now, this is for our horror fans out there. It's called The Final Girls. It was made in 2014, I believe. And it's a real throwback homage, kind of almost parody as well, of all the Friday the 13th and serial killer horror films. Oh, but it's cool. like comedy. Yeah, right? right, but it's done in a way. It's actually, sorry, it's comedy, but it's actually quite. It's got some really good frights. What's it well. called? Final the Final Girls. Final Girls. So the the worst name in the world, right? <laughs> right on that list of things I need to see because that's yeah. something I should see. Yeah, no, you'll like it. So yeah, it's the worst name in the world, which why which is why no one's ever heard of it, right? But it's all about the the. It's actually called the final. Sorry, the story is about the final girl, 
but in this case, it could be sure. girls. Anyway, uh, who's the lasting female in the in the horror movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but it actually has um, Nina Dobre, uh, Taser Famiga, who's Vera's daughter, yeah, and Adam Devine. Oh, Devine, sorry. Devine, I know. Yeah, yeah, he's from like Pitch Perfect, and you know, you know, he's got a Netflix thing out. Yeah, yeah. He's funny, you know. Anyway, but the way they do this is the the horror film. It's cheap budget, but it looks really good. It's got some really cool little things in it, and I'm recommending this for people who like horror comedy and Friday the Thirteenth. Definitely watch it if you like those two things. If you don't, stay away. Yeah, I'm in. Cool. Uh, I watched Annihilation. Yep. Which is uh, Natalie Portman yeah. and um, Alex Garland. Yeah. Okay. So this is in, this is an interesting film. This is the one where Paramount have released it theatrically in the US, but have gone globally. Sorry, that's a minute. That's a minute up. Um, just to go by your rules. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> you're a cock. I, I was about to say something so important that <laughs> couldn't change the, the human race. <laughs> <laughs> and you cock-blocked me again. <laughs> no, Annihilation was released in uh, North America theatrically and then globally Netflix. It's a, a literally a first. Now, yeah. it grossed about $30 million in the US and Netflix paid $50 million for the rights for um, for streaming. Yeah. For their streaming. Million. Yeah, streaming platform. Wow. Like yeah. the money they must oh, be making. Throwing. Well, yeah, they're making a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked it out. Their their acquisition budget is six billion dollars per annum. Is it raining? Sorry, I just is yeah, it raining? raining? Yeah, it oh, ra- wow. occasionally yeah. rains. Nice. Why don't you rain on my parade next time? I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wait, so this I was, this you asked you... a question, I was answering it. Sorry, this episode, this is what you're dealing with, just so you know. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, yeah, no, their, uh, their acquisition budget is um, $6 billion per annum. Yeah, yeah, right. Which means that they make, I think they're spending like 10 or 15% on their acquisitions, which means they're making $600 billion. <laughs> It's just yeah. insane. Something like that. Anyway, um, maybe it's $60 billion. My, my math is a bit off. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm a couple know. of beers in. What do you want? Yeah. What do, what do, what do, what do you want? <laughs> um, anyway, so moving on. Um, anyway, no, it's good. I, I, Sorry. I didn't mind it. It's a slow sci-fi. Think Solaris. Think Contact. Think uh, Arrival. That's kind of what you're oh watching. Oh, my God. No wonder after 10 minutes I stopped it and thought, I don't yeah. know if I can go through yeah. this. So that's what you're watching. However, the last act is really good if you're still there. <laughs> it's funny. like uh, Contact, all those things, the name lends itself to something being slow. Annihilation. Yeah, you want... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think no. Edge of Tomorrow. Sort yeah, of style. no, no. You're not getting yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. No. no. Um, right. But yeah, look, the, the payoff is pretty good, but you've got to get to the end. Um I watched uh, Red Sparrow with uh, Jennifer Lawrence, directed by Francis Lawrence. Uh, we will do a hopefully a proper review on that yeah, of some sort. Yeah, yeah. So we'll leave that. But yeah. um, all in all, positive for me. Yep, go see it. Yep, yep uh, Sean's the same. Cool. Uh, I also watched Belko Experiment, which finally turned up on Netflix. I actually yeah, gave it a go. Yeah, which I think I might have spoken about earlier in other episodes. But, yeah. Um, I was saying. Directed by Greg McLean, who did Wolf Creek. Yeah. Written by Jay, um, Jamie Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Volume 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, so James Gunn. High concept. I love it. Yeah, high concept. The only thing with this film, and I'll just quickly talk about it, is be careful watching it because it's it's quite a nasty film and it doesn't really have a lot of 
black even black humor for me or comic relief it's just this is an experiment this is this is what would happen in blah 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 and it's like r-rated horror yeah yeah there's no redeeming qualities no. in this movie no yeah. and um so it's quite edgy in that way so just be careful on the approach of watching this film yeah you're not watching something fun um oh hang on i thought it was fun sorry Fun as in humorous. You know. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, it's yeah. pretty straightforward, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> there are guns, there are heads, there is blood. Yeah, there that's, is blood. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, and wrapping up, I'm also working through the Mission Impossibles in time for MI6 Fallout. And I started at Mission Impossible 3 um, straight up because I've seen one and two heaps. Oh, right, yeah. Um, sure. And 3 was directed by J.J. Abrams. And it's a bloody good film. Mm. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a great opening scene. Oh, I great. think that's what my memories of it. Yeah. Are. But the whole film is really, really good. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to going on to Ghost Protocol yeah. and then Rogue Nation before Fallout comes out. Love Good Villain. Um, opening scene, 4-3, mm. with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. He sort of announced himself to me. He's been great in other films before that, by the way, obviously. But that is when he uh, it reached out to my heart because mm. I love a good villain. And uh, the world does. The world loves a good villain. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, We're doing just... a top five villain soon, surely. Oh, man. Yeah. So good. Anyway, that's pretty much, pretty much been my month. There's been plenty of others in between, but uh, I think we should move on to um, trailers. What do you want to talk about with the trailers? All right, I'm going to tell you. You ready? Yeah. See how I got that notebook? That's not the notebook at all. <laughs> Here we go. It's on this note. It's, it's on my notepad. Here we go. I saw Infinity War. Yes. <clears throat> Avengers, right? Infinity War. Huge. That scene where Thanos throws his punch at Captain America. Yeah. Because, you know, let's not beat around a bush here. We all know that this is Captain America's last film. Well, I want to talk about that. Good. And that's actually in news. Oh. It happened as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But no, right. let's. But, but but that particular scene, with that knowledge that I have, as mm. believing that he's this is the last one that he's going to be involved with, um, that was upsetting. It was it was really nice. Like upsetting is was wrong. Uh, I had tears. It was sentimental. That's the better word. Mm. Just that moment. And I never thought that I would ever become sentimental over a Captain are you, America moment. Are you talking about when Thanos, um, or Thanos, <laughs> when Thanos uh, punches Iron Man? No. Tony Stark? He goes to throw his punch at uh, yeah, Captain, Captain America, America and captures it. And he catches it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just that there. Yeah. And, and there's a look between the both of them of Thanos going, oh, this guy's just caught my punch. You know, he's a yeah. human being, really. Like, yeah. That's what he looks like. And then... The, the strain on the face of Captain America, knowing that this is, he gives his life to things, you know? Yeah. Like Tony, oh my God, going to nerd territory here, like they're real characters, but Tony Stark, you know, he's a playboy. He gives money to things and, and whatnot. And all the others have well, other reasons. This guy, he's the American hero, you know, he does yeah. it for justice and whatever. And you, I want to believe in that. So sure. this moment is, it, it encapsulates a lot of those feelings. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Um, James Gunn tweeted during the week that uh, he's seen the film Director of Guardians and said it's incredible. Now we've, yeah, you know, we've we've heard this before pre pre release yeah, of, of films. Yeah, sounds good. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. And I mean, I mean, of course, we're all in. We all saw yeah, we're all in. Yeah, you see all the Marvel films. It'll probably be the movie. biggest um, comic adaptation of all time. I think it'll probably do yeah. bigger than Avengers one and two. Uh, obviously, the challenges are. 
um, loads of different characters. Yeah, it's like, how, how I think it's like it? 23 or 30 or something characters, yeah. you know. So that's going to be a challenge. Yeah, it's very difficult. But mm. um, let, let's hope that they get it right. So what are your theories on the uh, Soul Stone? So we all know where the other stones are pretty much, you know. One's in Vision's head and blah, blah, blah. Sure. He's already got a couple. Um, one's with um, uh, Del Toro's character. So the Soul Stone's a big mystery. There's a bit of a, like, wh where is this, like, the fifth, I think it's fifth stone? Oh, I don't have any no? theories with that. Yeah, no. I, I, I go into these films because I want to be fresh. I don't try and read up too much about it. Okay. The only things that I'll talk about are things that are sort of thrown in your face and are there. But I just want to go in and go, oh, that's yeah. where it is. <laughs> you know, like, and, and not have any preconceived ideas. What about yeah. you? Well, I mean, look, you know, I, there's a lot of theories going around and um, one of them has got to do with uh, Thor and um, his uh, – was one of the characters who was uh, blind in, in a flashback in Thor Ragnarok. Right. And that could be like he, his eyes. That's one theory. Is uh, sorry, if Thor was blind? Or no, else so was... even though Thor has lost an eye in Thor, yeah. in one of the flashbacks in Ragnarok, one of the characters, who I can't recall who that is now, was seen like a quick flashback. Oh, was, was this... like no eyes. and Maybe it was this in the um, explanation of the battle. Remember, like there's a, and you see the Green Lantern. Yeah, may Lantern. maybe. Um, Green Lantern's not just the yeah, anyway, I'm confusing yeah. my... Things here because I watched Justice League and Thor literally over the weekend <laughs> with my boys. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we're the wrong people to be talking conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's sitting there. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. So Infinity War uh, trailer for um, the Ewan McGregor version of Pooh. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's called. I think it's just called Pooh. No, it's not called Pooh. Um, basically, uh, it doesn't matter what it's called. Because I've called it... Winnie um, the Pooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I've called it um, Hello, Christopher Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Based on, obviously, um, uh, everything that happened around with that movie. You're not helping out. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think, I I'm looking it up. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, it's my, it's, it's my problem, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, goodbye, Christopher Robin. And yeah, so, this, this, so yeah. this one is just called Christopher Robin. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to call it Hello, Christopher Robin. Yeah. Uh, because Welcome goodbye, back. Because Christopher Robin, uh, Goodbye, Christopher Robin was obviously a, a really great film that I picked up at the movie shop the other day. Um, didn't do much at the cinema, really. No. And uh, it was all about how it was created, how, how the characters uh, were created and how the, the writer um, you know, used his son, Christopher Robin, as a, um, as a subject You're and right. how it affected his life. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing this now. It's a perfect time for it to come out yeah. because you have an understanding. If you, if, if you want to see this film with Ewan McGregor called Christopher Robin, go back and see Goodbye, Christopher Robin. With uh, Domhnall Gleeson, yeah? Yeah. And Margot Robbie. And Margot Robbie. Mm. Go and see that just because it gives you a real great foundation for why Christopher Robin, I have no doubt in this film, will not want to see Pooh. Okay. And I'm hoping that's the way they go. Okay. Because if they don't, and it's just a sort of Ted or uh, Paddington where it's accepted and well, it's, it, that's too much. Well, I'd like to move on to more sentimental things like the trailer for Cobra Kai. That was my, <laughs> that was my third one. Oh, nice. That was my third one. Oh, my gosh. And I uploaded it to our social account. Oh, yeah, cool. 
Did you not see that? Yeah, I did, actually. Um, yeah, so this is the only thing that will probably get me to sign up to YouTube Red. <laughs> I think I won't. Nostalgia. No? I'm going to sign up to you. Uh, no. Fuck off. So like, you're not going to watch it then? Well, it'll come out somewhere else because they'll have to. Yeah, because, yeah, maybe. Yeah. The YouTube people of today generally are not going to be rushing to see this thing. So they're going to have to make money elsewhere, much like Annihilation needed to make yeah, money yeah. elsewhere. They're yeah. going to all turn to some other platform. And I hope so because I don't really want to sign up to YouTube, Red, because YouTube shits me. Well, and well, that's the, an interesting thing. That's another chat, isn't it? Um, mm. But all of the things, even on Netflix, still come out to DVD. A lot of them. Still well, a lot of DVD. them, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I imagine they'll probably bring this out to mm. DVD as well. Anyway, what did you uh, think of the trailer? Oh, I can't wait. I think I, think I wrote, uh, you know, look, it doesn't matter about what they write with this film. As long as they throw in loads of references to the 80s films, yeah. then after it's finished, I can put my pants back on. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Karate Kid and this is like <laughs> a, this is like a, you know, 20 years later or whatever. Now, uh, maybe a lot of our listeners are a bit younger than us, perhaps. Maybe. But um, I can tell you. At the age of 13, I watched Karate Kid, number one. Yeah. At the age of 15, I went to George Street C- uh, Cinema in Sydney. Yeah. I was a ca- camera boy. Yeah. Travelled up and watched Karate Kid 2. These uh, are important yeah. films for me. Yeah. They meant so much. And I was also doing martial arts at the time. And, man, like, it doesn't get more nostalgic for me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keen. I, I know it's going to be really bad. Yeah. I don't care. It, it, but that's what I'm saying. It. it it doesn't need to be good. It just needs to have references to the yes. early films yes. that they dot throughout it and then you can just get along. Season two will be a struggle because you've done all your references. <laughs> Unless they do season one references to the first film, Karate season Kid. two references yeah. to the second film. Anyway, that's going too far. Um, but what I loved about watching Karate Kid again, the the original, because... Oh, you did that recently? Or? My, yeah, my wife showed um, the... Uh, Jackie Chan version mm-hmm. to them and I was like no 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 if they're going to the watch reboot? that they're going to watch the original. original so I sat down with them look look. I became aware through the film that I had to fast forward through a lot of dr- dramatic scenes because they are five and three years old yeah. they're not going to get what's going on it's boring Yeah, I, I wanted to watch it all because I love it but I, I, I got them into all the iconic scenes and I still got what was going on they were running around throwing the cane crick cane oh, kick sorry no way I got it wrong there. Crane kick. Yeah, crane kick. <laughs> uh, Say that ten times. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, still today, if you went up to to my oldest, even my youngest, and said, "Show me the crane kick or the karate kick kick," they would still go into that iconic pose of yeah. putting their arms left or right and, of you. You know, me as a martial artist, it's it's the most ridiculous thing from a defense <clears throat> or attack offensive attack I've ever seen. Sure. doesn't matter. It's yeah. the most iconic move yeah. in the history of film. And as a father, there's nothing better than explaining to your son why painting a fence and washing a car <laughs> is good for defending yourself. <laughs> because they were asking yeah. questions. Because they were becoming bored in that part. I went, no, 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 no. no hang no. on. So I paused the film. I sat down and said, let's make the movements. Oh, uh, no way, up, you did it for up, real. Wax on, wax off. <clears throat> and then and, you started throwing punches and at I, them. I, 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 with all my might, you know. <laughs> and they defended it. <laughs> no, uh, no I, I explained to them why, you know, uh, how defending certain things would make the movement or washing a car or, you know. Uh, well, you see it in the film, right, later on. 
yeah, yeah. So, so, so it was great. It was, it was wonderful. It was a nice moment for us as a family. <laughs> and at the end of it, the last scene, they, they loved it. They really loved it. They really did, you know. Um, so I, I showed them the trailer. Classic. I showed them the trailer, five and a three-year-old to Cobra Kai. Oh, okay. And they were all in, man, like because of the 80s references. Because it starts off showing that, that, yes. uh, that yeah. iconic kick that you mentioned. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to uh, bag that TV show out, but I still want to watch it. Uh, just quickly on to Deadpool 2, released another trailer. Yeah. It's trailer 2, which I don't like watching, but I couldn't help you it. You kind of have to. They're oh, kind exactly. of their own events, aren't they? I know, right? And But it was so good. It was still so bloody good. <laughs> I can't wait. From the guys who bought, <laughs> from the studio that bought you Devil 20, Wears Prada. 27 dresses. 27 dresses. <laughs> like, hello. I saw that just and genius. I thought that, that is another level. That yeah, because right it's true. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's brilliant. Yeah. But anything is true. You could have Schindler's List and put, you know, from yeah. the studio brought you, I, I, know, I don't know, right? Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. knows? I don't know what, what they brought. Yeah. And we, we pulled out uh, X-Men characters that are young enough to be able to handle, you know, 12 or 13 more f- of their own franchise films or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. <laughs> Everything is just ripping down fourth wall and mm. that, I love it. So good. So good. Now, here's the thing I wanted to mention about this. Is um, Josh Brolin plays the villain uh, Cable, yeah. obviously in Deadpool two, and is also playing Thanos in Avengers. Like, hello, how's how good's that double villain <laughs> in the two biggest films of the year, pretty much? Yeah, that's weird. And right? also in the Goonies. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but that's why, right? But because he was in the Goonies, that's why Spielberg he's become, has just shown him through. Yeah, yeah. That's, because he was in the Goonies, it only makes sense that he plays a double villain <laughs> in the two biggest films in two thousand and eighteen. Oh. I just couldn't believe it. It's so amazing. <laughs> he And I was talking to a friend at work and, and we we're talking about it saying, well, even if he never makes another film again after this, he'll be able to go to comic cons for the rest of his life yeah. as Thanos or Cable and, and get 20 bucks an autograph oh, or whatever. I'm sure there are other characters <laughs> throughout his life that you could possibly use as well. But those are the sure, two that you could just rely on, 100%. right? 100%. Yeah. The last one I want to talk about is The Spy Who Dumped Me. Have you seen this? Uh, no. Right. So it's a comedy. Think um, it's very – think Heat, Sandra Bullock oh, okay. and, and uh, Melissa oh, McCarthy. Oh, right, right. That right. Heat. Yeah, that Heat. It's something, isn't it? It's not just Heat. The Heat. The, yeah. Oh, The so, Heat. Right. Or Spy. You know, that's that yeah. kind of comedy that we're talking about, yeah, right? Anyway. Yeah, sure. But – so it's obviously parroting the spy genre as well, but yeah. with two girls. Yeah. And the two girls are Kate McKinnon, Ka-Ching, yeah. and Mila Kunis. Kaching, right? I'm out. Unusual. I'm in. I'm, I'm completely out. Kunis, in. Kunis, I'm out. I'm I just watched um, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall again the other day. Yeah, I watched that not long ago. Yeah, it was on TV like yesterday. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. Ah, uh, the movie or her in that movie? Her, I just her. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm cool. I'm keen. Okay. Anyway, but more importantly, probably is Kate McKinnon, and yeah, uh, yeah and they're just sending like they're literally hopeless, and you know they they're sending up the whole. They're not really spies, and anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. check it out. It's funny. I'm, oh, I'm, I like her. She's I good. I think it'll be yeah. good. She's good enough to go to get me to go in. Yep, I'm in. And that is the trailer. <laughs> awesome, everybody. Well, uh, we are uh, actually in a new uh, little recording studio today. We are sitting in what we call the library. Um, yeah, it's like Studio Three. Yeah, Studio Three. Um, Allows a lot more space. Yeah, it's you know relaxing. Like currently, I got my feet up. I'm sitting back on a double yeah. couch. Yeah, <laughs> it's too much. I'll wake him up if he falls asleep. It's too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we're about to move into our next segment, 
One you've been waiting for for 110 minutes. <laughs> no way. News. Dot, dot. It happens. News. It happens. What do you got? What do you got? Well, what do you got? I'll keep it pretty, pretty short. Like a lot's happened. However, let's look <laughs> at the highlights. So we've already talked about this one a little bit, uh, and that is um, officially you, – you mentioned before, but I don't know whether you know this part, and that is officially Chris Evans, yeah, who plays Chris Captain Evans. America, yeah. is uh, done with Captain America after Avengers 4 which is part two of Infinity Wars. There's a part two to Infinity Wars? Well, there always was, right? Oh. But they just haven't come up with a name for it yet. Okay. So Infinity Wars is always a part one. Uh, so think of it as an Empire Strikes Back. There'll be a lot of things that are unanswered. You know, there'll be probably a few people who may be killed or maybe not. You know what I mean? A few heroes. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, again, some of the podcasts I listen to, uh, they were saying that they believe he would be killed in this episode. Yeah, I'm not sure about. Well, I'm not sure about that. I I think that um, he will be killed off in four, in part two, or whatever the name is for yeah, Avengers. Right. Well, I mean, if, if it says that he's still to part four, but maybe he's in flashbacks or something. Maybe, or, yeah, yeah. Because it, I mean, as a, I would like to see him killed off in this, and then obviously it's about the, like, forget saving the world. It's about revenge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the true. Revenges. Yeah, so it could be the Empire with the hand cut off or whatever. But look. I think um, one thing that Avengers, sorry, one thing that Marvel hasn't done, and that is they haven't risked yet killing people off. The only superhero they've killed off, to my knowledge, is Quicksilver. Yeah, right. In Avengers 2. In Avengers 2. Right? That's it. But I was expecting some a body count in Civil War, to be honest. Yeah. And it wasn't. There wasn't, you know. Um, so I think at some stage they've got to start killing some of these heroes off for the new wave and the new phase coming through. Isn't it hard though? Balancing story yeah. versus business. Because in yeah. a comic book series, you could kill off somebody and then somehow bring them back in their own strand. Yeah. doesn't matter how. You could just bring them back because you know, people are either going to read it or they're not. But there's, movies are too much in your face. Well, you think of like people like Tony Stark – who probably isn't interested in an Iron Man 4, sorry, Robert Downey Jr. However, they bring him back in a small capacity in Spider-Man Homecoming. Brilliant. Mm. Absolute brilliant, right? So if they kill him off in Avengers 3 or 4, yeah. they can't do that anymore as just a cameo or extended cameo in some other new villain, uh, sorry, uh, superhero they're, re, uh, they're creating, yeah. like Captain Marvel, for example, you know, whatever. Yeah. However, my prediction is this. Yeah. I really think um, both Cap A and um, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man will, will die in, in, in three and or four, yeah. Avengers three or four, but then they'll be replaced with other versions of, you know, of uh, Cap and, uh, and Iron Man. So that brings up an interesting point. If they do replace, say not Iron Man, because Iron Man is all the money involved and all that sort of stuff. But if they do True. replace Captain America, and that, that was through a lot of juice early on, you know, it's a, spit, a particular type of juice, right? Yes. Well, what? that's the thing. I mean, I'm not, I don't really understand the origins of the characters well enough to know whether there is another iteration of Tony, uh, of Iron Man. I know there is of Spider-Man, of course. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Captain America, but why couldn't they just create their own army of Captain Americans? 
Americans. Well, there are. <laughs> you well, know. I, I don't think he was the only one, right? No, no, not at all. But I'm just saying if they and, can replace him now, then... And maybe Iron Man can live on just through all the suits that he's created and yeah, a combination of Jarvis. You gotta, you know, it's like buying an expensive car. If you, if someone gave you a, th- a three hundred thousand dollar, I don't know what, a Bugatti, let's say, a bit more you, than that, but yeah. you could drive that. You could until the first time it broke down, <laughs> and you can never <laughs> afford the service. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon Tony Tony Stark will become the Jarvis. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'd yeah. like to see that. Yeah. And I think that wouldn't it, uh, rather than maybe another Iron Man, would it not be the um, what's the war machine? War machine, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And, and he takes over that sort of stuff because the government pays for everything. And sure, I mean, I don't think his character is dynamic enough to really hold. Like, for example, his but, own uh, movie. Uh, what I'm or... saying is that the, the government would pay yeah. for something like War Machine, who um, they already pay for now. Imagine oh God, that, RDJ, <laughs> RDJ just kind of phone, literally phoning in audio for Avengers 6 or something as Jarvis. $6 million. Yeah, yeah, just, a, hello, can anyone hear me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your flight is ready to, for takeoff. <laughs> Turn left. $5 million. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's that. Uh, let's uh, watch that space, I guess. We'll, we'll soon mm. know a little bit more come April 27, I think, Man, uh, Avengers 3 is up. We have to see it together, right? Like it's got to be an event. Yeah, Unless we should you see do it a, early. We should course. do a live uh, recording and get arrested for it or something. We could do a audio recording. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Right. Uh, I always like give, doing a uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood update. Of course, yeah. One of my most awaited films, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> so uh, a little bit has happened since we last spoke. Yeah. Uh, so Margot Robbie has officially signed on to play Sharon Tate. Oh. Yeah. So, so she's so she's the Drew Barrymore of Scream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, it well, it depends on how where they focus. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what I know a little bit in a sec. But yeah, so now we have uh, Margot Robbie official, um, and obviously he's got Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and um, they're the three that are absolutely yeah. signed on. We've Huge. talked about rumors of Al Pacino and that kind of thing, but we're not sure about that. Sure. But essentially, Leo is a. Um, uh, a washed-up uh, Western actor, uh, his mate Brad Pitt, who's a stuntman. Yep. He's stuntman, and they're in they're in '69 LA, uh, and they happen to befriend Sharon Tate, yeah, as a friend. You yeah. know, as a neighbor, basically. Uh, and then who knows what happens from there? There's no trailers well, or anything at the moment. No, so God no. no. They haven't even started filming. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a God. 2019 uh, release, so yeah, but oh, yeah. Not many films tick the box like that for I'm me. In. I'm in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in too. Um, the other one I wanted to talk about quickly is uh, um, SXSW, which is the uh, yeah. South by Southwest Film Festival. So that has just wrapped up in um, Austin, Texas. Yeah. Uh, and that's every an annual film festival. And uh, I like to look at this and other film festivals because you see all the um, releases of the moment and how they're reviewing and, and what's kind of rising to the top and so forth sure. and so on yeah. with critics and, and um, audiences. So um, some of the standout films out of the um, South by Southwest were A Quiet Place, okay, uh, which yeah. was Emily Blunt and directed yeah. by John Kaczynski. That's the one we spoke about last episode. Yeah. I really look forward so, to, to that. You know, people are calling this like like terrifying. Oh yes. You know, just real, but but also very very well made, great script, yeah. um, really original. So yeah, very fantastic. Very, yeah, yeah I can't, can't wait. wait. 
Uh, so that's getting uh, really good reviews. Ready Player One is getting really good reviews. Really? Yeah. And it, it's been called A Rollicking of Adventure and Spielberg is back from a uh, uh, blockbuster adventure point of view because it's been a while since he's done yeah. something that's really, you know, I mean, you can't... Well, so much so that I don't trust that I can watch this film and enjoy it. Yeah. That's how far he's fallen for me. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Indy 4 was obviously a, a shocker, but that, I reckon I actually put more blame on that with uh, on to uh, George Lucas. Um, yeah. It was his script. He wanted to go the alien route. Oh, and, yeah, of course just, he did. Yeah. So, as off topic a little bit, um, uh, Spielberg's very next film will be Indiana Jones 5. Now, as much as people go, uh-huh, which I do a little bit, yeah. I actually kind of get it. I reckon, I think that Spielberg wants to redeem himself a little bit yeah. from 4 going, hang on, there's still a good film here yeah. to be told. And I th- I'm feeling that a little no, bit. No, yeah. great. Uh, look, Indiana films, I'm sort of in. Like, yeah, things like The Mummy. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love those types of Anyway, adventures. Ready Player One, with the strong reviews coming out, I'm in. I'm, in, I'm back in. I, I was dousing it. I was just not on that page. I'm going to let you watch it. Okay. And then, and, and that's not just saying I don't want to watch. I actually really want to. Of course I want good films. Why do I want bad films? Yeah. So I want you to see it and tell me, yeah, you've got to go. I just don't think the trailer can communicate the fun ride that it would be the way they've done it or something. Something's missing, but clearly the film delivers. Like there's been multiple uh, critics and audience going, yeah, awesome. Like a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, especially 80s throwbacks. Oh my and, God, fingers crossed then that yeah. uh, there's another good one. So that's good. And the last one coming out of, um, which we've spoken about tonight, uh, out of the uh, film festival is Blockers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's uh, been called a righteous sex comedy. Um yeah, so... Uh, that looks good. Yeah. Uh, and and you, you were about to say something before about what's-his-face. Uh, John Cena? Yeah, John Cena. Uh, he's well, apparently he's really good in this film. Yeah. Like he's, he holds holds up. Oh, good. He's uh, only I, ever done, um, you know, big parts in Daddy's Home and that kind of thing. But, yeah. Um, and other than WWE films, but that's... <laughs> well, that throws up the other film that I sort of mentioned before with uh, Tag. Which is the uh, I should have brought it in the trailer yes. section, but I mean it's good enough to talk about right yeah. now because you know it's 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 based loosely based on a true story of a bunch of friends who yep. who who uh, over thirty years every uh, particular tag. month <laughs> they run around playing tag. Like yeah. I'm talking about the kids in the schoolyard tag. That's what we're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Just you're it. Tip. You're uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Tip. You're it. Um. And uh, what's the is it Jeremy Renner? Yeah, um, which is an unusual cast in yeah. itself, right? But he plays the guy who has never been tagged. Yeah. Through all the series, he's never. And, and, and the, the hilarious thing of all of this is every time someone goes to tag him, he goes into like a super slow yeah, mo Matrix style, <laughs> yeah, man, you know, slow mo To evade yeah. the capture. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it's such a simple thing, but. And what was based on a true story, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Who else is in that again? Um, who are the oh. other players? Gosh, I can't remember. God, they're all famous, right? <laughs> it was yeah. a very quick trailer, yeah. Yeah, who is it? Like, look that up. up. But uh, it, it, what, what I liked about it was the, uh, the wedding. So there was the, like, some dudes about to say, I do. And then you just see <laughs> the, one of his mates running down the aisle because this game is more important than anything else in their life. Yeah. Yeah, it's great cast. Um, <laughs> Ed Helms. Jake Johnson, Isla Fisher, Rashida Jones, uh, John Hamm, yes, yeah, Jeremy Renner, 
Leslie Bibb. Yeah, it's it's the yeah. crew. They're all they're, everyone in there. You know from yeah so many other films. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't say it's all star cast, but it's definitely an all cast. <laughs> That's all I've got for um, news. It happens. <laughs> oh, he did it. He Everyone did it. missed that. And he closed it down. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, uh, we're about to move into uh, one of your favorite sections, people. One of your favorite sections. And that. Well, opinions vary, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some people going, that's shite. Shite impressions is shite. Shite impressions. <laughs> shite impressions. Shade impressions. Actually, I shouldn't give away my Irish accent. Yeah, no. <laughs> because uh, obviously this week was uh, St. Patrick's Day. It was. Yeah. Did you have a beer on St. Patrick's Day? I, I did actually and um, I had a couple of oh. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Now that's when you know that uh, if you're popping a beer, which you should never drink Guinness from a beer, but in Australia we don't have a whole lot of choice. So Sean's just cracked open a Guinness uh, for St. Pat's Day. Yeah, so... I love it. I'm pouring it now because we've got to wait about 10 minutes for it to settle. To settle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to that. But uh, basically, Shite Impressions is all about us doing Shite Impressions. <laughs> yeah, doing impressions really bad. <laughs> really badly. But the thing is, we have a lot of fun with it because yeah, I've yeah. always grown up with things like Jim Carrey and whatnot. And I love to put on Jim Carrey's accent and characters we've all tried to be a character before yeah so doing an impression of somebody and we know we're bad like there's some wonderful impressionists out there who i love watching actually like on youtube and the like but hey it's all about fun it's it's later in the night we've had a few beers yeah we have a guinness waiting for us and and, but what have we learned from shot impressions and and i think the thing is is that we've (laughs) learned that shit of all the people that always sit there and, you know, we will say, oh, we're really good at impression. I can do, oh, you know what? No, it's because we're doing Irish accents. I, I, I can do a Scottish one. You know, right. but I'm not going to do it now because <coughs> I'm going to cough. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. We're having a crack. To all those people out there, we're, yeah, we're having a crack. Exactly. Yeah, we're having a we're crack. We're having a go. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. I really, like, fun for me. I yeah, well, I, I think our listeners probably hate this segment, but we have a good time. So, unfortunately, you can always just keep skipping 10 seconds if you don't want to listen to it. Yeah. But. Oh, that's the second Guinness. That sounded yeah, like it had potatoes. <laughs> there are loads of uh, potatoes. You know what? Carbs. We shouldn't go there. That, that's not nice. And one of the reasons uh, in Shite Impressions this week, I wanted to do um, one line in an Irish accent of a character from a film. Oh, yeah. Is because... Oh, I know where you're going to go. I, of course, I watch a lot of John Oliver. And in his major sort of rant, he throws in a little sort of side bit rant. Oh, okay. And most of the side bit rant is called This Week. And and basically This Week, and it shows CNN, Fox, or whatever the news they in, the, the things that they do. And because St. Patrick's Day was on, everyone, he was just cutting to all the different channels going, top of the morning to you. How are your little lucky charms? And like, they're just, like, it is the most racist thing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's all they know. That's all they can do. They all do the same thing over and over again. And I yeah. thought, what can we bring <laughs> that is different? To I went this. straight to potatoes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing. The poor Irish. I love the Irish accent. Oh, man, I'm Irish. What are you talking about? It's one. Well, you wouldn't hear it. You I wouldn't, one of those you wouldn't know it. But 
You're a McDonald, mate. You you are a Scottish no, no. person, if I've ever heard. No, well, here's the thing. My, well, you were Irish and you fled to Scotland. My mother's side is Scottish heritage yeah. and my father's side is Irish. So, uh, heritage. What? That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Cray cray in the hay hay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, because you have the background of the Irish uh, family. Yeah. And uh, I think you should go first with your. Oh, we're going to do one line each just oh, from. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so it's a, a tribute. A tri- it's an yeah. absolute tribute. It's not the greatest song in the world, but it's a tribute. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to go straight to uh, my favorite uh, personality in Conor McGregor. <laughs> you can't go past that, really. Yeah, fine. With Irish, so uh, and technically he's been in his own film, the documentary. Yes. Therefore, he qualifies. Yeah, notorious, which was uh, very cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm I'm pretty shit at the Irish accent. I'll I'll have a I'll have a crack. You'll do fucking nothing. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> no, but the thing is, you'll like, do you... fucking nothing. If you if you did that, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> You'll do fucking nothing. Oh, that's good. Have you got, have you got any others? Because because uh, I've thought of a second one, which is a fighting one. Can I just go sure, one for banter, one? Yeah. yeah. And it's it, it's from uh, that was good. I like it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah yeah. It's from Creed. Mm. It's my because I just thought of it then because it's one of my favorite things that the guy says and all time. It's English, isn't it? Yeah yeah. Oh, cause it's completely in English. Yeah. But it's an Irish accent. I thought it was English. It's a false creed. I thought that was like uh, uh, like Manchester. He was born in... Really? i got to yeah. look that up because to yeah, me I it was so. Irish. No. <laughs> Maybe it's Northern England. Uh, yeah. You know what? You fuck know you, you just came you know back what? from... No. Fuck no. you. Fuck you all. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> You're no fucking nothing. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was Northern Irish. Northern, <laughs> Northern Irish. Northern English as yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just come back from that country. Uh, okay, I'll stop. Okay. So what are we here for with uh, Shite Impressions? Wait, I've got one. Oh. oh I've got sorry. an actual one. <laughs> that was just throwing an extra one uh, in. Don't fucking skip past what I think. Uh, hey, I've got a Brad try- Pitt from folks, Snatch, man. I was trying to move on, but yeah. no, this, is worth, this is worthy. It's my only so thing Irish Gypsy, got. Brad Pitt in Snatch. I want to get my carry around a parangle. I'm sorry? <laughs> I want to get my mom carry around a parangle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I love about him is because that's the whole point of him in that film. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Besides him being He's, awesome and yeah, good looking and all that. You cannot stuff. understand a word he says in that whole entire film. How good is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the classic. That dogs. Uh, what was that? That dogs. <laughs> I think he said you like dogs. Yeah. And what's the other one? I, I, he was saying before, you know, uh, I want to get my mar a caravan in Perinka Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, it still sounds like it's made up. <laughs> um, and then he has the one where there's all the hairs and uh, running around and all that sort of stuff. And oh my God, just watch the movie. Yeah. I can't help it. Just watch the movie. Right, let's go watch it now. Can we go? Yeah. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, no, why are we here, Jay? Why are we here? What are we doing? Well, you know, there's a uh, there's a few characters in in movie history and none more uh, iconic and charismatic as the fellow Christopher Walken. Yeah, so we're gonna do a bit of Christopher Walken tonight, and Christopher Walken. For those who don't know, are in films such as Seven Psychopaths, Hairspray, Catch Me If You Can, one of my favourites, A Deer Hunter from the eighties. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 sorry, seventies. 
Um, yeah. And it was even in Eddie the Eagle. Mm. So, and a uh, load more. And a load more. Oh, and a million yeah, more, yeah. yeah. But I want to save a few of mine for my, my uh, right. shite impression. Well, you went first last time. Do you want yeah. me to go first? Oh, this please. Time? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I find this guy really hard to do. Well, not now, that I can do one, but. You just know because uh, during our little break in segment that we have, you know, um, I <laughs> looked up <laughs> what I was going to say and I wrote it down with. A thick black texter, which my writing is terrible anyway. So you kind of read your own impression. Reading my own writing is not great. Um, And this one's from um, uh, uh, Meet Joe Dirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, David Spade. uh, You're thinking of Meet Joe Black with Brad Pitt? I was. was. Yeah. Um, David Spade. And Kid Rock was in it as well. Yes. Yes. And. Christopher Walken plays a sort of um, fatherly figure of um, Joe Dirt. Take it away. Hey, you're talking to my guy all wrong. Talk to him again and I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. (laughs) That's right. Oh, no. I I can can feel it on the way. I was losing it. No, no, I liked it. Yeah, there was... It was close to Star Trek and Yoda, yeah. but like we've talked about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the thing with Walken is that you can fall into a oh. bit of a well, Yoda, maybe, but definitely a Star Trek. Yeah, definitely. Captain's uh, log. What's his face? We keep forgetting his bloody name all the time. Captain uh, Kirk. That's all I yeah, need to say. Yeah, Captain Kirk. Captain yeah. Kirk. <laughs> you fall under Captain Kirk. Starlog. Fifteen sixty-five. Random down to the nearest yeah, decimal yeah. point. And anyone can do that and it seems to come off. But yeah. Christopher Walken, he has a little nuance that goes with oh, it. That, lots of, that yeah. borders on that. Yeah. But it's him. That's, that's what he, it's who he is. Mm. All right. What do you got? Uh, I'm going 1980 uh, Dogs of War. Oh. <laughs> so i got to um, preface this by saying a lot of his nuances hadn't really crept in by this stage, but I'm going to put them in there anyway. Is that why you chose it? <laughs> <laughs> It's just you've, basically you've got American accent. <laughs> In my jungle, you'd just be another asshole. Yeah, I can see what you did there. Oh, that was a pause. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there was a long pause before commentary from I Sean. Well, I was drinking. I was having a, a long drink. Uh, but I can see you've practiced that a lot, haven't you? No. You, um, no. Well, maybe really, a little bit. <laughs> Uh, All right, I've gone for a classic Pulp Fiction. It's when he's sitting down. Oh, Pulpy! It's when he's sitting down and explaining to uh, the young child of someone who's just been killed that this watch, which he's pulled out of his ass, is is now for this kid. And I can't do the whole thing because it's too long. So I've picked the part that I like the most. This watch is your birthright. He'll be damned if some slow, greasy yellow hands is going to get your... Oh, my God. No, I can't even oh, finish no, it. No, go. I can't. It was good. No, it's going all over the place. I No. It's because look look at that. The yeah. sentence isn't even written in one yeah. sentence. It drops down. You it comes back and then goes written. forward. Oh, my gosh. So you just tapped out. Oh, I did. You tapped out of shite impressions. Oh, I know. Yeah. And, and it's because uh, I didn't prepare. That's, that's Right. Okay. So what's the uh, moral of this story? Uh, you know what? 
You know what? He's, he's I'm going to smash his bottle and stab you on the fucking throat. He's about to glass me. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Well, I'll, I will um, lift the... Uh, <laughs> I will do it for the team. I would team. argue, but I know it's probably true. Yeah. So I'm going to go uh, Kings of New York 1990, oh. uh, directed by Abel Ferreira, who did Bad Lieutenant. Okay. Yeah. Not Gangs of New York. No. King, King of New York. Uh, so, okay. I thought about you every time I jerked off, dickhead. That's so Yoda. That is Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Because he doesn't have any sort of throat thing, right? No, he doesn't. Yeah. No, that's me coming off a cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. In the movie is like... I thought about you every time I jerked off, dickhead. Yeah. No, that's. I, I thought about you every time I jerked I, off. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Dickhead. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, you did it better than me. I, it's about the pause. You got to pause at the right time, yeah, and I, I guess that's much. the captain's yeah. log, right? The, the, look, the Star thing Trek. is, the reason why I'm really upset about this is because I count myself as a small impressionist of Chris Walken, like very small. Like, you know, yeah, just yeah. I'm able to sort of pull him out of the hat in general conversation. Yeah, pathetic is small. Yeah, yeah, But because I was reading, <laughs> I fucked it. Yeah, sometimes it's more, it's better to go natural. Now, he owns a couple of my favourite monologues. One you mentioned in the, the watch About in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, 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 unreal. That's great, yeah. Goes on forever. One that a lot of people wouldn't know. Uh, and that is with Brad Pitt in it as well. It's True Romance, right? Yeah, right. Which is uh, directed by Tony Scott, R.I.P., yeah. And written by Quentin Tarantino, by Tarantino. and stars everybody, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a scene with fucking Jackson. Yeah, and there's uh, Gary Oldman's in it, Brad Pitt's in it, as a stoner, uh, Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Anyway, there's a monologue between uh, Dennis Hopper, yeah, and Christopher Walken, and they talk about the Sicilians, Sicilians, and man, it is goes for about eight nine minutes, and it is the best. That's the best ever. <laughs> Just do yourself a favour. Either watch True Romance because yeah. you should, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very much a Tarantino flavour. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't want to or you can't get it, just go YouTube and Christopher Walken True Romance monologue and it'll come up and just the banter between him and Hopper is freaking <laughs> unreal. But it's, it's, it's better great. to watch it in the context of the, of the movie. But. Walken will one day be sorely missed. Like oh, when when yeah. he passes away because oh I just did a gra- oh I just did a great impression oh man that was my be- that was my best <laughs> he's underappreciated I feel with the yeah, mainstream I think so. audience I think you know? a little bit, yeah and the thing is that he has a, a a varied background and one of the things that he was great at uh, was um, did you see the is it Fat Boy Slim yeah, video where he's the, up and down the escalator dance. and he dances yeah, man he's got a real dancing background in that yeah. and he keeps it understated in this yeah. and it just is brilliant. It's one of the greatest music. I, I love music. Out of, I would watch a music video before I would watch a movie. Well, okay, fair enough. But he was also in Hairspray as well. I mean, yeah, yeah, he played the dad. Yeah, uh, the hu- the husband dad. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Christopher Walken is a great guy, and <laughs> I I think that we should appreciate him. That was. Almost a Joker Wait. from the Dark Knight, but <laughs> no, but I liked it. <laughs> uh, and next week we're doing Heath Ledger impressions. <laughs> Do you want to know how I got these scars? 
Um, <laughs> is he busted? Is he busted? <laughs> no, that was good though. No, up until the oh, no, yeah, up until the Joker uh, thing, that was great. Um, <laughs> and I recently watched uh, Seven Psychopaths, and he's unreal. Oh, yeah, in that. So that he's great. In that, yeah, 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 just just unreal. Um, and, and and one I don't want to miss is Welcome to the Jungle or Rundown, depending on what country you were in. Yeah, he was great in that. He was fantastic in that, playing off against the Rock. Yeah. I can't remember him in that. To be oh, honest. he's the bad guy. Right. The bad guy. <laughs> he was the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Walken was the bad guy. With Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Rock. And Sean William Scott. Scott. <laughs> he, he, he loved to throw a little bit of thunder and... So you can see, we, we've started the Guinness, oh people. We've started the Guinness. <laughs> oh, and the... Cheers. Cheers, mate. Oh. Happy St. Patrick's Day Happy for uh, a few days Day. ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 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 I, I don't even like oh, Guinness. Oh, man, that's so good. Oh, you don't? Sorry. You have to drink it. Uh, uh, it's I okay. waste my money. Yeah. It's fine. I need... <laughs> I prefer a dark beer over a Guinness. Oh, no, that... it's, to me, in Australia, uh, that's what Guinness is in a can. It's dark beer. It's not a Guinness. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I get. I get what you're saying there, but um, I just the Guinness needs a little infusion of, um, you know, like a sweetness of some kind. Well, I yeah, think. you can always go Guinness and black, which is a big thing mm-hmm. over in Europe. Black currant. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you me. throw a little uh, cordial in there yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, the yeah. juice, but the cordial. Yeah. Just so, the, they rim it around the bottom. But, they they rim it around the top. What do they do? They rim it. I don't mind bitter, <laughs> but that's almost too bitter for me. I love a black beer, dark beer. Like I love it. Yeah. But this one's not a dark beer. It's like a, just a real bitter, you know. Sometimes kind of, if someone serves you at a house, you've got to just drink it. It's okay. It's <laughs> kind of like a birthright <laughs> that your father you know, put I, up his ass. Yeah, the, the glasses <laughs> that you've, you've poured these in. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. All right, that's got to be it. Let's finish your segment. We're going to move on to hey. That's in my top five. Hey, that's in my top five. Hey, hey, that's in my top five. <laughs> that's in my top five, it is. <laughs> uh, man, you know what? We've been hanging for this section all week. <laughs> we have. Now, what, what's the, um, what's the uh, genre? What, what are the, uh, what's the subgenre or genre? Man, we've left it open this time. We're looking at, because yeah. uh, usually we do those subgenres. Little subby, but we're, yeah. looking at, we're looking at teen films. Yeah. In its and entirety. That can be, oh my God. I mean, that's open to so many. I know, types. right? And uh, I know that you struggled. I know I struggled. So look, it's in it's in line with uh, Love uh, Love Simon, which is about to come out theatrically. Yeah. Um, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, so we thought we'd just kind of tack it on the back of that. Have a look at the last 30, 40 years of teen films, and try and construct our top five and some honourables along the way. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One so, of the thing, oh, sorry. Yeah, go, yeah, go ahead, man. Well, one yeah. of the things I struggled with a little bit is there are true sub-genres or subcategories within this genre. And that yeah. is, you think about it this way, right? What is a teen film? Yeah. That's the uh, first question. We, we could say Scream is a teen film. Right. No, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I'm exactly, saying, right? right so yeah. what is a teen film? Well, for me, I looked at it as the teen Teens have to be around the central character, character or characters, right? So in Scream is a perfect example. Yeah. But Scream's a horror film. But it's a it's actually a teen horror film. 
yeah. know, it's a subgenre. So then you've got teen dramas and then you have teen, co- teen comedies. Oh, now, completely. most of them are known for teen comedies. Like yeah. when we think of teen, I yeah. think we think of teen comedies. And I'll go back to maybe the first one and hopefully none of us have this because that's why I'm saying this. Yeah. And there's something like um, Animal House. Sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. it's probably one of the first. Just, just um, it off. <laughs> oh, no, really? No. Um, <laughs> not yeah, not so, another teen movie? Scratch it off. <laughs> so, um, and then you got, yeah, exactly, parodies of, of teen films. Okay. But I um, I have actually, just to let you know, I've included some um, uh, uh, cross-genres as well. So mine's not just a typical teen comedy. I, I might have a few uh, horrors or um, dramas in there as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and, and I'm happy with all of that. You know, okay. Just having, well, it's uh, my top five. It is. So your I do the fuck I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just letting I'm I'm just letting everyone know that this is my parameters. Personally, well, these yeah. are my parameters. That's all I'm letting everyone and know. You know what's really important about teen films is you know uh, a lot of us are crafted in in our teen years. Yes. Yeah. You know, this is a it, very good point. If you're lucky enough to survive without any major issues in your <laughs> prime, no, but yeah, I mean fair that fair in enough. a real sense, yeah. man. There are a lot of things yeah. that can happen early in life, but generally you forget a lot of that. But yeah. so hopefully you're not scarred by anything then. But you remember a lot in your teens, so therefore you start to. Well, sh- I talked really, about Karate Kid. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you shape yourself in, yeah. in in this this world. So, teen films really like mean a lot to you. Even later in life, I, yeah. I imagine, because you know I'm almost forty and I'm really hanging to, to watch a lot of films back then. And what's funny is that you know you, you then maybe introduce your kids to your favorite teen movies, and they're like going, <laughs> "What the hell say, is that?" Wait, did you you said introduced, but you said introduced. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it. We're on to get us. Yeah, the Guinness is kicking in. It's kicking in, man. And I'm making fun, but I'm not far behind, i got to say. Um, yeah, no, you can introduce uh, your favourite teen film to your kids or to your, your partner that meant so much when you were 14, whatever it was, and it could be complete shit to them, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but anyway, it's it's our top five and it's, it is what it is. So how are we going to do this, bro? You, you want to kick off in your top five first? Yeah. Five, I mean, four, look, three, two, I'm, one. I'm really excited by it, so I'm happy to, to – This go. was really difficult, by the way. i got to tell oh, you. man. There's not – for me, there's nothing better – well, there is, but <laughs> it's almost nothing better than a great teen film if they get it right. And right. can I tell you, the the modern teen film – when they get it right, they're doing they're doing really well. I think the last five years, yeah. some of the great teen films coming out, which we won't mention because they may yeah, be our yeah, honorables sure. yeah, yeah. or top five, are wonderful. You know. And the unfortunate thing is that a top five, I'm definitely leaving out films that um, should be in there. I know oh, that. 100%. I know that. Like, if a top five could have twenty, I'd be. Happy, man. Easy, easily filled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one, one of the things I looked at was how many times, because for me, team films are easy watching. They just, they're just fun. Yeah. So I looked at how many times you know, what, have I watched this film yeah. and how many times will I watch this film in the future. That was a big part of my process. No, good. And, and that's the thing. So that's your top five and that's what you read. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, mine is the impact and what impact okay. did this movie have on me and okay. uh, uh, to today, you know, that's what it is. So, um, I think if anyone's listening to this, once we get through our top fives, we'll have an honourable mention yes, section where so we just three, don't worry. Free throw. If your favourite teen film's not in there, I'm sure it will be in our honourable. Yeah, and, and and more than any other, because this is not just a subgenre, because we're doing a whole sort of teen genre. Yeah. Really take note. Like if if you've got, oh, I've seen all the top five. I've seen the top ten because you know 
Jay and I have done our top fives. Really look into what we're talking about in our honourable mentions. If you yeah. haven't seen any any of those, they could they honestly oh, could easily fit yeah. into our Everything's, top fives. For, like, the best way to say is everything is equal five. Yeah, number. Or five. is there yeah. a lot of subgenres where you're like sometimes you get the five and you're just putting something in because you have to, and then your honourable yeah. mention might be something because just because it's written no, about no, no. and you. This is deep. This is deep, man. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. man. All right. My last honourable mention could easily be my number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes no sense, but uh, it's true. No. Um, <laughs> All right, kick it off, bro. Number five, got? Cruel Intentions. Right. Oh, my gosh. Ryan Philippe. Yeah. So – this well, this was a well. No, it's your. You talk about it. It's your five. I know, five. but I, you know, me explaining films. Like I'm all about feeling. Okay, so <laughs> both Sean and I were working in the video store when this came out on VHS, and um, I think it may have even been on DVD at the time. I'm not sure, but this was a naughty, risky teen film. Yeah, you know, it's um, it was probably like one of your first hard ons, right? Well, no, yeah, no, but you're right. Like yeah. in a crass way, yeah. you're right. Like it's it's one of the first times where I thought, wow, this is like sexy naughty. Yeah, but I'm watching a teen film, and like, it was also quite black as well. Yeah, the sound comic and comic black. Yeah. The soundtrack. Uh, from the Verve was fantastic. Yeah. So what are and we talking about? We got uh, Ryan Felipe. Yeah. Yeah. And Sarah Michelle, Reese, uh, Sarah, Michelle Sarah Geller. Sarah Michelle Gellar from yeah. um, <laughs> from that vampire film. Buffy. Buffy. <laughs> oh, my God. The TV uh, series. I, the reason I couldn't cut in there because I had a mouthful of Guinness. <laughs> yeah. That's really kicked in. Uh, and who else? Who was the other player in that? Um, was wanna, it Reese? Oh my God, well, yeah, I want to say Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Because she's the one that um, is the, 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 like the particularly sexy uh, one that pushes the yeah, boundaries, I thought it was man. Anyway... Uh, I, it's funny, I showed the girls that film probably maybe three years ago now and they found it a little bit disturbing, you know? Yeah, okay, yeah. I get which that. It, which no, 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 it actually yeah. is because there's a bit of, um, the thing with this film is there's a little bit of uh, ancestral overtones. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. 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 And Selma <laughs> Blair's in it, by the way, as well. Oh, Selma Blair, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't, so I think they found that a little bit strange but I think they're just rich, posh, yeah. You know, siblings who just want a, a, a thrill. But isn't it funny that back then, I don't think anyone found it particularly weird. No. It was just yeah, exactly as it was meant to be. But that, that, that's, that's, that's what happens in movies and time and dates and mm. all that sort of stuff. Well, anyway, I'll so, just yeah. say that I had that as an honourable mention. So well done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So then uh, number four, and uh, if for any early <coughs> listeners here, know that I so, have... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just smashed my Guinness into my mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, in 2000, there was a you know, a little film uh, called Whatever It Takes. What? Yeah, Whatever It Takes. Starring okay. Shane West. Yes. Marla Sokolov. Okay. And you're sitting there the whole time going, huh? Uh, what? <laughs> no. Who? How? No, also starred someone named Aaron Paul. Yes, from um, Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Medicine. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> Breaking Bad, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm looking yeah, it's for. It's a bit mad, bad, but it is bad medicine. It could have been called yeah. bad medicine. <laughs> bad medicine was actually the working title for a couple of years, and then they went, no, no, Breaking Bad's so much better. Um, it also starred someone named Kip Pardu. Oh yeah, uh, who you know he hasn't um, really remember made it. the Titans. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. And wasn't he in like? I don't want to say Driven. Was he not in Driven? With right. yeah, he was in Driven. Yeah, with Sylvester Stallone. Um, oh, Sylvester was in that. I really liked that movie. Like, I was. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? You didn't like that movie? Oh, look, it was just calm. It was uh, get me in. But the main, I would say, heartthrob to bad guy in this, to who's a heartthrob. <laughs> Hang on, what did you just say? <laughs> he's a heartthrob to a bad guy, but he's a heartthrob. Okay. So he's not like the 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 hero character. He's he's you know he's meant to be a, the bad guy in it. You know, teen films. They're not they're they're bad because they call someone a bitch or whatever, right? It's yeah. never like they, they they they're terrible because they hold a competition to see who could sleep with who. Yep. It's not like they killed anybody. It's terrible, but they didn't kill anybody. So <laughs> therefore, he's not the villain. He's just a not not as nice as the main guy. We're still on Kit. Or? Oh my god, no. The main guy is James Franco. Oh, so yeah. So whatever course, it takes. Course, if anyone listened to early, I, I love James Franco. Yeah. You know, we spoke about Dubious before. Yeah. It's James. And that is the first film I ever saw him in. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's the impact I'm talking about early on. Okay. So I could replace that with someone, which I'm going to cut out one of our honorable mentions later, with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I could put that in. And I'm yeah. sorry if you've got that uh, in your list. That's yeah, number one. Very anyway. uh, Oh, well, it's a great film, and I, and I could put it in there, but I've put it out because this is the impact it had on my life. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, this this character, this this actor, sorry, that I've followed through because I felt something that attaches me to him, as many people do to um, other actors in their lives. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, for me, it was a good film, but it wasn't a classic for me. But I was probably a little bit older when it came out. Sure, and and, yeah. and it's not a classic. I, like, I'm ready yeah. to admit that. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's my top sure. five. Yeah, yeah. It's my top five. It is, actually. Um, <laughs> I'll shut up. Number three, The Breakfast Club. Of course. Yeah. Of course you, Of course I did. Well, so I wanted to talk about John Hughes, of course, because, you know, he started this teen oh revolution, really, right? Like, yeah. every film you ever see today has a John Hughes tribute. Do you know what? If I could put three as John Hughes... You could that's what easily, I easily. Yeah, easily. Yeah, 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 but it's just a bit. Of Even a though joke, there are right? some more favourites than yeah, others, yeah. but then you, still, you are more varied than that. So. I had to put that one in. Even though I, I'm going to mention Ferris again, because Ferris and Breakfast Club were very <laughs> close. But I, I yeah. sacrificed Ferris sure. for Breakfast I because it has a really great moral to the story that yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. can get along, and you just got to realise it by sitting in a room in detention. Yeah. That and by having an overlord who's the rich person. Um, well, can I, I, I tell you a, a true value of a, a, film, a classic film is um, Breakfast Club is probably in my daughters, both daughters, top five teen films of all time. Oh, so man, that tells yeah. you something, right? Yeah, definitely. If they hold love up, it. And it just ages so well. I would so love to well. watch it with them. Like, actually, oh, man, they um, love it. We should do that. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah, be Have cool. a night. Be so good. Yeah. I, I, I like to watch it around people that enjoy the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. We love yeah. it. Yeah, we were fisting the air at the end and all that. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, something I forgot to mention uh, in part of uh, the killing of a sacred deer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> is that it? Also cameoed one of my favorite actresses of all time, and I don't know if I can call her one of my favorite actresses of all time now because it's been at least fifteen years. Sean, get over it. 
Oh, I know who you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this oh, movie God, sure made a, problem with a this massive impact on me. And not just because of the movie, but the soundtrack was a fuck kick ass, man. Like, it was awesome. We're the kids in America. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, exactly, right? All that sort of shit going on in there. And it had um, Beastie Boys doing grunge in there. Yeah. Uh, Mullethead! <laughs> oh, man. It's like the, the soundtrack was oh, everything yeah, yeah, to, to the me. Film? What's a film? What's a film? Clueless. Clueless. Yeah, based on an old Alicia Shakespearean, Shakespearean yeah. uh, uh, story. Taming of the Shrew? Taming of the Shrew, I think yeah, it was, yeah. It was, yeah. I don't even know. I, look, you know what? I, I readily admit it. I don't give a shit about Shakespeare. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I don't. I don't care. I'm sure it was great. Yeah, Clueless is one of my favourites. You know why? Look, because at you, look at you. I don't want to throw off the Shakespeare followers. I'm afraid that they're not going to listen to us If if Sean (laughs) criticises them anymore (laughs) There goes that demographic Yeah (laughs) Untick that box on Facebook (laughs) No, no, I um, Look, Uh, the thing I love about Clueless Is it's the irony in the fact that everyone's so Let's call it dumb Yeah But the humour is so Um Ironic and, and, and clever. At the time. And yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. At the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll come in with words. Like, he's such a Barney. Yeah. What's a Barney? Oh, well, you find out he's not a great guy because he's <laughs> second to Fred. Fred Flintstone was the main character. Yeah, Barney was the second character. Yeah. Look, all this sort of shit. All that stuff, right? And But the the thing is that um, I, I did Going watch Going coastal. It, I did watch it recently and um, and he's actually, for the, for the first time, starting to age a little bit. It's actually starting to age. And in a way that, you know, some of the um, humour is a little bit, uh, you know, kind of not embarrassing is not the right word. But you know what I mean? Like it's Yeah, don't forget, I've still got that uh, little sharp-edged uh, bottle, beer bottle that I had from before. <laughs> no, no, mate, I'm not having a go. Because I watched it recently and like, oh, I was okay. just, oh man, I was totally into it. Oh no, I am too. I'm just saying that looking at it from a, you know, a neutral point of view, because I love it. I'll always love it, always. Mm. And in actual fact, I... Almost had it in my top five. I was so close because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so important to me. And, and and it was important at the time as well. I think it was like yeah. 95 around there. And like, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul yeah. Rudd. <laughs> He's such the great straight guy. Oh, Fu- man. But, but also intensely hilarious at the yeah, same time. Yeah, he's so good. And he, and he ad-libbed so well. Like I just watched um, I Love You, Man this week yeah. with um, Jason um, Siegel and yeah. – um, and and Paul Rudd, yeah. and it's he's so awkward in that film, but it's just he's just so good at it, you know. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah, I, I like see him a, more than I do bro, Jason he, Bateman. Bro, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, and that's why he's great in Friends as as Phoebe's boyfriend. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, Clue, Clueless is an absolute classic. Yep, no question. A good, good, good. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad you said that. The only yeah. good thing she she's ever done, but. And it oh, also uh, started, really and I don't know his man. name, but um, the, there's a girl in it, the black girl, uh, who's her best friend, um, who oh, yeah. also has the boyfriend who, you know, they have issues all the time. Yeah. And he's in Scrubs as one of the main players. Um, and he's one of my favourite characters in Scrubs of all time. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, know, I, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's great. good, he's great. Yeah. And they just have fights all the time. And yeah. It's hilarious. I, I love that film. Uh, and number one... I, oh, so I, that was number two. I thought that was number three. That was number two. Oh, I had, okay. uh, so Cruel Intentions, Drive Me uh, drive me Crazy. I was about to have Drive Me Crazy in there. Whatever it takes. Yeah. And uh, The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. And then Clueless. Clueless. Yeah. 
so my number one mm, is... I'm so intrigued here. Well, the thing is, I don't think it will be because to me it's really obvious because it made such an impact on not just mine, but I thought that we shared something in this like screening. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> American Pie. Yes. See, that disappoints me that... That, why that, why that, did we share something? Did we share well, no, a sock I, or, or a pie? No, but just, just okay, you know what? It probably meant more to me than it did to you. Because it was mean, the first time a, we saw a film together or no. we hung out socially? That, that may be it uh, because <laughs> you would hide, like, you know, that film, think of that film, it's 95, 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And you would hide me for my role in, in uh, a video store by then. Yeah. And uh, two of the first films we ever saw together were Scream. Yeah. And American Pie, and maybe maybe that moment, like not for you, but I'm just saying, maybe that moment for me going to the, my first ever screening before it's out the yeah. cinema and also. Yeah. But I've watched it multiple times since. But I might hold over that sort of feeling of love and life for those characters. He loves me. He like really stiff, loves well, me. Well, Stifler means oh, everything no, to me in that I'm, movie. I'm only messing. American Pie is one of the greatest teen, teen films ever made. Yeah, but it was very much modelled on an Animal House or Porky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, I love no, no, yeah, it is. It's great. <laughs> um, I it's funny. I I can remember watching American Pie two on where I was for some weird reason. It must have been a, must have been like some kind of an event. But I cannot remember where we were for American Pie. Can you uh, tell uh, me? I'm pretty sure we only ever saw things at Parramatta at that point. Parramatta, like Roxy, or yeah, no? we saw well, we saw Scream at Parramatta. Do you know? See, yeah, no, I remember Scream. Yeah, no, I think no, it was the same Scream. place. Yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure it was the same same yeah. place. That's yeah, fine. What... Hey, hey, hey! I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, it was hysterical, and it was in my honourables. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I like that top five. Yeah, I know that, that, that. That's what. And again, my God, please listen to my honourable mentions <laughs> because that <laughs> I, I, I have so many more. But God, yeah. All right, well, Let's go ahead. Let's go all right, my, my top five. I feel, I, I feel guilty. I'm sorry, man. I, 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 I've, I've, no, because I've let it go at number one, and I'm like, I feel that some of these films are my babies. Yeah. That's how it feels. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I think American Pie is a great number one. I don't want people to judge me just on that five. Like, it's really hard. <laughs> no, it's really hard to say. Like, that five meant so much to me, but I have so many more. Yeah. All right, go ahead and let's get into my number mentions. my my top 5. So number 6 was um risky business. Mm. Again, it shows our age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, love it. Tom Cruise. Oh, of course, it's brilliant. Yeah, unreal. Yeah, yeah. Um number 5 was um was 10 things i had about you. Yeah, as in my honorables. Yep. So Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. This was that- when the yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast before yeah. where the adults were really weird and the teachers were kind of off, but the, the yeah. kids were really smart and, you know, it was, yeah. it was kind of a role but reverse. But also that classic scene where he sings to her. I know. Oh, my gosh. Well, if I didn't, at that point, because I was the same age, basically, yeah. want to, like, somehow find an opportunity where I could sing to somebody. Yeah. <sighs> and even that last scene where he's doing, you know, sorry, she's saying the 10 things I had about you. It's just, yeah, very emotional. Uh, number f- uh, um, four- First of all. Before you go, do you remember your, my 21st? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Yeah, it just came to me. Yep. Because you did a speech there. Yes, I did. And it was the 10 things I... Hate about was you. Was it hate or love? No, I think it was hate about <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Like it's, it's all about... It is about love. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But you did that. You did the thing. I, I wish we had, like, the, the cameras, thing, cameras that day because yeah. we just didn't. I don't have that again. And no. I'm sure you don't have that on a piece of paper anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> but, yeah, you went to my 21st. But it man. was complimentary. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was I'm exactly sure like the movie. Derek, like, if it was today, there was a couple of things there I'm probably sure we would have fucking argued over. <laughs> but, but generally, it was yeah. like, oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, it was good. Uh, number... Four was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, 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 just a classic. Sorry for mentioning it before, but it, it has no, to no, be no. mentioned because it's it 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 unreal, just yeah. so good. Um, yeah, and it's something you can rewatch over and over again. Yeah, definitely. And even today, it's still great. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. so good. Matthew Broderick, just <laughs> brilliant. You know, and I still put here people uh, refer to they're talking about mm. like say mental illness or mental mental anxiety and things. Like and I refer Cameron. to Cameron's character in yeah, that yeah. about his father's relationship and yeah. whatnot. And I just find it such a intriguing yeah. drawback, you know, to to a film like that. Like Jason Bateman, uh, Matthew Broderick plays one character very well, and this was his best. This was film, it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, number three was, um, I'm mixing this up a little bit. Number three was She's All That. Yeah, that was, that was the top of my honour rules. Yeah. Because that stars some of the, well. Paul Walker. First of all, Paul Walker. I mean, that's yeah. great. But, but Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Like, it's got everyone. Everyone, but, anyone who's anyone at the, sure, as a team. Sure, but, but again, what's the chick's name, man? Rachel McCook. Cook. Yeah. Rachel Lee Cook. Lee Cook. Where yeah. is she, man? Oh, nowhere. That's no. what I'm saying. Like, she was great. She's probably in, in that. CSI or something. But that's really upsetting because yeah, I yeah. really loved her. I mean, I loved the whole cast. That was one of the strongest ensembles for yeah. a teen film going in, not knowing anyone in that film. Because we didn't know any of these people by that, by that stage, really. Yeah. So no, no, that's going in, well, watching these. Yeah, you, you might have seen him in maybe I think a Freddie TV Prince show. Jr. And that's. Probably oh and um Matthew Lillard. Remember and Matthew, Matthew from Lillard, Scream? Right? He was a reality dude, yeah. reality content. Yeah. Man, she's all that is such a great film. Such. Just, look look is Kevin and so Pollock many movies are modeled on that today. Sorry. Is Kevin Pollock the father? Yes. Is that Kevin Pollock? Yeah, and he's a real smart ass in it. Like he's Yeah, he's the dad you always yeah, want. Yeah, 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 he yeah, wants yeah, to look great. after you, yeah, but yeah. he's willing to go along with the crowd, you know, that sort of yeah. stuff and and uh, I've actually skipped one here, but... She was like an artist or some shit. Yeah. Um, number one. I'm up to number one. Fuck you, man. No, sorry, I just want to applaud She's All That because yeah. I love it. It's unreal, it. right? I love, I love that yeah, movie. I love it. Yeah. And it's so rewatchable. It's such yeah, a great film. Completely. Yeah. Feel good. Like, you feel great at the end. Yeah. Um, so my number one, I, I just can't go by it. You've already mentioned it. And that's The Breakfast Club. That is the pinnacle of all teen films, really. <clears throat> we've, we've all been there in detention to some degree. <laughs> um, and it's just so stereotypical. You know, it's got yeah. every, every character in it, but it's just yeah. done so well. It, it, it's what other films have based themselves on where, like, yeah. you know, th this film, I don't even know originally if they – uh, trailered as the jock, the yeah, the trailers that I've seen that obviously cut from that footage are like that. Yeah, and maybe there were, maybe there weren't, but, but 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 definitely a lot of films after that have not trailered themselves on it, but they've based their screenplays on that style of film, yeah. and they've also then 
as they're doing their sort of like trail through the schoolyard as someone's explaining how school works. Oh, these are the science kids. These are the nerds. Oh, this is the jocks. These yeah. are the, you know, and they, they do that. But, f- but how, many, how many teen films since then have done the same thing? Do you know what? The thing is, no one did it first. No one's ever done it first. I don't care. Chicken or the egg. Yeah. No one's ever done it first because I'm sure that somehow John Hughes got the idea from a book or listening to a radio play that was on, you know, whatever, in his age or whatever. Everyone's got an idea from somewhere. Yeah. But he did it the fucking best in our age. In our age, he is the best. Yes. No one has done it better than him. No. And that's where it stands. And I think also um, everyone, like modern teen films have modelled – their structure on John Hughes' style, really. Yeah. Um, I did actually forget one. I, I did miss one. Sorry. It was number two. <laughs> I was trying to work it out. Number two for me, I'm going backwards here, is Weird Science. Do you remember Didn't Weird you Science? Do, are you adding in, like, uh, this is this is totally, <laughs> are you adding in six <laughs> to five? Uh, see, when he plays his back and he's editing it, he'll uh, work out the trick. You, anyway. You did it. Oh, my yeah. God. I can't believe <laughs> So number believe two you. is Weird Science. So you've got one... 2A and 2B. No. You missed it from the top. The audience know, our listeners know exactly what I did. <laughs> but you don't. Anyway, uh, number two Mama. is uh, Weird Science. Okay, so, Weird Science. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. another John Look, it's, it's a real um, age thing, so people watching it today may not kind of love it. But um, Anthony Michael Hall, who was also in um, Breakfast Club. He was a big uh, guy. Massive at the time. time yeah. yeah. I never really got, I, I, I don't really know him that well. Okay. Well, I, lo- anyway, I love this film. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway, love that. So, top six quickly, just winding back, was um, <laughs> how he got it. He got it. <laughs> he just got it. You are, you're killing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, top it. six was uh, Risky Business at number six. <laughs> then, uh, 10 Things I Had About You, Ferris Bueller, She's All That. Weird Science Breakfast Club. Honorable mentions. And, yeah, honorable mentions. And do you know what? Uh, Before I don't, he really I don't does say glass this. me. Um, okay, so honorable mentions. This is where it gets rich. One for one. Go. Oh, one for one? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Wait, wait. Can I? I need to crack a beer because this is going to take a while. Where's the. Oh, you got it. It's on your. Well, can you Look get here. me one too? You, oh, wow. Well, well, you, you, you finish your Guinness. <laughs> Before I'm chewing, you... you know I'm always going to chew a Guinness, always. <laughs> well, you've got enough that you can just throw that back and and it's in a perfect Spanish glass. Budgie can... Australia are doing Easter egg packet, uh, Easter <laughs> Easter packages. <laughs> uh, Did you know no, that? No, throw that back though. Uh, huh? Oh, you want that? No, I want you to throw it back. Don't. Oh, throw it back as in skull. Yeah. I mean, the, but we, I, I, sorry, listeners, but skull is a strong word for what he's got left. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> a, it's <lick>. a sip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I smell it hard enough, it'll go away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, you ready? Um, mean Girls. Yes, 100%. Of course, right? Mean Girls was my first one, honourable. Of course. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but I could say of course for Look, all of these absolute ones, classic, man. but I think it probably skews a little bit more female. This is the hilarious thing. This is I'm reading a list, right? But beyond that list, I've got an honourable mentions list. This is just my list of could be in my top five. It's yeah. about 20. Yeah, so I think the reason why uh, Mean Girls was not in our top fives is that I think it does skew female a little bit. Uh, yeah, a Like little my bit, girls yeah. love it. Yeah, you know, it's 
That would be in their top five. I can't give excuses anymore. Like, they're, they're all, they all could be my Yeah, top okay, five. all right. Let's not let's even talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you, you I think one. it's more female skewed. Do it. Uh, I then move on to Heather's, Christian Slayer, which is a very... I'm glad you wasted yours on that one. <laughs> Sorry, for anyone listening who's 70. Go. That's he's, an important thing. He's angry at I'm me now. older than you. This oh, no. was this came out when I was 15, you freaking I'm prick. so sorry. No, 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 it's fine. It was the clueless reaction. It got me there. No, I fuck just, you. No, go. no, go. Next. Tell me about Heathers. No, I don't want to talk I about it. I haven't seen it, actually. Oh, of course you haven't. That's why you commented <laughs> like you did. If you had of, it was like one of the first black angst comedies of all time. Of teen. Of Slater <laughs> and, <laughs> and Winona Ryder. Actually, uh, Slater, uh, when I write, okay, all right, I, you know I, what, put it there, on my list, put it on my list. There was a time, no, no, fucking put it on your Text list, Text me the you. list and I'll watch it this week. No, I don't care, no, but, but it hasn't aged well, so don't even do I've, it. I've angered it's him, like, I've angered It's like people. watching Beetlejuice today. He's like literally streaming a beer out of his ears, <laughs> like angry. <laughs> um, at my one God. time, Christian Slater was my favourite actor. Oh, he was huge. He was, like, there was a period for about two or three years where he was massive. He was so huge that they allowed him to do Hard Rain. <laughs> Which is a, a basically that was a drowning downfall, film. Yeah. That was the start of the start of the end, right there. Uh, the thing is, I really loved it back then because it was the time that yeah. we just kind of enjoyed that shit. It had Morgan Freeman. In so it your as well. turn, man. All right, bring it on. Love it, of course. Yeah, of course. Kristen Dunst. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Easy A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, you're. A lot later than I expected. Besides Heather's, you've you've actually averaged I'm into the eight, you've I'm, averaged into the no, I've got plenty. I've, I'm all over the place, but I love good team films. You've averaged into the eighties. Get the joke there. I'm having a go at you. You're saying I'm old. Take easy, a eh? take you know when I pretend <laughs> Heather's yeah, is, and then I'm, you know, I'm, say almost I'm, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. The thing is, I had to explain a joke to you. Come on, man. <laughs> Where are my keys? Uh, super bad. Damn it, I can't drive. Yeah, <laughs> super bad. So yeah, right. Okay, good. Now I don't love this film, but I really appreciate it. It shocks I, me that you don't love that film. And actually, you know what? No, no, it do. doesn't. Like the humor. Yeah, I get it. No, it's, I get it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I like. I really, it's like saying you needed to be 18, you needed to be 14 to 19 for Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. At the time at it the came time. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 23, whatever sure. I was, right? Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. A little bit. I'm sure you had Napoleon Dynamite. I'm hoping I've fucked that up for you. No, you have, but oh, I excellent. have a Woo-hoo. load of others. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to raise you, I'm going to raise you with a um, Juno. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's in mine, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I mean, I, 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 Jason Reitman, Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, great film yeah. coming around. And what's her face? Juno. Whenever she turns up in a film, yeah. everyone it's goes, Juno. Oh, it's Juno. <laughs> uh, Ellen something? Jason Bateman's in that. What's her name? Ellen something? Yeah, Ellen Page. Ellen Page, yeah. Jason Bateman's in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's great. He's yeah. great in that because that's the character that, again, is fresh in that sort of thing. So film. that was during the time where Jason Bateman was playing a support character. It's funny to think that. There was a period for about five to Jennifer eight years. Garner Jennifer Garner was the main... Where he yeah. was like the, you know, the support character yeah, or the second yeah, yeah. tier. Now, every film he's in is his number one. Yeah. Now, I've actually picked something here that if we went to somebody who was probably 10 years older than us, we'd be putting that in, the, in the movies. I know where you're going. Say it. Are you really? Yeah. You yeah. want me to gamble do on? Do what I do, man. All right. You ready? Yeah. How good are we? You ready? Uh, well, we're probably going to fuck this up completely. Yeah. 
Dazed and confused. Oh, uh, shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're a, oh, that would have worked so well. That was my next film <laughs> to talk about in oh my, my era. Oh, God. That would have been great. Well, that in my era. Um, <laughs> so I just whispered something off uh, air. So hopefully you didn't hear. And and you know let's not speak about it. Let's just let's, you know let's go on with it. Let's just let it linger. Deal with that problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and she died, by the way. But yeah. all the time we we're away, so it's upsetting. Um, but <laughs> Greece. Greece oh, is the okay. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Way. That's an absolute way. classic. I've probably seen Greece, I don't know, I'm going to say 23 times. Yeah. There's a certain age group that has seen that film like more than multiple mm. times. Because I was thinking about it today. How like, many times do you reckon you've seen it, honestly? Well, I, I, I honestly don't. Five, I can't ten, tell you. It was all VHS 15? because more. It has oh, to more. be more. Okay, yeah. has to be more. Because uh, whilst I sat my da- down my kids today and they said, Daddy, we want a Shlama Lama. It's a whole other question. Yeah, M. Lama. Night Shyamalan. So we put Lama Lama on. And, oh, and, and, I mean, M. Night Shyamalan watching The Village or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's watch The Sixth Sense. Yeah. I know I'm five. Um, and uh, <laughs> they, they, they woke up this morning and said, Daddy, I had a dream about this guy who's dead. And I went, you haven't seen it. You see a film about this. <laughs> I see dead people. Um, anyway, Greece uh, is because back when – we had VHS, man, hmm. and you copied a few things that you could afford to get yeah. on your VHS, and you kept them there, and you watched them over and over and over. Grease was one of those. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, for me, I had Grease on VHS tape, and then three-quarters of the way through the film, you'd see, like, an AFL game come up for five minutes and then go back to Greece because yeah, yeah. you re-record on the VHS tape. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I, I had Grease. Actually, I had Grease as well. Definitely an absolute classic. Uh, I then go to a film that I have a soft spot for. I really like this film and it was just really funny at the time and that is Can't Hardly Wait. That was after Days Confused for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought this would be pretty high for you because it was you were a little bit younger than me and I think... It was kind of the poor man's shoes all that to me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I, I agree. Right. I loved it. Yeah, agree. But it was a resp- – sorry, you know what? No, poor man's. That, that's the wrong thing. This is no. wrong. It was the response to She's All That. Yes, That's yes. what it was from another company. And, you know, people like Ethan Embry, who was the main star, really didn't kind of kind of go Jennifer on to Love anything. Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, of course. Yep. And, and then some dude that looks like Tom Cruise, who's <laughs> been in other films. <laughs> yeah. Who <laughs> was that? Peter – for Chinelli. Yeah, yeah. So, he's been in other films, but every time he's in it, I'm like, dude, that guy is so much like Tom Cruise. <laughs> anyway, I just really enjoyed the film, though. I think it's a bit of a, probably like a classic, yeah. but just a good, fun film. Yeah. No, no, good. And, and So I just want to go back to Days and Confused a little bit, because I, I worked in a private school for the last six years uh, yeah. before I came back over here. And uh, um, so that, what that means, and the reason I mentioned six years, is because I uh, had a year that, when I first started, they, they came in at, year uh, nines and basically they followed me through to year 12s so I got to see them through their high schooling years so on the last night in a private school we had this you saw the change we had this (laughs) massive dinner like it was huge right yeah and these guys imagine a Harry Potter um, dinner or when you, when you oh, decide what Potter house dinner. you're yeah, going yeah. to. And, yeah. It's boarding, by the way. So I, I get to know these guys really well because they're yeah. living with me. I know them yeah. better than their parents for a lot of their high school years. And uh, and, and I'm over there for um, putting them to bed and all that sort of stuff. So I get to know these guys really well. Hang on, what? Right? 
I, they have to go to bed at a certain time, so I have right. to make sure they go to bed. You tuck them in? Tucking them in, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Anyway, so, <laughs> so, so, so uh, they knew me by the end of it. Like, they knew I loved movies, and because and, I started a film club there and all that stuff. So, on the last night, I said to them, I'm not pressuring you. Like, you don't have to go. This is in my speech at the end pill. to say how much I really enjoyed knowing them and, and seeing them grow from you know, that young age to, to now. But I'm going to show a film that meant a lot to me when I finished school. And that was called Days and Confused. And, right. I, and I gave him a couple of characters and I gave him a quick view of why I think it makes sense. And it's in America and all that stuff. But it just, it meant a lot to me to watch it on one of the last nights I was at school. So I want to offer that same feeling to, to people. If, it had if to go. Not, because they had their own screening room. Like it was as big as anyone's wall in a house. Yeah. Right? That sounds very it, scream. It, yeah, it was yeah. massive. Yeah. Uh, so it went really well. Like yeah, at the okay. end, they so stopped they respected it. it? Like, it, I, it was a while since I'd seen it. So it was a little bit boring in some parts. And yes. I was a bit afraid that they were going to just get up and walk out because they could do whatever they want in, that, in this, this big room. But they got up and, and stood in front of me and said, thank you, Mr. Macy, for, for, for showing us this film. Like, really appreciate it. We can, see, we can see how much it meant to you like, at this point. And there's a lot of things in this we love. Like, that's the private school. That's what they teach you there is that polite manners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what I got it from that is that they called you Mr. Macy. Yeah. 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 There's no sir. Macy. You got sir occasionally? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Mr. Macy, but yeah. I was generally Mr. Dr. Macy. Dr. Macy, you ever get? No. Oh, no, I did have it a couple of times when I had to correct them because I wasn't a doctor and I didn't achieve that. Because <laughs> everyone else there has a, has a doctorate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't achieve that. Um, cool. Um, so, my turn? Yeah. This one is, um, I don't know why, it's slightly embarrassing for me. But I freaking love this film. <laughs> and I know anyone who's um, the age of maybe, uh, I'm going to say, 25 to 35 yep. or 30 to 28 to 38, somewhere there, will love this film, right? Yeah. But I love it. I don't know why I love it. And it is She's the Man. Yeah, that's again. That's in my later list. Yeah, yeah, of course. That was what made her um, one of the biggest stars on oh, on the planet at the time. Hundred percent. And she, her comic timing in that film mm. is excellent. Yeah, it, it is. Was, but she's a, she's a bit of a psycho as well. But now, well now she's now we're talking about Amanda Bynes. Yeah, yeah, she's fallen off the wagon. A oh, little big bit. time. But yeah. but her comic timing in that film was so good. Yep. She played a, a boy in a soccer team. I don't know why. I just love the well, film. Well, she played a girl. Trying to be a, be boy, a boy in a soccer team. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And who was the uh, love interest? Can you remember? Oh, no, I can't. No, Some, no. Someone I've met at a photo with, <laughs> Channing Tatum. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you clearly haven't you haven't seen it that much? Obviously, oh, no, I saw it twice when right. it first came out. And oh, that man. was in the late nineties. Oh, go it? back. It's, it's great. Like, like the girls love it, my girls. So I, I've probably seen it. I don't know. Gosh, honestly, probably ten times. Mm. Um, just love the film. Yeah, it's beyond my boys at the moment. But I believe yeah. me, this is the section where I'll be like, every weekend we're going to be watching every film that I loved when I was a kid. <laughs> Go. As a teenager, you know, that helps you that helps you understand being a teenager. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Teen- being a teenager is shit. Tough. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I, I really feel that, you know, like, I know that screen's not good for everybody, but watching films that help you rationalize a lot of these things. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny you say that because I'm really looking forward to when my youngest, Emily, is in year 12 right now, which is HSC, her final year for those overseas. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I can't wait for her to leave because then 
you know, you just get rid of all that teen stuff and you become an adult and you become completely independent yeah. and you don't have to put up with the school shit that comes with yeah, it. Yeah, you, you know. realise it's not all about that. Yeah, and, and Sam, my oldest daughter who's 20, she's doing her, she's just completely doing her own thing now and she hasn't got much of that in her life. In actual fact, the only time she has dramas is when she's, um, sometimes, when she's with her old schoolmates. <laughs> Funny that. Because that's, that's what you get used <clears throat> to. Because you want to relive those days. Yeah. So I think it's uh, your turn or did you... Yeah, it is mine. Yep. Um, and I want to talk about um, Drive Me Crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, with uh, um, the, the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Sabrina. Um, Sabrina. Yeah, Sabrina <laughs> the Teenage Witch. Yeah, I know that. And, um, yeah. Adrian Grenier, is that it? I call him Grenier. Or Brody. Like, it's just it's the way it is. And Melissa From Joan Entourage. Hart. Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart. You like um, that one? Well, I did because uh, I don't know. I just I, I was in that like mood at times. Yeah. You you had a partner at that by that point, and you yeah. were looking for babies and stuff, you know. And, and I was still in my teen years, so something like this, which was definitely off the B grade. A woman touch your leg. About this that was time, a or? response to she's all that's his response <laughs> to Harvey Waits' yeah. response. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we got got down about three or four tears by yeah, this stage. Yeah. yeah, but with all of that said. Adrian Griner was great in it and you yeah. really felt for his character. And so this is pre-Entourage too, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he's the main character in Entourage, right? Yes. Like, so you could see that he was going to go on to something mm, bigger. Star, yeah. You could see that she wasn't. Oh. And that sort of gives everything. I liked her in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, though. Oh, she look, was I never right. watched these like, shows. For, for what it is. You had your kids that sitcom, yeah. you would watch it, but I never watched it, so. I did come up with something interesting yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. boring fact. Okay. And I don't know if you know this because you may have been – Young. Did you see Back to the Future 2 at the movies? I didn't see any of the right. futures right. at the movies. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but Back to the Future 2 and 3 were filmed back to back for oh, the right. first first thing by Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, the third one is like in country sort of town. Yeah, it's How Western, do you do right? that back to... Right, it was filmed back to back. Now, did you know when you went and saw Back to the Future 2 at the movies... It comes up at the end to be continued. I didn't go to the No, no, you said that. I know. I'm telling you what happens. Oh, right. I'm, sorry, I'm okay. informing you. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. When you saw Back to the Future 2 at the movies, it comes up to be continued, yeah. right? And after that, they show you the trailer to Back to the Future 3. Tell me really? where that's happened before. Uh, sorry, since then, sorry, in the last 30 years. Go. I can't think of it. Yeah. I mean, you, you know that, like, say, uh, there's Lord of the Rings that have been shot back to back and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but they never but they show trailers. The trailers after. Yeah. I can't recall a movie. No, that's what I'm it. saying. Like, there are films being shot back to back, but I don't remember trailers being shown. Yeah, amazing, Little right? Snippets and things like that. Yeah, no, it was a full trailer. Yeah, like it came up. In, like I knew it was back to back, so I knew it. Yeah. But a lot of people were like, Ugh. but then they showed the full trailer to number three after yeah. at the end of the credits. It was sorry at the end before the credits. And there's something to be said for that style of movie making, like going, oh, you yeah. know what, we think we've got a series here. It's going to be cheaper if we just film all of it now and then just cut it up and release it once every year and show the trailer for it as soon as it finishes. Well, they do it more and more these days, but they don't do that pre-tease before. I'm tr- Yeah, I just can't recall that. Anyway. Uh, so then you've got um, something like The Princess Bride, which yep. again. I thought you mentioned that. Yeah, it doesn't yep. have a whole load of teenage leads, but – the people who watched it at this time, mostly teenagers, early twenties, like they're the ones yeah. that go into this sort of storytelling. Yeah, I, I um, look, I get the fact that it's a classic. I've seen it probably honestly 
maybe twice, right? What? Yeah, I know. But I kind of missed this bandwagon. I, I don't oh, know what it is. No. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, a shame, yeah. man. I, well, yeah, I, maybe. Well, I'm no, not, not sure. maybe. I mean, I've maybe. seen the film twice. No, I get it, but I'm saying if you missed the bandwagon, you've missed that sort of mm. humour. For, for, it's, yeah, it's a shame know, because just... being on it is hilarious. Uh, yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. I get it. It's life affirming. Yeah. That sort of shit, right? It really hey. is. And yeah. you know what? You know what it is? You have, you, obviously, you would have seen um, The Never Ending Story. Yeah, right. Na, 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 Riding my dog, Forrest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where horses die in friggin' yeah. like quicksand and all that sort of shit. And Mate, you nothing are, scares me more than Dark Crystal. I saw that and I shat myself. I was yeah. 12. But this is and not Jim this is not Dark Crystal. This, this is not Dark Crystal. His, I know. This is Never Ending no, Story. I, I know, I know, I know. The Never Ending yeah. Story. This is the teen version. I, I consider that the, the elves. Yeah. No, I get it. And it's hard because there's only said, one year that has I've an seen elf. I've seen the film a, a couple of times. I get yeah. it. I get it, but I just wasn't on that wave. However, completely respect those who were. No problem. AMD Matoya. Did you become my father? Also had um, who's a WWE wrestler or WWF? Back Andre then? the Giant. Andre, yeah. yeah, massive. God bless him. It's, but but the, the classic scene in that is where they're, they're feeding poison into one of the cups, and it's the whole rationale about how I'm going to drink this cup. Well, of course, you would want me to think that you put this in this cup, <laughs> but if I wasn't a smarter man, yeah, I would believe that when I turned away, you would have switched that cup. <laughs> But you would have known that because you're a smart man. So therefore, <laughs> you, you would have left the cups. <laughs> it yeah. just goes on and on and on. And you're like, obviously, he has no well, it's idea. It's almost Monty Python-esque. Oh, man. It's a teenage Monty Python. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Can yeah. I, um, are, you, are we done with that? With that one, yeah. Yeah, okay. Can I talk about, uh, I want to talk to our listeners about a film that they probably don't really know about too much. Teen film. I'm sure they've already heard about 21 Jump Street. Oh, damn it. You knew it. No. This one's called uh, Spectacular Now. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, how about me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, so this was a drama, teen drama. Yeah. Come out in um, about 2013. So you would have been, um, you know, elbow deep in studying, I would think. Yeah. Uh, my first year. of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you know yeah. her, right? That's why you don't know it. Yeah. Anyway. If you guys love films like Perks of a Wallflower and and that kind of thing, watch this film. It's it's heavy, but it's teen drama. It stars Miles Teller, best you've ever seen him in, and Shailene Woodley. And she's unreal in this, like pre um allegiance and detergents and I know <laughs> no of those names that you said. Oh really? Yeah. And I'm actually really upset that you've, you know, Gone outside of the the heyday of teen films. No, no, no. This is trust me. This is a sleeper. You yeah. Put it on my list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Spectacular now, guys. Check it out if you like what we're talking about. Okay. Um. So Shailene Woodley, you know her from like Allegiance and um. What's Allegiance? Uh, Detergents and. <laughs> What's Detergents? Divergence. <laughs> Divergence. I haven't yeah. seen his films. But... Divergent. Oh, you haven't seen Divergent. <sighs> Oh, Divergence is no. pretty good. No. Like it's Hunger Games, but it's yeah, that's, right. that's the thing. It's Hunger Games. I've been there. I really like Miles Teller, but not everyone does. So Miles Teller is you probably best no, known for Whiplash, 
drama. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Fantastic yeah. Four, we won't yeah. mention that. <laughs> in fact, the, the, the guy in Secret uh, Killing of a Deer, or whatever it's called, um, the guy in it, the younger guy, reminds yeah. me of the young brother of Miles Teller. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can work that out. I know who it is. It's a guy out of um, Scout's Guides where Zombie Apocalypse is what I'm guessing, but I could be wrong. Hang on. Was that Miles Teller? Oh. No, no, the guy you're thinking of. In a deer. Um, you're looking it up. Oh, He's looking Barry. it up. Yeah, I know it. Have uh, they changed the names? <laughs> <laughs> He's not even like listed in the first three or four or five at ten. Oh, okay. I thought he was in a teen film, but no... He's only in Dunkirk. Yeah, is that the dude? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dunkirk. Yeah, okay. Definitely seen him before, like in that mo- in in movies. But well, yeah, I Dunkirk thought he was in like a teen film, but he's not. Anyway, no. uh, okay, he's super so weird. yeah, spectacular, spectacular. Right. Now check it out. It's a pretty heavy oh, topic will, though. Because I, yeah, I love these films. Of yeah, course. it's a real coming of age, but it's uh, solid acting and heavy. Back to me. Back to me. Back to All me. Right, back to Bend me. it like Beckham. Yes, I love that film. <laughs> Kira Knightley. Hello. Uh, and Probably her best film to date since, <laughs> like her first film, no, Breakout. I, I love her period pieces, so I'm all into that. Sort Atonement. Of stuff. Yeah, well, all that stuff. I don't care. Everything that she's done, that is more well, of a Everything she's piece. done is period piece. Everything yeah, uh, except for Domino. Yeah, you're fine. I love all that sort of stuff. Really? Yeah, I love yeah. that. I, I lived in England for many years in a very uh, rich place that was yeah, very much differ. like that. Yeah. Uh, so I understand it. That's fine. Yeah, I'll do yeah, that fair enough. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right. Um, but I, I do love Bend It Like Beckham. Having said all that, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously it's based around like Bend It Like Beckham is David Beckham. You know, yeah. obviously one of England's best. She's a soccer players player. Ever. Yeah, and he likes to kick the ball and and bend it around the uh, human wall to put it into a goal. Yeah. Her best friend or boyfriend's uh, Indian. Yeah. Best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Best friend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so very good. Love that film. What else you got? Oh gosh, we could go on forever. I've got one, two, three, four left. I've got one, two, three, four. I can do four. Yeah, that's all right. All right, let's do four. All right. And we uh, might cross against one another. Cross swords? Because how, done how could we not cross swords on. <laughs> if you don't cross swords at least on one of these, like, it'd There's be something disappointing. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We, weren't, we, we thought, I thought you were my mate. <laughs> I thought we were friends. I thought you watched movies. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. Um, I'm going to move on to uh, a little uh, – this is a, a, a movie that's – the Guinness is kicking in, man. Oh, my God, just say it. <laughs> uh, no, um, yeah. it's Fired Up. Yeah. So this is a PG yeah. film. The real blonde guy. Pushes a PG, guy. but they're, they're really funny. That was and, funny. Yeah, it was like a um, – uh, blame it on Rio. No, no. <laughs> I know what you mean. You know what this film is to to me? It's kind of like everything died by this stage. Yeah. And then they tried uh, a couple of films where I can't remember the names, but it was all about like, uh, and I'm going to put my mic down to my lap right now. What was it? <laughs> oh, pitch, pitch Perfect. No, it wasn't Pitch Perfect, but it was, it was a film about um, American colleges and it had like slap. Things that I would, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, and they would like march in and they'd all do like poof, poof on the floor, like stamping and that and that sort of sound. Well, so think um, think bring it, bring it on. And then Fired Up came in. Yeah, think Bring It On. Yeah. But it's like almost, um, it's it's quite funny. Like it's actually these guys are just trying to, trying to get, some, get some booty, I guess. Yeah. 
and they're really they're really good. They're really charismatic, and um, the guy they haven't really done too much after. But the guys are uh, Eric Chris, Christian Olsen and yeah. Nicholas D'Agosto. Chris, Christian yeah. Olsen, I've seen around a fair bit. Yeah, um, they're here and there, but yeah. But look, it was never it was never going to be that sort of breakout film. I don't think. But it was no, cool. but it was just, very funny. It wasn't, I liked it. it wasn't Van Wilder. No, but it, it, could have, it could have fallen in, into a uh, into a national lampoon. But no, no, I, I almost put that in, but I had a better fall, so I didn't. Uh, Legally Blonde. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, you know my... Even though she was probably 27 when she played this role. Oh, yeah, sure. And, like, That's you know I my struggled. Thing. Do you know what? I hated this film when I first saw it. No way. I watched it all the way through, but I walked out of there thinking, far no out, No way. Man. Is this where we've got to? Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. And... um. Yeah, you know, it's just where I was in my life, and I admit that. And and I've gone back to watch it, and I thought, no, this is a really smart movie. Like she's yeah, really no, good. Yeah, that's good. It is good. Number yeah, two, yeah. not so much, but sure. Yeah. Number one, great, fantastic. Yeah. So so yeah, go ahead. What do you got? I like that. Um, this one I really like too, and this is a uh, never been kissed with Drew mm. Barrymore and David Arquette. Yeah. Uh, Michael Vartan. Yeah, it's just just a. Great, nice teen film. Nice. Now, yeah. even though Drew Barrymore is undercover going into high school, blah blah Kissing blah. A teacher. Yeah, so maybe it's not quite teen, but I think <laughs> I still think it is. No, no, no. It's just a, it's a little bit wrong, but we've yeah. also said cruel intentions. It's fine. So yeah, and I think uh, remember David at the ball at the end they have a fancy dress, and David Arquette dresses as Risky Business Tom Cruise. Yeah, remember. Yeah. And I can't remember. David Arquette is, is so funny. Yeah. In most oh. films that he's in. Scream. One, two, oh, yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you there, man. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. And there's a lot of baseball in that film as well. Yes. Which is and the ending, man, you just can't help but choke up. Yeah. When he, he's not there on the baseball mound and then finally yeah. he shows up. and oh. yeah, There's a movie, speaking of baseball, like Summer Ball with Freddie Prince Jr. Summer ball, summer catch, summer catch. Yeah, I mean, I just want to throw that in quickly. It's not gr- that great, but if you like it baseball, isn't. if you like, well, if you like Jessica ba- Biel, if you like baseball, no, but if you like baseball, it was a great little summer, <laughs> summer flick. So any yeah. baseballers listening to this, watch that one. Um, but how have we not both mentioned this? We should be lashed. Hang on, um, it could be my last. No, thing. no, no. But I'm saying till now, I could both be, of us, both I of could us be should saving be for the the hung best for last and lashed. Is that a promise? What <laughs> do you think I'm about to say for this one? How do we not like? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the the two ones that come before this. Uh, she's all that. Well, we've talked about that. Scream. Yeah, they're the two blends I'm giving you. Go, go. Oh, uh, blends. Um. That's the blend. She's all that. How uh, do you not get this film and have we not talked about it? I know what you did last summer. <laughs> yes. I got We're it. best friends. Oh, We're yeah. best friends. Yes. We're there's best a hope. friends. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we really are connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. How Can do you? Can I have a beer? We're done. Oh, I, I gave I, you that <laughs> and you, you smashed it and you're done. Oh, gosh. You have to wait until we finish this episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> so how do we not get I know what you did well, no, last it's summer there. What do you mean it's, it's there Yeah but how do we Okay I'm not saying I'm not having a go at you How did we leave it To this late This was a very important film Now this was Like um, She's all that And 
uh, what was the one before that? Scream. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. It was like, um, can't hardly wait. She's all that can't hardly wait is Scream. Yeah, So yeah. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> you with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Kevin Williamson wrote both oh, Scream and yeah, I know yeah. what he did last summer. However. However. I know what he did last summer. We were stinging for this because we loved Scream so much. And it, it delivered like it was great, you know. Well, definitely delivered, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, I love this film. And the three it, and the three sequels. <laughs> well, you know, you, you got to have what you have, but it also had Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. Jennifer Love Hewitt. So we spoke. Yeah, oh, obviously the, she's the, yeah. she's the main. Ryan Felipe. Ryan Felipe. So we got yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. So yeah, we got everyone's there. there. The the whole crew and and Hesh is in there somewhere. Yeah. Like we've got loads of people and. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a big teen cast at that point. We've already mentioned those names all in other areas, right? You and I were really into uh, screenplays at the time. At that we time, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were writing our own and yada, yeah. yada, yada. So Scream and Still I Know We Did Last Summer were big influences on us, correct? But massively, yeah. Massively, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We loved the way that they were constructed and, you know, everything. I mean, they're a bit probably uh, – they're a bit kind of on the nose now, I guess, a little bit. but. Yeah. But I mean, ha- sorry. Having said that, if you watch Scream today, it's yeah. still a great it's film. Still a great film. Great film. Yeah. You watch Scream Two today, it's a bit because it's so many in movie references. Yeah, it's a bit on the nose. Yeah, people don't get it because because everything that they're making fun of is because people are making those films at the time. Yeah, and those films are being watched by people being brought up at the time. Yeah, so therefore that's natural to them. Yeah, so it's not a joke. It's you're making fun of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's it's not making fun of the change. It's I making loved fun of Scream actual... Two when I saw it the first five times. Yeah, but I did watch it recently. I'm like going, oh, this is a bit cheesy. You know? Yeah. I mean, because I think I was watching with Sam, and it was just like, oh, this is a bit cheesy. But I still loved it. The remake was. Uh, it's not the remake. The fourth. <laughs> the fourth, yeah. Call it a remake because it's so yeah. far along. But anyway, that was good. Like, that was right, okay. Yeah, that was good. Three's okay. Two, three, and four are okay. But, but one wait. is actually a classic that yeah. you can watch Absolute today. Classic. Like yeah. you could introduce that to a fifteen-year-old today, It'd and they'll love it. Shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. And they'll love it and laugh at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, so good. Yeah. Can I show it to my five-year-old? Yeah. Not yet. I have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait. Yeah. And and this is what you get to get to look forward to now. Um, one thing you have on experience is is obviously my girls are older now, right? But at each certain age, I loved introducing them to my favourite films. Exactly what we were talking about before, yeah. like with teenage films and, and so forth. So, at, you know, at eight, I was doing, you know, let's say Scooby-Doo, whatever it was, you right. know. And at 12, I was doing Made Me Stand By Me. And at 15, I could finally introduce them to, to Scream. Yeah. And at 17, I could be naughty and show them Kill Bill and Fight Club. <laughs> and it was the most rewarding thing. Yeah. I love sit, sitting down and watching it with them, right? Yeah. And occasionally, like when they were older, like from 16 to 19 or whatever, yeah. They'd be over at a friend's house and they, they'd come back after the sleepover. And they'd be like, oh, we watched, um, I don't know. We watch Inception or whatever. I'm yeah, just making sure. this up. You know, yeah. I'm like going, what? I got really offended when they watched a film for the first time. Yeah. Second time, I couldn't give a shit. Yeah. Right? But the f- you watched a movie without me there for the first, the first time, time. <laughs> like a yeah. classic. It just pissed me off. Right? I was so oh upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I you'll get that. Yeah, of course I do, yeah. man. Like, uh, I watch everything with my kids for the first time. Yeah. And 
I, I said I watched I, my, my five year old watched Thor Ragnarok with me. Yeah, I know about that. And and <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, look, there are some scenes where I do fast forward. Yeah, yeah. and that's where essentially um, Thor is smashing the head of. Um, sorry, Hulk is smashing the head of Thor into. Oh the ground. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get through that. I, I fast forward through that, and you know, uh, it's fine. But you know, a lot of it is just jokes and and whatnot. But anything bad, I try and fast forward. Through. Yeah, and then, you know, I'm happy to fast forward. So. But it's so good though. I, I love. Like I'll never forget where I was, for example, when I we watched Stand by Me for the first time, and yeah. and like you know, they may not like you were saying with Karate Kid earlier on. They may not fully appreciate it right now but on their second and third viewing with you or not you yeah. they'll start to really get their head around it and start to appreciate the film you know yeah. and it's a really special moment um can i just say that uh, with anyone who wants to uh, argue with me showing my five-year-old uh, <laughs> ragnarok no no seriously go and watch uh, gremlins which is still rated pg yeah pg and then come back yeah. and argue yeah. and then and then we'll talk about it Right. Yeah, that was uh, ratings back in the day where checks actually talked. Oh, my God. Here's a million dollars. Rate it PG, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've got one more, bro, and then I reckon we got to leave this uh, epic that's in my top five teen movies genre. I've got two more, but I can – no, can... Well, no, you start, and then I'll go in the uh, middle. Team off. Oh, that was mine. Ah! Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh! I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. You can ruin my last one. No. It's the same era. I've got another one there, but no, oh my God, like so Team Wolf is such a classic for yeah. me. Such a yeah, classic. Yeah. It's so it's so kind of corny, but it's great. It's one of the things that at my youngest age, I remember growing up to this. Yes. So yes. when I first started watching this, I just remember watching this going, wow. Michael J. This is amazing. Yeah. This CGI, <laughs> what do they call it back I would then? like it's a so good. Special of effects. Beer. Uh, so good. Right? Yeah, and the father jumping on top of the car and all that sort of Unreal. stuff. Is that number two? I don't know. I can't remember. No, that was number two. I think that was with number two. Team Wolf two is Jason Bateman. That's right. He's the wolf. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Because when I heard Jason Bateman coming back, I thought, how how can he? He's like yeah, he did Team 13. Wolf two. <laughs> yeah, he must. But, but but what I thought was that he must be about sixty by now. <laughs> yeah. When when I heard that Jason Bateman was doing something else, right? I actually thought, oh, he must be about sixty. Man. Well, he, he's not young. I mean, he looks, he still looks pretty bloody good, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But he has got to be. What's your last? I'm gonna say he's fifty. No, he's not. He's forty. He's forty-eight. He must have been young as hell. Yeah. Doing that, True man. teenager. Yeah. Well, I mean, you took uh, took away my um, trump card with Team Wolf, yeah, so I'm just going to go back to basics and yeah, yeah. go pretty in pink. Oh, cool! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. And look, I'm going to throw on the Hughes. top of the pile here. Um, fast time at Ridgemont High. Yeah, yeah. Got to go there. Sean Penn. Yep, Sean Penn. It's there. It's in. And and what about uh, Seventeen again with Zac Efron? <laughs> Are we going there? Well, I mean, you can you can if you want to. Matthew Perry. I like that. Is that what you want to do? Like, well, I'm just... no. What about 30, 30 something with um, Jennifer Garner? Alrighty then. We're gonna head into what's hot and what's not. Yeah. So, what is hot and what is not? <laughs> Um, well, it's pretty quick actually, Sean. Uh, at the cinema, what is hot is Peter Rabbit. Yeah. Is it, is it actually hot? It's like, hot. Yeah. yeah. Go see it. 
All right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to take my boy this week, yeah. Yeah, I think it plays well, uh, older well, and for kids, obviously, and families. Yeah, good. Uh, the other one we've spoken about tonight, which is game nights, it's starting to peter off at the um, peter off at the uh, cinema. So uh, try and catch it quickly. But if you can catch it, do it because it really delivers. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to wait until uh, home end. My two cents. Yes, do that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, home entertainment. What's hot? Is mm. uh, the disaster artist is out this week? It's coming out this week. Yep. Yeah. So I saw my local has four copies. Okay, is yeah. that good? So, no. Well, yeah. Look, it's going to be a small renter, to be honest, I think, but a um, bit niche. But, yeah, yeah, I highly recommend it. So looking at uh, Netflix, what's hot? I noticed that a film called Stretch is on, just uh, been put on Netflix. Yeah. It's a 2014 film that not many people will know about it. Yeah. And it's a comedy action, no, action, comedy Black comedy, that's what it is. A black comedy. Okay. Black comedy. Yeah. And it stars Patrick Wilson, Ed Helms, Chris Pine, and Jessica Alba. Yeah. So a really good, really good cast. And I actually didn't mind this film at all. So for the, for a film that you don't know about, take a look at it. It's called Stretch. Yeah. And you'll see Chris Pine like you've never seen him before. Yeah. That's all okay. I'll say. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Wonder Woman's out on Netflix as well. Obviously, we all know that very well. So if you haven't seen the film, it's on Netflix now, so bloody watch it. Um, also, new ep- episodes of Black Mirror, season four are out. Yeah. So definitely do that if you're into that. And this is a little, you know, kind of private pick for me, and it's called Love. It's a TV show uh, on Netflix called Love, and season three has just come out. And this is a Judd Apatow-produced independent comedy made for Netflix. What's it called? Love. It's out now. Yeah. Season three's just yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been out for years. Yeah, yeah. But season three has just come Sorry, out. Sorry, I yeah. said that with such a surprise <laughs> because I just saw it like yeah. before we came into this. Yeah. Yeah, it's out now, yeah. yeah. Um I don't know what it is about this film. I mean I, I obviously like Judd Apatow style independent comedies, but uh, no one's in it, really, no one of any note yet. Yeah. Uh, but it's just fun and cool if you like independent I – mean, I keep saying independent yeah, yeah. comedies, right? Um, so, yeah, check it out if you kind of – I don't know, like um, something like uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I love that film. It's great. Yeah, and Knocked Up. It's, it's that kind of thing but without stars. Yeah. And it's really kind of it's uh, opposite to track. I don't know. I just really like it. It's thirty minute episodes. Really easy to watch. Um, it won't set your world on fire, but it's just good fun. Yeah. So love season three is out now. What's not hot? What about this? Have you heard of the Outsider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I that can't hot wait to or watch that. Well, I can't. Well, the reason why I can't tell you, the reason why I didn't say is because I haven't seen it. So I don't. Yeah. I can't tell you. I'm looking forward to seeing that. It looks great. Uh, it really looks uh, fantastic, but uh, one of the reasons why I mentioned it as well because um, there are four things announced for him, but rumors. Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. And three I guess of them, one. Three of them are Joker. Yeah. Obviously, there's um, the Untitled uh, Harley Quinn Project. There's the uh, Gotham City Sirens, which I'm not sure where that comes in. Well, no, what that is is um, so that's um, from the same director as uh, as. Suicide Squad. Right. Yeah. And he and Bright. So he is doing – his next film is going to be The Girls, basically. So 
Harley Quinn, Batgirl, oh, right. yeah. um, Poison Ivy. As a um, film? Yeah. All right, so he might be in that then. Brilliant. Yeah, he'll be like in the mix, yeah. And then there's Suicide Squad too, yeah. which I hope they improve on. Uh, I hope, but the thing is, I guess what I'm excited about is Tron 3. That's the only odd one out. But um, I really hope that they keep him in there. God, I keep. I really hope. I'm hanging for Suicide Suicide Squad too. You know why? Because they can do so much better. I want to see the. Uh, there's a great Suicide Squad film there. Yep. And uh, I showed my boys, <laughs> and you're gonna laugh at this again. Again, and fast forward, I showed them 80s Batman, the original, Keaton. Oh, okay, Tim Burton. Fast forwarded through all of the yep. crap Fluff, yep. to where there was either a villain or a hero. That's okay. where it was. So you think of any scene as a villain yeah. era. They loved it, man. They were all into it. And the whole time, while uh, – and no one's going to be able to see this on screen. But one of the things I noticed was when Batman ran into a, um, uh, uh, an alley and he was trying to look for a getaway point. And what, he looks sideways and that's fine because everyone knows he's in a, um, a bat suit that doesn't allow him neck movement. Yeah. So he looked <laughs> left or right. That's fine. It, it was fine. It looked fine. But then he looked up. And whilst you can't see me right now, Jason's going to explain exactly <laughs> what it's going to look like. So he's running to the alley. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full body motion. <laughs> Yeah, with, with left and right is like a shoulder movement. Yeah. Go, head goes with shoulders, left, head goes with shoulders, right. Looking up is like from your hips, pushing back. He was ba- – see, you, 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 so you didn't explain it, you just did it. No, just explain. Pushing back. It's exciting. Well, you explain it. It's exciting. It's basically like he was uh, about to fall back on the ground, but he stopped like himself. Just Matrix style? <laughs> anyway, it was hilarious. Hilarious, it was. Have you seen it lately? No. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I, I do know that there are some flaws in that film. Um, anyway, let's, let's move on. It was very good. I, I, yeah. I guess my point, my whole point of that film, sorry to go to the joke and then back to what we're talking about, is that he's not fighting uh, a hole in the sky and, and, and yeah, some yeah. beam, whatever. He's fighting a guy, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And it was exciting back then for us. Yeah. Who that's all we had. That doesn't change no matter how many no. CGI's. Well, Spider Man Homecoming is a classic example of that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. It's like give us that every time. We just need a good villain. That's it. Yeah. You know, and that's all we want. And Jared Leto is that good villain. He can do it. He can do 100%. it. Put him up against a, a bad guy. Having said that, I will I will um, allow one film to go um, hole in the sky, universe, yeah. aliens coming down, and that's probably Avengers because of Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor, yeah. right? They are galactic, yeah. so you probably need aliens of some sort. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. just give us a good start, menacing villain. Start DC. Yeah. Even though Superman's on this earth, start DC on this earth. Yeah. Ground us in a foundation yep. of reality. Yep. Make it a reality. This yep. is what we are. Just Fuck like Marvel. just Marvel's like Nolan did, it doesn't have to be as, as dark and grimacing as yeah. Nolan. But like Nolan grounded it, so continue that with a bit more color and the fluff. Yeah, but then expand. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Cut, cut, easy, cut. man. <laughs> um, so what's not hot? What's not hot? What is not hot at the cinema is a Death Wish. 
So Death Wish is directed by Eli Roth. It's a remake of Death Wish yeah. with Charles I mean, Bronson. The cinema goes starring that? starring uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah. And it did $88,000 last week and has been yeah. critically smashed. To people today, who is that? Uh, they should have... Could they, yeah, it doesn't matter. Call it Death Wish. Call it I'm Gonna Kill Your Son 3. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's the same film at the moment because no one knows who Eli Roth is. I'm sorry to say that no, no, because I he's agree, made some agree. great films. Well, great films he's for made fans great of film. the genre. Yeah, of the genre. Yeah. And... Uh, Bruce Willis has been a absolute like Cock. You know, yeah thank you um, to people in the yeah. film industry so he hasn't really been in a film that no. has shown him in a great light late, uh, no, of late. I, I agree man and I think there's merit in Death Wish remake I really do right yeah. um, but you, you need to The Punisher re- has almost proved this right that, on, on Netflix right casting great. right director for that like you look back at um, James Wan and Kevin Bacon what was that film um, it was back in the uh, early 2000s um, no nothing from, from James Wan and Kevin Bacon no, <laughs> Kevin Bacon was the star James Wan was the director it's an unknown film that is Death Wish, man. Let me just have a look. Look it up. Hang on one yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. Uh, you it, know it. You know it. Is it not the, the the film where he's um? No, I can't think of it actually. You look at it up down there. I'm gonna look Kevin Bacon. Ready? Ke- no, no, the other one was um uh, the Brave One with Jodie Foster. Oh, <coughs> I, I tried to Death watch Death Wishes, man. But oh, with Jodie Foster. Sorry, I tried to watch. What's the one? The the Fire Department one. Huh. What's the fire department? The Brave something. The Brave. The Brave. Oh, you, I tried you to watch it? that and I couldn't. I couldn't get through. Oh, really? Yeah. Too, too slow hard. or? Uh, you know what? I was busy that day, and this thing did not keep my attention. Attention. Yeah. So do yourself a favor. Death Sentence. Kevin Bacon, directed by James Wan. That's I'm a good sure de- death I've wish. I've seen this, yeah, yeah. man. Death Sentence. You're saying? Yeah, Death Sentence. It's unreal. And it's like it's hardcore. Like it's pretty full on. So uh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. You with me? Yeah. 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 Anyway, Death Wish at the movies. Uh, steer clear. I'm going to do something very controversial here. I oh. need to write this down. Sorry, man. Can I have your pen? Because I really need to see that film. Oh, you That's, haven't seen it? No, I don't think I have. Oh, dude, man. it's unreal. And you know I'm a Kevin Bacon. Like I'm the following all over, bitch. And like, James Wan, bro. And, like and, Aussie. And James, look, look, James Wan. Of course, I'm yeah. there. But Kevin Bacon, yeah. I'm all over. Like, man, it, it is the real Death Wish. Really I mean, is. Yeah, it's hardcore. It's almost like um, uh, what was that? Um, I'm thinking of that um, school. <laughs> Help me out here, man. School of Rock? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a hardcore. Um, uh, Can I give me a second? There it goes. Higher learning. Higher learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mix that with like a death wish. Boom. Death sentence. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, I've got another tip for you. Uh, Foxtel have got a pop up channel as we speak. And the pop up channel I've seen it. Yeah. is. Every Oscar film yes. ever made. I've seen it, yeah. 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 And it's just back to back. And as of today, they're up to like 53 or 50, 1953 or 1954. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's just got every film, Oscar film back to back. It's great. It's great. You know? It's fantastic. I want to join you on the 70s and just watch 10 years of the 
best picture. Do they have um, like a, like a, a backup of it? If you know what I mean, like a, can you go in and and, and just say oh, I like on demand? Seventies, yeah, on demand. Yeah. I'm not sure actually. Because that sure would help. That like, I get they want to watch you want you to watch it live, yeah. but I mean I can't I can't sit there and watch. No, it of course, anyway. but but like if I was retired, yeah, <laughs> I would oh, just yeah, sit fine, there. But I would watch like for for three weeks straight. I would watch every every best picture film. But are retired people making all the money for Black Panther? What? <laughs> yeah, I just bought a bitch. <laughs> Bring it all. That um, is uh, what's hot and what's there's, not. There's lots of money. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there's lots of money to go with these things. Oh, he's taking off. He's going to the uh, toilet. But seriously, there's lots of money out there for these sort of films. And you can you can sit there and ask them to pay for your movies. All right, I'm making no sense. What I'm going to go to right now is the end of our episodes. And this is probably an apt title uh, for where we've been um, today. Usually, I don't drink. Um, for the last few episodes, I've been off of that. But now I'm back onto it uh, for this episode because nobody else is at home. We're in the library. So this is called... Two drunk guys and the bucket. Two drunk guys and the bucket. I thought you were going to come in there. I really thought you were going to come in there. I really thought you were going to come in there. I come in every week <laughs> and I thought this one you could actually, you know, hold your own and... I want to hold my own every week. Bring, but yeah, bring you, in the segment yourself. You know, you, you're the... You push in on my se- on my segments every week. Yeah. <laughs> it's 15 now. And so I, I wanted to test right. how you'd be if I didn't actually push in. Uh, I'm upset. And you got no backup. Well, I don't know about that. I said what I had to say. Yeah, it was like 30 seconds later. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've had a few beers. I've had a few beers. For two drunk guys <laughs> and a bucket. <laughs> yeah. That Guinness um, was a great idea, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, if you haven't heard this segment before, basically what happens here is that we... Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. If you're a first-time listener... <laughs> yeah, this guy's going crazy. Uh, they've just uh, stopped. <laughs> <laughs> if you sat through three hours and 28 minutes, if you haven't paused, of course, uh, you're probably going crazy yourself. Uh, no, but basically in this segment, we try and take a word and we relate it to our nostalgic past in our uh, video. It's not a movie. Yeah, experience. Because Jay and I both were brought up in this whole sort of, um, you know, uh, explosion of videos. Yeah. Right, a home entertainment, yeah, uh, which flowed into uh, Blu-ray, Laserdisc, twelve-inch Laserdisc, DVD. Don't forget that, and Blu-ray. Yeah, and UHD, and HD, uh, and that's pretty much where we ended, (laughs) and we destroyed everything, and now we're all going to hell. Stream. Um, (laughs) We're going to streaming hell. Here we are talking about Netflix every week. Yeah, (laughs) true that. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but anyway. We uh, ask people to send in words, and uh, once we get those words, we put them in a bucket. It's a bouquet. Once we get those uh, buckets, we um, of <laughs> <Buckets>. words. <laughs> yeah, there's only one. I love we don't you, have man. Have to fill multiple. Uh, we 
take them out and uh, we'll tr- yeah, try and relate everything from our experience mm. to that word. Mm. And th- that's move related. Mm. Mm. And that could be uh, in a linear way or yeah. it could be in a non-linear I, way. We could go to 1964. Yeah. It's, it's so random. Yeah. This is what we're all about off topic with the movie guys. So here we go. I'm going to pull out a word. Give me the word. And take it Give me the word. Word is a bird. Bird, word, word is a bird. Our words Day is vertical. What well, vertical? Vertical. Three syllables. Vertical. Vertical. Cal. In America. California. Yeah. 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 I bought <laughs> this thing the other day, and it was a vertical <laughs> in Chris Walken's speak. No, that was so. You're going to Joker again? Oh, how dare you? I mean, I'm kind of. Also impressed, Let me but how dare show you? you these <laughs> vertical scars. No. Scars. Oh my god, you and your Boston accent. Scars. That's what, that's what you have. Yeah. And do you know that's why? All I've got. Do you know why? And I hope these people are listening. It's because of your new friends, your younger friends. <laughs> they all love their Ooh, Boston jealousy. accents. And they all want to get a in curse. There. Yeah. Hang on, man. Just <laughs> let me go pack my car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every accent given. Vertical. What we're trying to do here is actually buy some time to think up some <laughs> yeah, to fucked. think up some movies. <laughs> vertical. Um, vertical. Well, obviously, especially because you got yourself a beer and didn't get me one. You I'm just you saying. Three quarters of a beer there. That can go in a moment. Did you see how high my octave was there? Yeah. It's where Christopher Walken should have been for you earlier on. <laughs> for now I, I go to Vertical Limit, but is there even a movie called Vertical Limit? Isn't there? Sure. Isn't that with, sure that, isn't with that with that guy who had tried to play Robin? Oh, you're talking about Carrie Ewells? <laughs> no, fuck it. What, Carrie Ewells tried to play Robin? Yeah, Rob, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Oh, you know, yeah. I get that. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. How's it <laughs> going? The Men in Tights. Tights. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that guy. <laughs> Also, Princess Bride, and it gets it makes it. See, Kerry Eels is only from Princess Saw. Bride, and so no, that's the, that's the thing, so, right? Saw. He's only from the Princess You're Bride. Shocking as He's only from the Princess Bride, which makes it really interesting that you've seen him in other things. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you know what? The first thing I think of is um, well, there's an obvious one here in Vertigo. Maybe we'll go back to that. That's obvious. We've talked Hitchcock a million times, sure. right? Have so we... I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like, like skydiving, like vertical Isn't jumping that vertical out of a plane. Limit? That's, that's, that's... Well, I haven't. I don't know. Is there a vertical limit? I'm sure there is. That guy. That that that. Ah, oh, what's his name? He's in that shit friggin' uh, <laughs> NMO, NCIS LA. Ah, there you go. That's the uh. now. Do you remember? Um, do you remember Drop Zone? Drop Zone. Wesley Snipes. Of course I do. Of course I do. Drop Zone. Wesley Snipes. Probably ninety four. Gary Busey. Chris O'Donnell, motherfucker. That's what I was thinking of. Huh? Vertical Limit. Is that what <laughs> I, don't I don't know why. I'm going to find some sort of connection to Chris O'Donnell and Vertical Limit. Okay, Go on luck. with your Wesley Snipes thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you remember Drop Zone? That was a huge VHS renter. Remember? 
Oh, no, it was Massive, huge, was it? huge, man. It may have been a movie guarantee, which is where yeah, we guarantee yeah. every copper. Copy. Good. Yeah, copper. Um, <laughs> yeah, Gary Busey, and then it was copied. Remember, it was back in the time where every year they did like a double, like each studio did their own film, right, and copied the other studio. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. sure, 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 sure. So the other one There was... is a fucking vertical limit. <laughs> Motherfucker. Did you know that? Well, I said I was the one who said I'm sure there's a vertical limit. Yeah, there is. If you roll back the tape, I said No, I know that you <laughs> bloody said this, but I was the one going, I'm sure it's Chris O'Donnell. And you were like, Is the vertical limit? Is, is it, it a is a Chris limit? O'Donnell? Is a fucking vertical limit? Yes, it was fucking Chris O'Donnell. Motherfucker, I had it on the ball and you were making me out to be a, a cock with your Wesley Snipes fucking, you know, dozen down episode. <laughs> So where I was going before you rudely interrupted <laughs> with your newfound epiphany yeah, yeah. is uh, it was followed but in the same year by Terminal Velocity. Yes, with uh, Sheen. Charlie Sheen oh. and Natasha Kinski. Oh, from Species fame. Yeah. Fucking Species was Speckies. brilliant. Yeah, Speckies. Speckies. Yeah, Speckies. Yeah, was, yeah. Speckies one, two, and three. Uh. So, Drop Zone, Wesley Snipes, Terminal Velocity, Charlie Sheen, nineteen. I'm gonna say ninety four. What was the best? What was the best one go? What was the best film? Uh, I'm probably gonna say because the only one I really remember watching is Terminal Velocity. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm gonna say Drop Zone. Yeah, like I, I when you said it, I'm like, yeah, Drop Zone. That makes sense. Um, but I, yeah. How at that time, I, I like for listeners who probably don't realize how big Wesley Snipes was back in the 90s, right? Remember all the films he was doing? He was massive. Remember, he did, I think, it was like he was doing, he did New Jack City. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wesley Snipes, man. He was, he was, he was a man. Remember, like, Demolition Man? Demolition Man. White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. They're uh, remaking that. And, uh, oh. Really, yes. what making a jump is where he really made yeah, his impact. That was on his me. first. Well, he, that in New Jack City, yeah. Because I used to do similar sort of basketballing without the money. Uh, yeah, that, you know what I mean. Like yeah, you know, yeah, we used yeah. to play against people. Major um, League was probably his first, actually. Maybe was that was before he? that? Oh, no. wait, 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 no, he was. He was with the you know, terminal terminal velocity star in that. Film uh, yeah, as Charlie, well. Sheen, Charlie Sheen. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, Passenger Fifty Seven. Blade. Blade, yeah, yeah. Money Train. The fan. Do you remember Money Train? Money Train, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. yeah. So that was a movie guarantee. Were you working back then? I'm pretty sure I was, yeah, That yeah. was like a massive guarantee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When huge. I say guarantee, it was like a promotion. I'm pretty sure I was, yeah. It was huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like So Wesley was massive. Now he's just doing like DTV from hell. Uh, Direct yeah, video, sorry. Uh, but, uh, those people can't. I mean, he had his own problems with um, with uh, tax taxes and, and cocaine stuff. What? So, what? <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> taxes and cocaine. <laughs> yeah, he had his own problems, and, and he's dealing with that. That's fine. Do I tell you my Wesley Snipes story? Have I told you this? Uh, probably, but go ahead. <laughs> Why don't I've told the pod? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll so I was in um, I was in LA, uh, and I was on Sunset Bull, uh, Sunset Boulevard. Um, and I was in a nightclub, like a really exclusive nightclub. Uh, we managed to get in because we knew some producer. Was it called Tuong Fu? <laughs> Thanks for everything. <laughs> no. Who was anyway, it? Wasn't he? 
Huh? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. I, I, sorry, I just wanted to make a little. Yeah, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we were in this nightclub, and we had our own little area, and for whatever reason, we were overlooking the dance floor. Right. So we had this little con- um, roped-off area up top on a balcony kind of elevated area we're overlooking this nightclub and below us like directly below us was this other cubicle or booth if you will it was quite large like as big as this room probably right here and Wesley Snipes was there by himself and it was roped off at the end at the entrance and he was there by himself and bodyguards security were just ushering women in one by one. Like, so one would come in, <laughs> close close the uh, gate, and they'd be with him and just kind of hang out with him. And then he would say, right, next, and another girl would come in. No, no one ever lied. Now, I was on this, like, mezzanine level, just dancing with my crew and just hanging, like, over literally, like, four foot away from Wesley Snipes, just hanging yeah. over the balcony going, there's my brother. And, and he's just, yeah, it was really weird, surreal. Very yeah. surreal. And they're different, obviously, because they're just trying to get there and get a little bit of love from their fans. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Anyway. So uh, I, yeah. I, like, I've Where been holding my tongue for this whole time because, you know, in my mind, it doesn't work in necessarily a linear way. So <laughs> uh, I... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was starting rather than vertical limit. Uh, horizontal. Oh. What about vertical blinds? They're huge, vertical right? Like if you do, blinds. everyone has them. Yeah, you just you bought some just recently. But well, no, vertical blinds are the ones that uh, are sort of like the slated, s- like mine. Hands and yeah. you sort of left and right. But I, I bought horizontal blinds because they come down horizontally. That's yeah, fine. It's fine. It's it's a little thing. What about this? Vertical blinds. Chris O'Donnell. I don't know where he's Chris going. O'Donnell. We mentioned him already, right? Yeah. And that got me thinking on this thing. Sense of a woman. Al Pacino. Blinds. Blind. Oh, that's a bit of a fucking stretch. Well, but is that not Ooh. what we do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm... I'm blind. <laughs> that, gonna... Man, that is a great film. She's got a great ass. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Is he in that? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm positive unless I'm talking shit. No, I mean, maybe, 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 maybe. No, he is. He plays uh, Chris O'Donnell's best mate and they're running amok in the high school. In the, um, he is indeed George Willis Jr. Running yeah, amok yeah, in the um, university or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, uh, look, I've seen that film once and I, I oh, can't. Oh, what? Yeah, well, I mean, why would I see it more than once? Because it's freaking amazing. Mate, that's no. one step behind Dead Poet Society. When I was a young kid, no. This is not from a teenager's point of view, really. No, I'm not talking, I'm not no, talking no, about no, teenage. No, no, but, but, but no, no, but when I watched I, Dead Poet I Society. Not mentioned te- I'm not talking teen. Nothing to do with it. I'm just saying, film for film, it's one step behind Dead Poet Society. It'll make sense to you when I explain myself. <laughs> The reason why Dead Poets Society meant so much is because I was a teen going through similar motions of wanting certain yeah. things. Yeah. Some old bloke who's blind with some young <laughs> bloke who's helping him along trying to find love. No one gives a shit. No he one won gives an shit. Oscar. Well, my age. He won an Oscar. What, yeah. what happened? Yeah, but no one cares. <laughs> okay. What happened? He won an Oscar. Yeah. 
Yeah, fine. But you know, at that age, I don't give a fuck what the Oscars were. Because do you know what I spend my money on? On films that I fucking care about. Popcorn. Not what fucking some tidy motherfucker in a in a the suit tells me to go and watch. I think there's a bit of language there. To go we and watch. To, yeah. No one tells me <laughs> what I'm going to go and watch. <laughs> I think we're past that segment. <laughs> no, I can't help it. I love his accent. It's it's the most brilliant thing ever. But look, I watched it because I wanted to see more. I wanted to see more than what I was watching, and I saw it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I think if you went, listen to me, if you went back to that as an adult, like now, (laughs) you would love it. I'm sure I would. I have no problem with that. It was your reaction to me watching it once, not knowing that I was a fucking young child, a child watching this movie. I've almost got a rule with good, solid, (laughs) big tenpole films. I'll watch them twice. Before I make an opinion Oh, well, on I'm sorry as a 16, 17-year-old watching this movie, not knowing your rules of watching things twice. Well, I, I knew you when you were 17. Yeah. So you should have known. Well, maybe it was too early. Wait, this is the first thing you did when I yeah. came in. You need to watch Hi, things I'm twice. Hi, I'm Sean. Hi, I'm Jason. Scream was the first one we watched together. After we walked out, I should have said, go back and watch that again. <laughs> yeah. So, have you seen Sense of a Woman? Yeah. <laughs> you need to go watch that. Fuck, come on, man. There's got to be some leeway in this shit. Like, I appreciated it at the point to bring it up right now because it is in my memory. Yeah, you're still fucking having a go at me because, what, I didn't see it twice? Yeah, I was good enough to bring it up as a vertical... Fucking leeway all the way through. It was a freaking stretch. Vertical blinds. Yeah, but I was able to stretch that. You haven't been to yoga long enough to be able to stretch enough to get the sense of a woman. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yoga. Boom. (laughs) There was a a time where I could do the splits, motherfucker. (laughs) There was, yeah. Back in my black belt days. Back in fucking 1956 when you're watching fucking Heathers. It was tickety two. (laughs) Uh, All right. (laughs) We haven't been together for a month, so we've got yeah. so many insults. We I have think to we're get a out. bit angry, actually. I think we, we either hug it out or we wrestle. No, I mean, it's lovely. I like this. What do you want to do? Do you want to jujitsu or hug? Um, uh, my boy just did judo for the first time yesterday. No way. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. First time yesterday, did judo. And how'd he go? Loved it. Loved it. Okay. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, talking the uh, eldest? Youngest. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, he needs something for himself. He needs something that's, that doesn't involve oh. the oldest because the oldest is, it, it, you know, it, it just it, it, encom- it, it encroaches on his life. And yeah. I think that's part of his issue. He needs something for, that's, his, that's his own. And while he was there, his oldest had problems with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll that's talk about that n- that's after. That's not man. a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, okay. So it was good. But anyway, um, he loved You'll go it, through man. the whole youngest, oldest sibling thing as freaking a nightmare. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, man, your youngest at judo, I think that's a brilliant thing. He was loving it, man. Oh, like it was yeah. all running around. He was just, he smiles on his face the whole yeah. time. And then they got nice. to wrestle. Like pin each other to their back. He hasn't got a gi yet, has he? No, no, no. That won't come until um, another year or so. Right. They get a t-shirt like for the okay. younger ages. But anyway, it, it was fun, and the, the people are really good. It's an Australian champion, uh, female Australian right. champion that uh, is is running the class. They do it for free. Nice. Oh, which right. is how I found them. Um, you pay for their you pay for their rent. So they do it for free, but you do you pay for their rent, and because you've got to. I know you're laughing, and you like, dude. No, 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 no. Like, I pay for a lot of things for kids these days. Right? <laughs> Fuck you. 
I pay a lot of things for kids these days. This guy is like, he's leaning his head back. He's laughing at me like, you know what? Fuck you. I literally pay so much money for our children to do certain things. And this is the cheapest amount because, and I asked them why it was so cheap. And they said because of the three to fours, they don't. They just, they just want to pay for the time, the rent that yep. comes in, there. and it's not much. Believe me, it's and there's no insurance for, for neck breaks or anything like um, that. You go through that with um, judo, uh, New South Wales. So that's with the state. So that's that. You don't deal with them with that. You you pay that money online to judo New South Wales who pay the insurance. So yes, there's money, but it's to them only. To so these guys. I know that the trick is. The trick is you get them in early and then they want to stay with them and then you start paying them money when they get yeah. into their five, six-year-olds. Like so believe me, I'm not, scheme, you'll be like, I'm not naive. You know me. I'm yeah. not naive. I know where it's coming. But right now... Well, maybe it's genuine. But right now, I can, no, it's never, nothing's <laughs> genuine. Like, but the thing is, it's genuine in the sense that they believe in judo Yeah. and they believe that that's the way forward. And I believe in that. I believe in that belief. But you know, in terms of uh, them asking for money... I think this is the best. Do you... What about... Um, <laughs> what about at first sight? At first sight? I'm going to go blind. I'm going blind only now. blind. Oh, fuck, man. I'm on blind. Oh, this is, this is Bel- where I research. Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 my, head, my, head, at first sight. my head is all about, like, boom. I'm You're still I'm, in blindness. Yeah, because I've gone back on it. Like, as soon as we said vertical and you went, Chris Donald, my mind just started going, all right, that's how we... Let's research, let's research. Who was the uh, main actress in that? Um, I used to love her. She was in um, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Oh, is it not... Um, what's her face again? Uh, <laughs> I say that a lot. Um, I, I can't think of it right now. I'll think of it in a second. Okay. Uh, well, you moved on from blind, or you want no, to? No, no, man. We're... The word's vertical, bro. And you were talking about blind. What about um... <laughs> Mira Savino? I had to look that up, by the way. But Mira Savino. Yeah, yeah, because she was in what was that alien film that she was in? Because <laughs> that's the one that makes me think of. When I think of Mira Savino, I think alien film. Oh yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna have a look at it quickly while we're there. Yeah, that, uh, alien that? film, alien film, Mira Savino. I feel like that's directed by someone that's half decent. Do you know like what? One She's been in a films. lot of films that none of them, unfortunately, I'm sorry, Mira, but mean anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, where are we going back to? 90 fucking... Mimic. Mimic. Remember that? Like, that, yeah. was a, that was a thing. Back then, it was okay. But c- can you tell me who directed that? Because that's someone. Yeah, give me a second. Uh, Mimic. Playing. Dr. Susan Tyler. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, oh my God. Are yeah. you dead serious? Do you know who it is? No, I, I know, but oh, I you can't know. think of it. Oh my fucking God. Do you there's know who someone, is? someone boy? decent. Oh my God. I'm, I'm that excited by it. Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I, oh, I thought I didn't want to say God. it because I didn't want to like derail my. my Incredible ability to yeah know remember directors yeah no, it's fine <laughs> yeah no I, I thought, can link I thought to it random was things come to my head yeah. I didn't want no, to say it look no. you're nothing if not being able to to link directors to things yeah I know that and uh, I, I have just random knew it shit was in my someone head. decent yeah, yeah. yeah and I knew Mira Savina <clears throat> was in a film like that mimic yeah wow oh my gosh now you said to me am I over am I 
Over what? What about Eli? Eli Roth. Denzel Washington, Book of Book oh, of Eli. Yeah, Book of Eli. I like that movie. It's good, right? Because he was blind. Yeah. What about the blind guy in uh, Don't Breathe? Stephen Lang. Oh, I love Don't Breathe. Man, <laughs> I love Don't Breathe. I love that film so much. So good. You mentioned uh, Kerry Eels. There's also a blind man in that. I'm not going to mention it because it's, it seems superficial because I'm looking it up. <laughs> Why are so we talking do about it. blind people? I, I don't... Han Solo was blind for a little while. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done with blind people. Vertical blinds is done. I'm sorry. I've exhausted that. That was an amazing off topic. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I went, look, honestly, I'm going like um, like literal. What about vertical buildings? Inception. Like in, Inception, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that, like flipping over into something. They flip over horizontally, don't they, in a way? Like, uh, you know, no, if you're, you're going to look at... No, they flip over vertically. If you're going to look at buildings, why don't you go King Kong, 80s version, where he's climbing a building? Because that's vertical more than Inception would be... Uh, no, vertical. no, the building literally tips up vertically, not horizontally. Well, they come in sideways. No, some of the staircases in the Inception do, but the building literally goes... Could you... Hans Zimmer. Could you say that they even have a a way of shape? Like, are they even horizontal or horizontal in... uh, Sorry, vertical or horizontal in these films? Not really. Like, they're not anything. These things, they they change so often. Exactly, it's imagine. It's... They're not anything in these films. Have you ever had Vertigo watching a movie? I have actually, yeah. Have you what? Uh, it's a short film that oh. I just saw uh, only in the last oh, yeah, few months. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about that with yeah, uh, Tony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he I, gets angry when I talk about it, so I can't, I can't mention it. <laughs> there's two places I, get, I, I kind of feel Vertigo, right? First one was um, with the, uh, real, the real 3D technology. When the camera actually spins from like a – like let's say they're coming up from, um, from the moon to Earth – and the camera's spinning down to earth like that. Oh, yeah. I remember one scene in um, Resident Evil 4. I watched it in 3D. Oh, and yeah. the camera was just spinning like this the whole yeah. time down to earth, down to the actual scene in the middle of Tokyo or whatever it was. I actually had to close my eyes. I couldn't. It was too much, yeah. Yeah, it was too much, yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you, did you ever see a film that's been – did nothing for such a big film. It was a, it was pretty much the biggest nothing ten pole disaster. <laughs> yeah, and that was um the, a movie called The Walk. The Walk. Yeah, do you remember this? No. Robert Zemeckis yeah. directed Joseph Gordon Levitt's yeah playing the guy who walked between the two towers. Um, oh. Two world world um, trade center towers. On wire. Yeah, no, I do remember this and I thought, yeah. how can this be interesting? I can't yeah. be bothered watching Look, it. It's actually a really good film. It's actually cool. It's really, really good. But it did nothing. It didn't rent. It didn't do anything at the box office. It did nothing, right? Yeah. But typical Zemeckis trying to do different things with cameras and blah, blah, blah. The camera's going up and down the World Trade Center and you know trying to get the height perspective. Yeah, yeah. And man, it's like, <laughs> it's 
Yeah, that's real vertigo. The ones that get me the 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 main vertigo are those ones on YouTube where they're the daredevils that strap GoPros to themselves know, yeah. and they go sit on the edge of something and they lean themselves over and jump onto the edge. I'm like, yeah. get fucked! Like, no, yeah. no, no, <laughs> don't do that. If my kid did that, like, I would just kill them myself. Oh, I'd kill so, it. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't have to watch them die on yeah. YouTube. I know that's really silly. I think. Oh. Great, it's great television. So <laughs> no, it's so scary. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. <clears throat> did you ever watch? Um, did you ever watch uh, Everest? You got a lot here. I'm spitballing. Yeah. Did you watch Everest? Um. With Jason Clark, Jake Gyllenhaal. I've got it here to watch. Okay. I watched it, yeah. It's a pretty good film. Like it's pretty good. Yeah. True story. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Yeah. A lot of New Zealand actors and a, a yeah. couple of Australian actors. Taika Waititi? <laughs> Not directed by Taika. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a good film. And obviously you have a lot of uh, uh, height orientation in that film. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I've got a running joke with um, a work colleague of mine. There's a documentary called Sherpa. Yeah. Have you heard yeah. of that? Uh, I have, yeah. I, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you too much more than that. But right. yes, I, I know there's a documentary for Sherpa. So, yeah, essentially the Sherpas are the guys who um, uh, host, host yeah. people walking up Everest, oh, yeah, right? I, I did a whole yeah. tour of India and Sherpas take you around there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So back in, I don't know when it was, like the 90s maybe or something, um, com- um, the Everest climb became very commercial. Yeah. So it was like seventy thousand dollars. Because they're saying Sherpas could do it in a in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Without but then they were people. going right, climb Everest for seventy thousand bucks. Yeah, you know, and people were coming out of their yin yang to do it, which kind of makes sense. You know, it's a big box to to tick. Yeah. Anyway, it became so crazy up there because of that. It became so crazy. It was so busy and commercial. The Sherpas were um, starting to lose what it was all about. You know, and Sherpas, as you said, it was it was their spiritual kind of yeah. awakening to just you know Try handle it within their within yeah. their grasp. This is, you know, th- th- yeah, this is their spiritual ground, their world. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. this Sherpa doco is a um, a true story of, and what happened is there was a film crew, just a doco film crew, just following these Sherpas. Um, going up and down the, the um, Everest through yeah. this period, trying to capture this whole commercialism thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But what actually happened is in two, as it turned out, in 2014, there was a massive um, uh, ice piece of ice that fell down yeah. while they were doing it, and they happened to be filming. Yeah. That killed 16 Sherpas. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the making of it, yeah. so they were there to kind of capture this. You know, it's become a joke become a circus up there to holy shit a natural disaster remind you of how serious that is is, and 16 sherpas died yeah in that um avalanche yeah yeah um knowing the sherpas that took us on a very rudimentary walk (laughs) in the hills and mountains so we went up to i think eight thousand feet or something like that maybe like it was was quite high because we started quite high by the way um, Did you we work at the bends? No. <laughs> in the dark, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, right. And uh, we had one kid that had to be, because uh, I took 24 school children. Uh, so one of them had to be carried by a donkey up the whole way. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but, but, but they, they are 
amazing. The fact yeah. that they can come and they set up camp for you, like they put up all the tents and stuff, like, like it's almost slavery. Yeah, too much. You know, yeah. um, but it does help you get up the mountains when you're struggling because they're acclim- acclimatized. Acclimatized, to that, yeah. To that, to that, to that, that so it's literally a walk in the park, almost like within reason uh, for them. Yeah, yeah. for within reason for yeah. them, yeah, and um, and also uh, the 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 school that I worked for six years at. Um, also, um, the the first person who ever climbed Everest is from Winchester. Oh right, yeah. Um, so Edmund uh, Hillary, yeah. Is that so? Edmund Hillary is that? I'd have to look. I, you know what? I, I don't want to give facts right now because I know I'm wrong. The only fact I know is that the first person. You're half cut. That's yeah. What you no, know. exactly. No, yeah, and I don't want to get it wrong because it, it's one of those things you don't want to get wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the first person to ever. Up to the top of. So the running joke, sorry, back on the Sherpa doco yeah. is um, I had my boss at the time and I were having a joke about Sherpa, like allocating Sherpa to to Australia for home entertainment because yeah. it just it was a joke. It was almost like it won't work, it won't rent. Yeah. Because it's like Sherpa, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we actually ended up putting it in because I, I got a good price, long yeah. story. We got it out and we put it into um, – the nation and it actually rented really well. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it, but uh, if I could get a copy, I yeah. would watch it in a second. Oh, I've got a copy at home. Yeah. I love that sort of stuff, yeah. man. Like, you know. so do I. But I didn't think everyone would. But clearly, people were interested. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So, is that where you're at with um, where were vertical we? blind? Oh, vertical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spoke so much about blind. Yeah, <laughs> blindness. Uh yeah. I, guess. I think it was a pretty good adventure, though. Like, you know, yeah. um, is there anything else that we missed out on, like, on that sort of stuff? I just feel that, you know, I always go back to Sylvester Stallone in Cliffhanger. I feel like he's a vertical thing, but it's not so really. It's what, what's, what's the doco that's around that sort of stuff? That climbing and ice and all that sort of stuff? Oh, there was one. Yeah, it was massive. Yeah, it was massive. And what it was, was that? And it was kind of like a real... Doco versus oh, yeah. a dramatized. Yeah, it was stuff. a 21st century picture in Australia. Yeah. Oh, that was. And I couldn't tell you what it was because no, I didn't I watch couldn't... it. Like, uh... No, I, well, I watched it. It was massive. Yeah. It was great. Oh, everyone, everyone else seemed to watch it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that that was huge. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. Yeah. Um, but before we leave tonight, I wanted to leave this to the end because I don't want everyone else to have to deal with it, and and only hardcore <laughs> listeners have got to this point. What are you What are you talking about? I'm talking about an email I received. Oh. Yeah. We always get good positive emails. We, we, we do, we do. And, and this one is, you know, it's a mixture of in between. And oh, I, it's a bit negative well, as well? The thing is, the last time, this is from a recurring uh, emailer. A serial emailer? Yeah. We, we read this person out from before. So, so Davo from uh, Galam, Galambanone. Gal- what? Galambanone? Galagambone? Galagambone? I, I, I don't know. Galagambone? Yeah, Galagambone. Yeah. I don't want to make, you know, we, we don't make fun of listeners. And, and, and no, we don't. I, and, and I'm not going to make fun of uh, listeners ever. But uh, let me read this as it's written. Okay. Can I? I can honestly tell you I don't know. I haven't read this email at all. So at all. So I don't yeah, know, I know what you're I know about you to haven't. say. I know you yeah. haven't. I know. It's, it's, it's really fresh. <laughs> so here we go. Davo. <laughs> from Galagabone. Galag- I can't know, say it. How do you say it? Galagabone. Yeah. Galagabone. Here. 
Can I say it in an accent? Like, is that rude? No, don't. No, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. It's well, I haven't rude. met the guy, so he... But he's got... He's definitely got, like, from this email, he's definitely got, like, a... Accent. Out in the country accent. Accent. Yeah. Here. Just listening to Ep 14 with the family sitting around the table with me three boys, Beaver, Head Toothless, <laughs> and Bobby John... <laughs> <laughs> also, wife Margot. I don't understand that sentence. I don't know what's going on. They said three boys: Boivers, Beaver Head, Toothless, and Bobby John. Beaver Head, Toothless. Yeah. What the but hell? Bobby John is one white. So there's two kids that I can really win, and wife Margot. He doesn't care about the third child. That's all I get from this. That's all I get. Now, I ha- now, I have some advice for yous. For yous. Why is? Yes. Yes. Educated, clearly. I ain't never heard anyone so shit all stupid (laughs) as you telling people you fast forward what you watch (laughs) and listen to. Now, hang on. I tend to agree with you. I never said. I never said that I fast forward what I listen to. What you listen to? What do you mean? What's he saying? I fast forward what I watch. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, of course I do. You've spoken about that because a lot. On what, the... what, what, what human being in this day's stance doesn't use the tools that are given to them? Right? Sure. Right? That's I fine. use my looks, the, the tools that I've been given to Everybody, advance. Uh, in... that's, that's, that's white privilege that <laughs> you're using right there. Thank you for mentioning that. Uh, uh, but what I'm saying is the tools that you would get given, like the t- technological like, tools, you are given certain things in your car that you use, like blinkers. You have to put your hand outside the car and yeah. you know, say, I'm going this way. No, you're given, you're given things. So I'm given like the fast forward button. taking the roof off my car when we went and got beer this afternoon? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting rid of all the crap that I don't want to see. So, uh, for instance, in maths, there's a lot of crap in there because I worked in industry. There's a lot of stuff that I won't talk about. Did he about. just say maths? Maths. 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 So I won't Hashtag talk about maths. a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I didn't work on maths, but I worked in reality TV. I know a lot of things that I could talk about on here that would give a lot of insight. I won't. I won't. I'll give it enough to make it interesting. But anyone who works in the industry... <laughs> are we still on this email? I don't know what's yeah, yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't like years. I don't like years. Oh, years. Go <laughs> <laughs> back to years. <laughs> uh, no, no, kidding. Um, you must have got manure for your brains. <laughs> oh. Because that's what we did with your radio show. And guess what? It improved by 50%. Ha! <laughs> so I guess what he's saying is that he fast-forwarded through our show and he enjoyed it more. Uh, the thing is, as long as you put a click on there, uh, Davo, yeah. I don't mind it's if you fast-forward through it. I want you to get to the parts you enjoy, man. Give us like, a honestly, zero star. It's all good. Just rate. Yeah. But it's the thing, right? You want people to enjoy what it's you do. It's not a radio show, <sighs> Dave. Yeah. It's not a radio show, bruv. There are times when I'm listening to commercial radio in the car and I just turn it down for a second because I can't listen to when they call up listeners and go, hi, it's Sarah from Wassa Radio. And they go, ah! <laughs> you're like, shut the fuck up, bitch. You know you're about to win some motherfucking shit. Just shut up. All right. Deal with it in a You've humanly way. You've been told way. to be excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Because you've just spoken to a, a radio producer online going, you better be into it. You won't get the money. So what else is Dave saying? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go through it. I won't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm no, very no. passionate about this. 
Um, I'm a little bit bored by the moment. Like, he's not really saying too much. Yeah, yeah sure, sure, sure. Uh, what an improved, by 50%. And now you got them fancy commercials. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Though, I did take your advice. Okay, what does he mean? And I got Margot some of that fidgety stuff. <laughs> fidgety. Champagne and strawberries. <laughs> it was grouse. So he's from oh, Melbourne. Melbourne. He's, he's from Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs> we're we on that. to you, son. Uh, we're on to you. Place, so he's yeah. talking about fudgy Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's must here. have got like a hamper and he got sent down to Melbourne. Well, I think this is what he's about to say. So Margot loved uh, – lo- sorry, Margot loved it. But the fancy ice yeah. <laughs> sent Dry. for the champagne <laughs> burnt our lips. <laughs> <laughs> so next time we are ordering without the ice. <laughs> uh, now, Dave. Davo. 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 Sorry, no, no, Davo. Don't offend him. The the dry ice is there to keep everything cool. You don't put that in your drink, bro. Not for drinks. Uh, what it does is it it super cools uh, the super chocolate cools. and yeah. all that sort of business. Yep. Um, so much. Keep so. it away from your fingers and your tongue and your yeah. lips. I'm sure there's a little letter in there that tells you about not touching it with your <laughs> face. It looks really um, cool though. Bonus was we never did anything delivered to Galagablan before <laughs> and Fidgety found us. <laughs> so hang on, Fudgy Australia delivers <laughs> to a place to a Galagablan. That sounds made up. I'm going to say uh, Galagambone. I can't say, I still can't say it. Galagambone, Galagambone. You yeah. can say it. Um, uh, uh, we're not that poor. We can't afford fancy champagne. <laughs> Though I got laid off when they closed <laughs> that asbestos factory. I'm sorry, <laughs> I should have laughed at asbestos because oh, it's not funny, but it's. His email is what? What are you talking about, my friend? And wouldn't you know it, the army cuts my disability. <laughs> Pension because they said that my plate in my head wasn't big enough. <laughs> it almost feels like this guy's this taking is, a shit. He's having a, a piss. He's having a he's land. Taking, he's taking a he's shit. He's having a land. This um, is crap. Margot, love your show. The two of yous should be on the stage. Beaverhead and Toothless said at the same time, yeah, next one out of town. <laughs> What? I don't understand any of what happened just there. <laughs> First of all, it said he had three kids, and now he's got, even in the end, two he's kids. He's down to two. What the hell the other is one's in the next fire. one out of town? What the other mean? one's in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so the first email he, he sent to us was quite lovely, and he was like sort yeah, of into it. Yeah, he's starting to, I really feel he's that, starting to open up a bit. And I'm sorry, Davo, but... <clears throat> Do you I, think like, we should send someone out to him? And well, just... has he continued on with the alcoholism that I felt he was... A sense in the first Because I think he's drinking with us while he's listening to the episode and maybe he's like on like the heavy stuff like... So do you think... OP rum or something. Do you think us doing a (laughs) four-hour episode is basically uh, enabling him? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine having a a full bottle of OP rum in four hours. You'd be done for. Done for. All right. Well, that's the email I received. I read it as it was and... um, well, Davo, Davo, I'm going to send you an email back and I'm going to give you my phone number, my personal oh, phone number. Really? I am. No, no, I am. Because I care about our listeners and uh, I don't understand a lot of what's going on in this email. So I just want to have a chat to Davo. Simple. I just want to make sure he's so okay. We're trying to get him on the air. Is that what you're saying? 
No, no, no. 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 Well, I mean, maybe in the oh, future, private. but uh, you know, uh, private not, conversation. Yeah, it's a private conversation. I like honestly, I I, I care about people that care about our show yeah. and this guy's involved in it and I, I know I laughed at it it was because it's quite a funny email because well, I don't I'm, get I'm it I'm not laughing at you I'm a little bit concerned but anyway but, uh, like, well, I appreciate the feedback nice. no no with Dave I just, uh, yeah, yeah I know I know, yeah. it's not nice to hear but I just, I just want to make sure he's alright so yeah Dave we love you mate we love you mate yeah, keep yeah, listening thanks for listening and keep listening family. to our radio s- keep listening to our radio show <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> We're such bad people. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, right? We're, yeah, we're anyway, done for. guys, oh my god! It obviously, it has been such a long time for us. Have we got four hours yet? We have uh, got four hours and nine minutes. Yeah, um, crack it all. Cover down the fort. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, thank you so much for, for for bearing with us while we were off uh, dealing with some personal issues. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, you can see. Oh my God, a four-hour episode! You see, we can. We're, we're glad to be back. Yes, There's so much to talk about. And uh, once we're back on a bandwagon, so much wasted space is great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I really think that uh, from now on, we're looking at doing like these once-a-month sort of major uh, episodes. There's going to be some and, huge stuff coming. Yeah, up. and you can listen in your own time. Do a, do half an hour here, an hour there, twenty it's, minutes yeah, here, whatever exactly. you want. Exactly. Yeah. Is as you can do it, and uh, in the meantime, why don't you uh, email us at offtopicwiththemovieguys at gmail.com? That's offtopicwiththemovieguys at gmail.com. And wish Sean a happy birthday. Wish me a happy birthday, yeah, yeah. What, Go onto what? our Facebook, Instagram, let us know about it, it's fine. Uh, but uh, no, let us know if there's anything particularly you want to hear, but otherwise, you know, we're, ha- we're just happy, man. Like, I'm, I'm happy to do this shit. I love it, <laughs> especially after six beers and a Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, Jay, thanks for coming to the library today. Hey, I'm here every week. Well, I love it. I love it, bro. That's all. See I've, you next you month. Know what? I've learned something. Oh, we're on. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've learned something. Right. I don't know what I've learned, but I've learned something. <laughs> Let me reflect and I'll get back to you. Oh, no. Why? You forgot nothing. No, I've learned something. I know I have. What is it? I, I'm not quite sure, but I'll let you know. Let me reflect. I'll wake up tomorrow and I'm sure I'll be like, you know, blind people equal vertical. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I'm now taking us into our little private <laughs> corner. Thank you We're for that offline. input, Jason McDonald. It's time to go offline. <laughs> that was the Tap out. Just worst. tap out, bro. Yeah, we got one job. We're out. We're we got done. one job, bro. Bye-bye. Tap out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Fudgy! Fudgy Australia! Fudgy is Australia's number one gourmet chocolate-dipped strawberries and fudge company. Who doesn't love chocolate-dipped strawberries? Everybody does, Jason. That's why they are on our show. Fudgy specialises in gift box delivery, corporate solutions, events, weddings, and wholesale gourmet fudge and chocolate-dipped strawberries. Very cool. It is very cool. It's also very dry. They use dry ice to get Uh, that... 
how they get it from the manufacturing establishment to the customer's home. Exactly. Without the chocolate melting. Isn't that crazy? It's unbelievable. They have mastered that technique. They've, they've figured it out. They have. Yeah. And it all arrives in Fudgy's beautiful signature gift packaging. Beautiful. Perfect for gifts, right? Perfect for gifts. Yeah. Their Moe and T2 gift hampers are also among their best-selling range this year. Hang on, so they deliver alcohol and tea? Alcohol and tea. Can you imagine those nights when you're sitting around thinking, wow, I need some alcohol? Oh, every night. <laughs> every night. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Someone just sent me Fudgy's latest signature package, and it has Moe in it. With some fudge. Some people call it Moe, do you know that? It's Moe for me. Is it? Moet? So you could actually use Fudgy Australia when you're really in trouble with your partner. You could do that. Yeah, that's just brilliant. The most popular flavour Australia-wide is... Strawberry. Chocolate mints. No. Yes. That's my favourite. I know, it's my favourite. That, that's so weird. I would never have picked chocolate mint, but then both of us love that the most anyway. I know. So it completely makes sense. What, what did you think my favourite was? Banana. Ugh. <laughs> Chocolate mints, Australia's well, most popular flavour. I've learned something. <laughs> something smells a little fudgy. Suss them out at www.fudgy.com.au. That's www.fudgey.com.au. And if you mention off topic, you will receive $10 off your next order. Oh, as in us? Us. Yeah. Mention this show, baby. Cool, cool, cool. And you're going to get $10 off. Make it rain. Exactly. Keep those $10, send it to us. We need the money. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't forget, they ship nationwide. Yeah. All around Australia. Well, I think I'm going straight to www.fudgy.com.au. Like... Can you send my wife some as well? <laughs> so, hang on. This, this is awesome, man. This is like a breakthrough. You have chocolate dipped strawberries, fudge assortments all over the place and uh, Moe or tea specialised tea sent to your doorstep in beautiful packaging you can as like a hamper that's right I mean and all it takes is a few clicks and that is exactly why they are our sponsors because it's amazing that's right you mentioned off topic it's even more amazing because you will get $10 10 bucks $10 10 bucks wait 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 You forgot Shane Bassett, our movie extraordinaire and all-round nice guy. He's our in-house movie critic. You can reach him on Twitter and Insta at movie underscore analyst. 